Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of bloody lovely wrestling on your bloody YouTubes, have a banana, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the Post All In, which is in Wembley, oh England. Oh my God. Yeah. You're listening to the dulcet, croaky, drafty tones of Matthew, Jack and Ross. Hiya. Full of love, lacking energy somewhat. What a bloody lovely weekend. How are you doing, Jack? Really good. Like exhausted, but I thought it was a class, class time. And it was probably because in this line of work, we've been lucky enough to attend a few events um, for like ones that we've worked, like for work reasons. And out of all of them, this was probably the one where like every single person that said hello and that, it was just so positive And so like, it was just, you could tell that the UK fans were just excited to have this like, like scale of a show. It they were really, up for yeah, it. Yeah, it was really good. I've not really articulated that very well there. Thank you for just condensing it. No worries. I am loading up quickly, but I'm definitely going to forget these. So oh, some right. people did say, love the podcast, love the podcast. Can you please mention uh, Craig <laughs> oh. Davis from Wales? Rita. Okay. I know, that's it. He's saying, he's saying, yeah, you won't forget my name. Um, had a good time on Saturday. Morning. Uh, Luke from Birmingham. Luke. Wow, I'm glad I got you. That's a, yeah, only one Luke there. Luke. Luke. That's how he probably says his own name. Let's slander the Birmingham accent right now. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why I said that. Luke. Uh, Jake of the Offside Shirts. Cheers, pal. I think he's one of the cheeky plugs. And Chris, are you ready for this? The Jelly Bean Man, oh. a.k.a. the man who sent all the jelly beans oh, to us. Oh, that was some sort of drug. Like I realised, like, <laughs> Chris, the Jelly Bean Man, the hot new band. It was quite... It was quite a hectic weekend because we only... I'm really glad I got all those in, by the way. Sorry. Apart from the train down where me and Matthew happened to be on the same train, apart from that, I only saw both of you one time really? each. You and Matthew had to be on the same train. Oh, so great. Yeah. One in the station. I'm just knackered of other news that we'll get into later on, I guess, um, and just be like, oh, God, I'm not ready for this. And then I see a friendly face, and it's Jack, and he says, oh, we're on the same train. Oh, oh that's nice. Matthew got on our carriage, and who should be further down the same carriage? Can you Tom Campbell. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> Tom's not... Tom, CM Punk, who Tom, was really unhappy, he's a sniper in the same area. Tom wasn't going down. He was going couple. to see his folks-in-law. Mm. Um, but we all just happened to be on the same train. And I, I just saw... I was reminded firsthand again the power of Matthew Gregg and making friends with strangers. Aww. He just... This last just sat next to us. He just starts having a... She just, it was as if Matthew and the other friendliest person on the train had just happened to sit next to each what other. What was the icebreaker? Well, she said, oh, can I... Pal. <laughs> 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 She wasn't, she wasn't like going for, she was going to Manchester, I think she said. Yeah, she was going to Manchester. Yeah. She moved because we were all together. So I wasn't supposed to be sat near there. And I went, I don't want to sat here sat with all my lovely friends, talk about wrestling. And she decided to sit next to me. And she said, sorry, I'm on a seat that hasn't got a window. And I don't want to be sat next to 
nothing the entire trip. And I went, of course not. And I'd look and goes, oh, yeah, they do do seats in the trains where they're just, just, like just plastic. Yeah, it was like a prison cell. So I went, all right, then. Yeah, just like <laughs> that did. And I went, all right, cool. And she said, yeah, so what are you up to? You're going to uh, blah, blah, blah. So explain that we're going to London town for this little shindig. Yeah, and all this. Is that, you turned into Alex Turner. Yeah, are you, are you in wrestling? No, all right, no, I was in. For um, and she was like, are you guys famous? I'm like, only if you're into wrestling. If you're not, we're not then. And she went, oh, no, um, I'm a teacher for well, kids, obviously. What Primary else? school. Uh, right, and yeah. uh, she went, oh, they're into wrestling. They may have heard of you. And I went, oh, yeah, cool. That's good. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, what years do you teach? Oh, yeah, five and six-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. They love wrestling. Yeah, we are. Yeah, of course. Come Tuesday, yeah. coming up later yeah. for the five and six-year-olds. <laughs> later on. Big on, big fan of him. Later on on the same train, there was a table of lads who, like, yeah. were all, like, got the cans in and they were all, but they all had wrestling shirts on. I was like, well, I'll get them to say their favorite mm -hmm. wrestler for, like, this video that we're planning. And um, nearby on another table, a guy's just like, oh, what, what's going on? Like, he just asked what was oh, going yeah. on and stuff. And they were like, oh, wrestling and that. But like we're all a bit like embarrassed, like oh it's just this wrestling mm -hmm. thing. And he was like, oh yeah, my my boy used to like that, but he grew out of it. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it. cheers, mate. Nice yeah. one. So um, eighty thousand or so people of those yes. people who haven't grown out of it were there. Yeah. So we that was all nice. We got there, nice, pleasant journey down. I met Mama Watch for the first time. In Mama Watch never met me at the station, so I had to wait. It was rammed to get off. So like the crew, so it was Luke, Pierce, me, he, and Atkins. Uh, and Atkins, yeah, sorry. And by the way. He, I just want to say a huge thanks to them because they made it so much easier the weekend. Like they worked really hard and everyone did really well. So thank you to Luke Pierce. No, absolutely. Yeah. What a what a team of lads. Yeah, because obviously they make us look great. Yeah, man, I felt bad because so. sometimes people will be coming up telling me how I know. what great job I'm doing, and I'm like, well, it's these lads who are yeah. editing it all together and making it look. Good. They know how they're editors. They know. Yeah. And uh, so and yeah, Atkins, they who <laughs> was on camera as well. Atkins did a lot yes. of um, presenting and was just very cool. Just very cool as a. He's, he's got it. Oh, he does. I. Whatever it is, he has it. Yes. Sorry, dude. So all the, the crew get out, and I'm waiting, waiting, waiting to get out eventually in there. Just, yeah, just big mama botch talking to all the crew. Yeah, yeah. Right, but friends. I was off when she visited the office. Yeah. I, she's, oh, I wasn't expecting it to be a really, really small lady. Yeah. <laughs> so small. What? She's really she's Oh, yeah, no, she is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how's she doing it? anyway? Yeah, how's she doing? She's all right. She's lost an inch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no she's doing what she was asking. So is Ross here? Is Ross? It's like, no, no. Ross is going to spend the weekend chilling and relaxing <laughs> with 80,000 people in a really busy area of London. It was, and really, a loaded bar. It was very adorable because we got down to that end of the platform first and then she was there. So we had to wait for Matthew to come along. And we went, oh, Matthew was sat with us, but then he had to move. And I think I'd said it in the wrong sort of way where she was like, What's he done? Like, why you had to move? I was like, oh, he hasn't done anything wrong. He just he got a fight on the train. <laughs> and then Matthew came down and greeted his mum in like a very Matthew way. It was great. Was, oh, you're no, no, it was, it was his other yeah, one. Like you, know, his, you know, his secondary greet. It was hello you. It was the hello you. It was very heartwarming to see. It was lovely. Because I'm assuming There's she, a guru, Larry. I'm assuming she lives down there. Yes, she lives in Essex, yeah. which is close. And enough. you said you stay with her. You hung out with her on. Yeah, she yeah. stayed with her. Um, because of the news of all the passings away that we've had, oh, I decided. Could be like, do you go to Rev Pro? I went, well, one, I don't want to bust my voice. And two, now I'm going to spend some leisurely time with my mum and a lovely old time. And again, every time I go see her, she's like, all right, Matthew, this is the train. Get this <laughs> last. Mum, I know, I know how to use this now. It's all right. It's been a, all right. I'll go on the train with you just to make sure, because you're still like you're still you're still me Ben. So she lives outside. She's there, you're still me Ben. <laughs> yeah. Is she outside of London? Yeah, Essex. Oh, but oh, Essex it's, right, it's still yeah. part of the underground yeah, um, yeah, thing yeah, though, yeah, so it's yeah. alright. I'm greater London as they call it. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. So I went, well, I'm not gonna go rev pro and just get sick of wrestling for one thing and also not bust me voice. So I decided to go to the Mar Marleybone, Marleybone, whatever it's called. Yeah, the Marleybone uh, thing. Yeah, the yeah. post event for Rev Pro. 
uh, on oh, the Saturday night. It was a progress poster. Oh, it was a proper It was a wrestling poster. It was where all the indie people went. And uh, <laughs> so I went to that. Thank you to Progress for giving us backstage access, by the way. Yeah, cheers. Sorry, I've just got arthritis. <laughs> Samoa Joe did that. It's a sign of endearment, isn't it? Yeah. Did it towards CM Punk. Do you want mustard on your hot dog? Yeah, mate. <laughs> so I went to Marleybone and, you know, paid seven quid for the privilege of going in and, uh, you know, sat down drinking in, in, in a bit of par. Yeah. In a par. Pub par. There we go. Or was it just fans? Or and I'm like, oh, it's a bit there. weird, this, or whatever. And uh, then they started putting on the wrestling themes ah. really quite loud. And so you had to sing along. And it was just like, oh, okay, I'm getting this. And then my way by Limbisca came on. That's it. You know, you have a few drinks and you just look at a completely random guy from Wales. Take his shirt off and start scrapping. Yeah. By the way, and everyone was jacked there for some reason. I'm like, I'm at the jacked pub. And uh, yeah, we just one. And just look at each other and do that. Got to beat your Rocky. And then the funniest thing was they had the Usk fight on. Um, Usyk. Oh, Usyk. <laughs> oh, I'd be calling him Usk. <laughs> oh, God, Matthew, get a grip. <laughs> Which is got, good because on the undercard. Road, but didn't, but did. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Right, That's yeah. it. Um, against Dubois. And uh, Bridge the Seam Ahmed was there. Oh. And I'm like, and I read, so tell me a few seconds ago, why is, who's that guy there that came with you on camera? And Art, the prince. And his son was fighting and he won a squash match, obviously four stars. <laughs> um, but then they're doing, he's doing the anthem and obviously they show it very respectfully doing and at the same time they played Nate Webb's theme which is of course Wheat as Teenage Dirt oh, Bike that's, that's, that's <laughs> about you just going her name is died. <laughs> so that was that was a very nice thing and of course I then lost my voice completely by singing really loud songs and because everyone was really up for it at that point they started doing stuff like playing the Young Bucks music and then people like myself going boo <laughs> see you punk and it was a <laughs> tremendous meeting up with uh, lovely people so did you go to progress event we went so that saturday was quite busy it was kind of running around doing all the press stuff we could try to do basically so we went to progress slash defy like defy had like the matinee right. and then we managed to get there just as it was the main event which was a big main event it was kenta versus haskin which was pretty Ooh. big yeah yeah and then um and the crowd were very there was one bloke in the crowd in particular who was like it was as if he didn't know it was real. Like he was like, "You're never gonna beat him, Kenda, you little c-word." I was like, "Oh my god!" He just shouted. <laughs> oh, I miss those types of fans. I, know, I was oh. like, "Whoa!" And then uh, I'd never been in the electric ballroom before. And it was a very yeah. unique atmosphere. <laughs> I felt like I felt like I was about a place. I don't know, but it's, everyone was there for a good time, apart from that one man. Speaking about um, those type of fans, guess who I saw in the flesh on Wembley Way on Sunday. A famous that, fan. The, the fan who always wears the Everton shirt. I saw him. Who I saw him. the Everton fan. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's the guy Kip Sabian kissed. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a C Everton fan. Because <laughs> they're going, who's he? I was a bit like, whoa, better not get too yeah. close. Oh, he was quite tall as well. <laughs> he he was like, oh my God. Him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, what was it? Oh, that's distracting me. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Thank you for popping that memory on head. Yeah. Everton fan. So then we got backstage. Um, a shout out to Progress for letting us do that and everything, but it was like, it was, I felt bad for the crew and stuff because it was in the middle of the turnaround. There was an hour between the shows. Ooh, and I was like, oh, that's tight, though. So there's a lot of people rushing around backstage. We're rushing around. The wrestlers are rushing around. Jack Atkins opened a door and it hit Kent. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he just didn't know he was on the other side. He just hit Kent with the door <laughs> and then went, sorry, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> what a Kent do. No, I don't think it hit him that hard, but it was just like, he's just had this match where he's been battered by Mark Haskins. He's all like in his gear and everything, just like tired. And I can just, <laughs> I hope he wasn't, I don't think he was hurt. Um, Atkins is a bigger boy than Kenda. <laughs> he just oh, shift. Yeah. But Atkins is a huge Kenda fan as well. So that was oh. really funny. Then we get set up outside in the, there's like this back alley behind the electric ballroom where like the people are shooting promos and there's like wrestlers warming up, calling their matches to each other. Uh, saw Gene Money, 
Oh, oh yes, on so, so Calval, my old flame. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, from that angle, that takes us back. Flame. I offered her roses and got oh, the right. um, and then uh, <laughs> gave her roses. And you got the thorns. Yes, um, and then in storyline. Oh my god! And then um, <laughs> that's real. Uh, so saw lots of people there and stuff. Um, we were meant to be doing interviews, but there was a thunderstorm like right at the moment where like we were yeah. also all grabbing the gear and going. Atkins had just interviewed um, the Progress owner dude because they're both from Birkenhead so they they knew what to talk about. I was Jack Atkins was like I'll take this one. Mm-hmm. I was like yeah fair. Then we were about to start interviewing wrestlers and then it just poured down. Yep. Inside managed to get Davy Boy Smith Jr. to do an interview. Oh. And there's a picture that went up of me interviewing him and I look like a small, small man. Because <laughs> he's a big, big he's dog. He's um, Very nice of him to do the interview. I didn't want to be like so you died 30 years ago, like, but he brought it up himself, so I felt like, fair enough, I didn't oh, shoehorn yeah. it in, yeah. Um, then we had to run, because then we were going to RevPro to uh, hopefully interview Osprey. But it was tricky because Luke, who we worked with, had organized that just directly through Osprey. So we had to get through all the middle people and the, like mm. all the security at the venue and stuff. So it was a stressful time. They wouldn't let me in with the tripod. Um, so... Just, that's what we nicknamed Jack Hacker. No. Uh, so we, uh, <laughs> I think the exact same thing as what I was saying. But. So it's just so like, Pierce, Luke, and Atkins all got in fine with like little bags with like one camera in or whatever. Yeah. And I've got this, looks like I'm carrying a rifle in basically. And they're like, nah, mate. And then had to Should leave. Should have pretended to shoot security. No, no. <laughs> had to leave that by the entrance. It was a wonderful show. Like, especially, you might have heard people talk about the Luke Jacobs issue match, mm. which was really good. Um, a bunch of American tweeters, when they stopped talking about the. The, the production of Rev Pro. They were saying nothing but positive things about Ishii Jacobs. Ishii Jacobs was a great match. Um, Ricky Jacobs Knight... was still like 10, right? I think he looks young, yeah. Northwest strong. Yeah. Yeah. So Ishii's just battering kids now. Yeah, oh, he gave it back, though. It was really oh, good. good. Um, Ricky Knight Jr. had a good match against Zack Sabre Jr., the mm-hmm. junior off. Um, <laughs> Osprey's main event, Shingo was good. And then Zack Sabre Jr. came out. We're all waiting for Jericho. Zack Sabre Jr. comes out and challenges him to the next Royal Quest New Japan show. And we're like, oh, I suppose that's it then. I guess Jericho's uh, not going to be here. Osprey then cuts a really, it felt like a real promo about like how he's matured now and he's a stepdad and he's settled down and he's all like, he's he's so excited for this opportunity at Wembley. And it was really nice. It wasn't like a, like, you know, when Osprey is a bit heelish and he cuts this manic promo. Where it was like a nice one in front of like basically his hometown crowd. And it was like, oh yeah, it's not going to happen. And then just this masked figure just comes bobbing through the crowd. <laughs> and you could tell it was Jericho. Before, long before he'd even got anywhere near Osprey. Um, it was a great ending to the show. Mm. Jericho left through the crowd, which I found a risk, but fair play to him. <laughs> he just got mobbed like as, he, as he's yeah. leaving. Obviously, just the crowd all follow him. I was like, oh, my God. Um, and then I was like, damn it. Osprey's never going to remember to do this interview because he's just had all this. He's just had to remember all this stuff. Match with Shingo. The thing with Jericho, we're probably the last thing on his mind. I said, right. Let's go around the back of the venue. We're in the car park around the back. Just like security are like, what are you lads doing here then? Like knowing that we're trying to get in. And we didn't want to try and get in. We're like, we'll just, we'll just wait until he comes to get us. And they're like, okay. Mm, and they're just not happy that we're hanging around in the car park, obviously. And then um, I'm like, oh, I don't know if he's going to. And then Luke's phone starts ringing and it's Osprey. And I was like, how did he remember that? Aww. So got in, did the interview. It looks cool because like the ring's being taken down behind us. But wait, wait, did you like big lead the security? Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but it's a cool shot because the, the ring's being taken down behind us and everything. Yeah. It's up on the channel now if you want to watch it. And uh, yeah, just that it was a hectic day, but it was a good one. I was like watching that and seeing the respect Osprey has for you. 
Oh God! <laughs> like, lovers, what you're about? It's like Billy Connolly going on Michael Parkinson for the seventh time. It's just like <laughs> that, that level of respect. Oh, it's you again. I remember when Billy Connolly super kicked Michael Parkinson. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Who can forget that? Um, but yeah, it was just weird. Like it was just a, it was weird. To, you know, like it was a weird. I've only had it once before when I interviewed. Um, the Hardys really briefly after the Ring of Honor yeah. show, but it was the day before <clears throat> their return at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that at the time. But it was like interviewing someone like like hours before this like huge match. It just felt really strange. So it was, it was a good interview. Um, thanks to Osprey for getting us in and everything because that was it would have been the last thing on my mind. Remember? Oh yeah, I've got to do that interview with that YouTube channel. Um, and the YouTube channel. That YouTube channel. <laughs> and then um, and then Sunday where I think we all just got. It was just a mad fan avenue of just wrestling fans. The whole mm. it was just crazy the whole day. It was good though. I saw Ross at one point in the box park. Oh, it was a great time. Oh, thanks, thanks for the guest list. Whoever saw the it was Luke again. <laughs> guest Luke. list. Yes, it was. Oh. Yeah, he's the big boy Luke, here. Luke was the glue. He was holding everything together. But yeah. I just to repeat just now, all the nice people coming up and just saying nice things. Uh, just very much appreciated and yeah, just had a lovely time drinking lots of beer. Lovely star of Prama, which felt authentic because it was big golden like. Uh, casks above the bar. It was oh, it was sensational. Mm. And that was basically my Sunday. Arrived at London like nine a.m., half nine. Just started drinking and then didn't stop drinking until about <laughs> midnight. It was fantastic. A great Sunday. Apart from that one Liverpool fan, right? Block oh. one. Oh, there was a couple of them actually. No, no. Block one, two, one. Obviously, Newcastle got beat by Liverpool on Sunday oh, while the event was going on. Uh -huh. And I would have to go up to the top, up to the stairs, to go to the bar, to go to the toilet, and every single time, Darwin Nunez Ross. Up the Reds, Ross. I was like, oh. Oh. There was one point where I was like, I'm, 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 it's starting to get to me a little bit. You know? oh. so I went, ooh, F off. Oh. Which I might have to cut that out, Joel. Nah, you, should, you, just said, you said foo. I went, ooh, up the foo fighters. That's okay. it, yeah, very famous. Yeah. Going, Dave, Dave Grohl was there heckling you. I kept going, I can stop it, but he wouldn't listen. <laughs> <He> just kept... <laughs> but I was all, all playful for me. It was a wonderful day, wonderful yeah. event. There was, there was behind me, right? Because, oh, Atkins and Luke got in the... So they were in the press area, got into the press conference, and it's a landmark moment for us. Atkins got asked not one but two questions at a press conference at a wrestling event. I didn't even see the press conference did at all. He? What did he say? He got two questions. He got to ask Orange Cassidy something, and then there was another one as well, but... Was Tony Khan sat at the table? I think so. Did he pull a face when he was like, <laughs> Jack Atkins cult all in wrestling? <laughs> um, but no, bomb episode. But yeah, so Atkins and Aiden always, when they're covering these events, always like say, like, why do people always congratulate the wrestlers on winning? It's not real. <laughs> and then Atkins did it, and apparently oh, immediately, immediately got a text from Aiden saying, you gimp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was oh. class that, like, uh, that he got asked a question, and they were in, in the media bit. Me and Pierce weren't. We were sat separately. And behind us, there was three separate groups from different parts of the world who all got to know each other and got drunker and drunker as the show went oh. on. <laughs> there was a group of people from Manchester... <laughs> there was a couple of lads from Australia yeah. and a couple of lads from Glasgow. So there That's was, a good mix. Yeah, yeah, but half of them knew Coldaholic. So there was ah. heckling, which increased as the show went on. <laughs> and the Scottish, Bancunian, and Australian accents make everything funnier. There was one point where someone pulled out a table, and this I just heard this guy go, Classic Adam Pacini. That's WCPW. <laughs> <laughs> And I was trying my best not to laugh. And I just, I think they could see my shoulders going and they all were like, <laughs> so that's nice. thanks to everyone behind us who made it genuinely like, it was actually really funny yeah. to, as it went on. Maybe I got a little bit drunk as well. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you got it when you're yeah. there. It was five hour show. Yeah. YOLO. Yes. Oh, one of my mates, 
as soon as I got back, the first thing he said was, mate, how much was it? I went, what, the tickets? He goes, no, like alcohol in London. And I uh, went, it uh, yeah. wasn't that much. I don't know, this was quite shocking to me. It wasn't that much more expensive than it is up here. Pints weren't. Yeah. It was like seven quid, wasn't it, for a pint down Box Park <gasps> and that? And Wembley oh, Wembley. I didn't drink. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't drink down, down there. Oof. Just got stuff before that. Oof. But I you should... could, yeah, didn't get anything. The only thing I got from Wembley Stadium was the. Spicy chicken bits. Uh, <laughs> and they were very reasonably priced and very tasty. I got the price. some nachos, but the nacho to mince ratio was... I ended up with. Oh. No, I ended up running out of crisps and there was still meat left in the box. And I was like, damn it. Oh, no. That's the worst thing yeah. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, I should also point out, it's like when the naughty kid gets all the attention at school. I sh I've shouted out all the people behind us who were being loud and unruly. But there was a lovely lad there with... I, I, I think it was his, with his partner, but they were next to me and Pierce. And he was just... Very pleasant lad all the way through. Said hello and just had some good-natured talking about the wrestling. He didn't he didn't start any heckling, and I should shout him out as well. Because, yes, all those yeah. nice fans. All the oh, nice fans, yeah. Congratulations to uh, the, the pair outside the Ibis Hotel, Wembley, who got engaged. I'm Aww. trying to remember the names, but I bloody can't. Oh, I, I was I pissed as I a fart. As well. You did, yeah. yeah. They went from you to me. Oh, right. They got engaged. It was a big, big congratulations. Oh, I, I didn't hear about this. I don't know who well, they are. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> Wherever you are. I saw you twice. Didn't, sorry, I thought I only saw you in the box, but I saw you I outside the, the show as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going all in on the relationship. They are, oh, yeah. Isn't that nice? Hopefully it won't be all out by, uh -huh. well, whenever. Stay, <laughs> <laughs> Stay together. <laughs> hey, man. I'd say it's nice to hear that AEW have a proper press conference, though. Letting everyone have a go. Yeah, Not like those WWE. Pricks, oh, eh? the pendulum swung oh, back. Oh, back there we go. I'll start with AEW. That's right. <laughs> this podcast now officially supports AEW again. Right. Yeah. Until the next big WWE event we get invited <laughs> I'm to. I'm watching that, though, to see if Khan pulls a face, because we all believe he hates us, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he goes, Jack Hankins, cult honor wrestling. I don't know. Let them in. But maybe. <laughs> it seemed, apparently he said something, I think his question was something like, Basically trying to get to the bottom of why Orange Cassidy was so angry in his match. He's like, you're normally cool, calm, and collected. And afterwards, he was like, why did I say cool, calm, and collected? <laughs> but he is normally cool, calm, Did he put his he Clive is. F voice on when saying it? People, normally people cool, calm, and collected. People coming up to Jack Appin saying, it's Clive F. He was buzzing. It's the hold and give character that he has. Mm. Suave, sophisticated Clive F. Some people also, uh, Jackie Orlando as yep. well. You got that as well. Jack Appin's a man of many names. Mm. Yeah, he got Clive Some F. of them good. Um, there were a few hold and give. I, I think... Um, is he always on the podcast every week with you? Every week, yeah. Oh, that'll be, uh, I see. Oh. Yes, he was getting recognised left, right, and centre. Aye. The F As did we. F U C K, you know. That's oh, how suave he is. That's why Clive, that's what Clive. Thanks for that, Ross. Uh, <laughs> you had, uh, me, and you, me and you passed each other outside the box <laughs> park. Yeah, good, I, good place to meet we people. We were all kind of like, just like, yeah, it was class. Though. Yeah, really fighting, good. Fighting through the crowds, it was I'm magnificent. Glad, I'm glad it's not every day of my life that <sighs> that many people, but for one day it was Really lovely. Oh, it was yeah. really nice. Dude, I, yeah, I still get a kick out of people going, yeah. are, you, are you him? Uh, <laughs> so, some of the people with the tat, oh, people had some tat signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's like, can I take a photo? It goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, yeah. And then, as I like, introduced him, my mate went, you know, that's the guy who like does the videos. He's like, what? Oh, that look, <laughs> look, oh, like mild horror. They're not like, oh my God, which is so nice. Um, but then I did that with uh, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. What? when they were walking past, but they both had shades on, so I knew that they didn't want to be oh, recognized. Yeah, <laughs> so I went, hey, and I was like, I know you want to be incognito, but just say, keep up the good work. And they were just like, mm. That's the thing. And I thought was, God, Mike Bennett with uh, shades on looks a lot like Trent. Oh, really? Well, I met Trent on Sunday morning. Him oh. and Sue in the Amazon shop opposite Sue. their hotel. <gasps> we walked past Sue's that. We coffee, yeah. Yeah, we walked past that. We were like, oh. It's unbelievable. You, you talked about it beforehand. Yeah. So me and my mate, my, my Wait, Martin. What, what do you mean? Well, just, just the fact that you, you, well, I scanned my card this time walking in. And you just walk around the shop, pick something up, and then just walk out. Oh, I thought you meant me and Trent and Sue was unbelievable. Oh, forget about them. 
the, the technology shop. in the Amazon yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah, Trent, catch your question. Can you get me away so I can get the Amazon <laughs> shop? So there's no checkout? No, you just walk wow. straight out. It's yeah. amazing. And there was one dude staffing it, and we were both... Me, uh, Scottish Martin... Two Germans in a pole walking around and like, well, Matthew, hang on, no. where's this joke? <laughs> we walked to a bar, but they were like looking at me, going, "All right, Matthew, where do we go?" And I went, "Asking me for I'm just well, you're the Englishman." I went, oh yeah, okay. Um, so we walked past that, and we were just like, "Wow, that's cool." And it's like, and kind of terrifying at the same time. One person to manage the entire shop. Yeah, okay. Uh, but nice. we looked around for some place to eat. It was all like, you know, it was really out of our pay grade. It was just like the magnificent cafe restaurant with the name of the person who's uh, yeah. the person who either owns it or chefs it. We we're like, we're not going there. Went around the corner past Wembley. And as soon as you go around like that, that, that other corner around there, it goes on a normal street in England. So yeah. it was a place that advertised the be best uh, oral mechs in London area. Went, woohoo, that'll do us. All right, then. The it's a good pun, that. Oh, Oral Mex. And you knew it was going to be a good meal because the guy couldn't even be asked to put the menus on the tables. Yeah. You had to go up to the <laughs> counter and get the menus. So so that was nice just meeting all the oh, yeah. the people, all the Fun. lovely intercontinental, Eurocontinental, Champions. international. There you go, as Tony Khan yeah. says it. We remembered how it works. Um, places. Yeah. yeah. They're just all meeting. Yeah, there's people time. come from all over the place. There was Australians and Italians and Germany. Yeah, everywhere. It was great. Oh, what a lovely meetup. The one negative, I'll get this oh, out of no. the way, was the fact that it ended on 10 p.m. on a Sunday. Mm. If you don't know the area, London, or London in general, <clears> it's <throat> all mostly connected via the, the London Underground, which CM Punk knows a lot about. Uh. And morning soon, don't worry, this is, this is the big talk. We'll get on the news in a second. And the way it works is, after that, after 80,000 people leave the city, at 10 p.m. on a Sunday, they all have to go down the one strip Wembley, Wembley Way, yeah. Wembley Way cheesy, cheesy. Having, to be, <laughs> having to be stopped by security to stop, you know, from, from crowding, cr getting crushed. And yeah. so you had to wait in blocks and go there. And by the time I got there, we got in time to get on the last train to get to another station where we saw the last train come, completely packed to capacity, way over capacity, and then it drove off. It means everybody else looked at each other and went, guess we're walking. Yeah, uh, I'll get the night train as I did, so I got to see a lovely London nightlife. <laughs> and how many people are just openly doing balloons? It's not yeah. like Harry Potter, is it? <laughs> it's not. Yeah, JK Rowling didn't talk about the drug abuse in Harry Potter for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, and so that wasn't too cool. So I remember tweeting about that, and I got a bunch of London people like, "How dare you disparage this good nation's train station?" Oh, I London never gets anything, is, does it? Oh no, no, no. you're in the north. The, yeah. the hard-working North. That's right. That's North. what... It, it, to, right, yeah. yeah, that's what I was trying to say, Northern. Just oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that. I mean, if they're going to do it again, please start a bit <coughs> earlier, finish earlier. It already started so, quite early as well. Yeah. yeah. It started an hour earlier than the tickets said. Yeah, I mean, it did. Yeah, oh, yeah, I missed, yeah. yeah. I, missed I missed the first hour. Yeah. People talking about Simon Miller. Yeah. I know who and Leon Slater. It's like, they won what? <laughs> they oh, they the won master, a prize. The master of the half-crab. Michael yep. That's him. And North Wrestling Champion. And Simon Miller. I didn't see Simon Miller. I was Simon. He was a security guard, yeah. I know, but I didn't. I thought I'd bump into him over the weekend. I bumped into uh, former WCPW play-by-play -play commentator Dave Bradshaw, and he was, it was lovely to see him. I hope you weren't sat behind him. No, no, no. <laughs> but I did stand next to him briefly, and yeah, he's a tall man. Tall man. And a lovely yeah, man as like well. eight foot tall. He couldn't even see your man when he stood up. <laughs> that far down there. He's also a great commentator. <laughs> Oh, oh yes, he's also good at his oh job. Oh my god, the Pacini messaged me the other day saying, "On our Discord at the minute, there's a big debate going on about your height." I was like, "All right then." <laughs> oh, is that a big debate? Very good. <laughs> oh, uh, um, so the picture went up with me oh, and Davy Boy Junior, where yeah, yeah. I'm really small. But then the interview went up with me and Osprey, where we're quite similar. 
So people were like, what height is Jack? And then someone had chimed in saying, on the Defiant website, he's listed as five foot eight. I was like, you! <laughs> so I had to set the record straight and I'm two whole inches bigger than that. I'm five ten. Come on. So yeah. But only around Osprey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Ooh. helped that he just had a match, so he, he, he wasn't standing up that straight either. So I looked I looked taller than I actually am. It was good. Nice. Right, yeah. anyway, God. Ah, what a weekend it was. Yeah. What a weekend. We'll probably talk about some more because it's relevant yeah, to the rest yeah, of this course, podcast, yeah. obviously, but you appreciate those. And again, big thank you to everyone who was just cool as hell. Yeah. Like, which was all of you. Yeah. No negative interactions. No, not at all. Apart from Liverpool and getting the bin. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bastards. And just to change gears slightly, obviously, yeah. Oh, and I met Shotty Horror, Battle Rapper, and. Uh, oh, uh, Soy Pro. Soy Pro. Soy Pro. Soy Pro. Sovereign Pro Wrestler. <laughs> Because soft pro soy boy, right there. I'd already interviewed him. It was when you meet one of those people that you only talk to on Zoom. Basically, I'd I'd done Desert Island Graps with him, and then met him round. You know that back bit of the box park on the top level. There was like a screen showing the football, and I was like, "Oh, shy, how are you doing?" And he was like, "Ah," and then. He wasn't. He didn't care about wrestling at that specific moment because he went, "Ireland's just scored an unbelievable header," and I was like, "Oh." (laughs) And again, to change gears, we have to talk about some part of the podcast, obviously. This podcast gets recorded on a Thursday, uploaded on a Friday. Something that happened last Thursday was the sad and incredibly unexpected passing of Bray Wyatt, mm, mm. which came very unexpected out of nowhere. They've been very tight-lipped about what exactly the thing was that had been kept out of wrestling for months. And the the thing with LA Knight at the Rumble had a few house show matches, then was announced as being injured, and we were like, what? All right, and then just said nothing. And the reason was it was obviously suffering from COVID complications. And he's passed away at the age of 36, which, again, I saw the tweet. It was um, Luke, friend of the channel, and saw a thing there. He sent me a message going, uh-oh. And something like, oh, God, what's this? Never want to see again that message where someone started with, uh-oh. And I read the tweet and went, I read it. And I went, nah. Yeah, you don't believe no, it. Wait, 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 really, like, yeah, yeah. I've read it. Let me read it again. Yeah. And go, no, that can't be right. Yeah. So, uh, devastated. Yeah. Good answers to... I almost said the Wyatt family. Um, Bray Wyatt's uh, relatives and family. Yeah, thank you, thank you Paul. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and who do we have said that the merch sales from the Bray Wyatt merch you put out uh, 100% going to the Wyatt. Uh, stop saying the Wyatt family. But we know the Rotunda yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. But no, that's a good It's a good thing they've done that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, completely yeah, shocked yeah. and devastated. I'm sure a lot of people were reading it, just this state of disbelief and unreality. And obviously we'll get onto SmackDown stuff later on. But yeah, God. Yeah, it's um, it, it's quite. It feels like quite soon after the the Brody, the sad passing of Brody Brody Lee as well, and it's just yeah. like another case where. Um, it's another one where there's been a tremendous outpouring of people who've all gone, uh, shared these stories about what an amazing guy he was and stuff. Yeah. But similar to Brody, I think you can tell that he really was loved by everyone because every single story is different and people are saying like, you might not have heard this story but and, and it's all like very personal seems like he had time for everyone yeah, yeah. again like a lot like Luke Harper exactly yeah, uh, yeah it was a favorite one that got shared was some some woman was at this shop going oh my, my son wants him to get him some wrestling gear so she just goes up to this lad and goes yeah excuse me my, my, do you know anything about wrestling he goes oh, I know a bit he goes uh, I'm supposed to get a wrestling figure for my, my kid but I don't know anything do you know who's good and he goes well, let's get this action figure and goes, uh, well, this one's me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'd recommend that one. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Let's look at the action figure goes, oh, it's actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. Any of 
things. No, just uh, on the stories that people are sharing, there's a nice 35 minute video of just like the superstar sat down there just talking about yeah. him. And that was the big overriding thing, how welcoming he was like when people would first arrive on the main roster. Like, Otis has got me. Oof. Mm. Otis, I don't know if you've seen it, but Otis is like a so. nice little five minute story about like sort of getting to the main roster and how Bray would sort of greet him and stuff like that. And just how he would help out everybody, it would seem on the roster, like Becky Lynch talked about picking up a table. Like it's how much oh, of a struggle okay. that is, and like even though he had something else to do on the night or something, the TLC back in what I mean, twenty sixteen, I think something like that. Uh, yeah, Bray yeah. took the time out of his night to sort of like you know show her how to do it, whatnot, without you know breaking mm-hmm. a finger or whatever. But yeah, it's just it, it, I don't know what else what else we say that hasn't already been said. You yeah. know, Kevin Owens one was quite quite some number quite a lot as well because Owens talked about because at the time Owens was new to WWE but was probably a bit more established than Bray in terms of his, his actual career outside. You know, yeah. um, but he. He said that they hadn't really ever met, but um, they were now both in WWE. And there was like, he just had that match with uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, the singles match. Was it at the Rumble? I think it was at the Rumble. Yeah, before, uh, 2014. 2014, maybe. Yeah. Around, well, uh, yeah, that, that singles yeah. match anyway. Um, and he said he, he messaged him saying like, but it was the first time he'd ever messaged him saying like, oh, um, really good match. Sorry to bother you. And he says that whenever he's messaging someone new for the first time, he goes like, sorry to bother you. But he said, really good match. Loved your match. And apparently he replied like, Oh, leave that. Like, I feel like we already know each other. And then when they met, mm. it just, he seemed like such a sound blow. Yeah. It's What's nice like, is everyone uh, seems to be talking about how much he loved wrestling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got the wrestler who, oh, who was it? I think maybe Simon Gotch, who said that he'd heard that, um, oh, yeah, he was on the roster with him, right? Obviously, for NXT and stuff like that. He talked about when he was a kid, Bray White being a kid and hanging around WCW with his dad. That uh, Chono, Master Chono, was like, would give him like merch and stuff. And I think, oh, I'm trying to think what it was, like bits of clothing or whatever. Because he's like, oh, you like Master Chono? He's like, yeah, yeah, I love you, love your work. Oh, okay. And, like, give him stuff. So when Simon Gotch went over to Nowhere, got the chance to say to Master, by the way, like, um, Wyndham's dad, uh, sorry, Wyndham's son still talks about you. Mm. And he's like, oh, very <laughs> <laughs> happy to hear about that. Yeah. So that's another thing. He, yeah. he, you, when you were saying that, it took me a while to click because he, he established himself so much outside of his own family's legacy, despite being from a famous wrestling family. That he, yeah. Yeah, it just goes to show what, like, right. what a force he was. And obviously, we were, it was very weird for us thinking, like, oh, no, it's part of this podcast where everyone's just devastated and we're like, ha, 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 silly, 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 as we try to do. Um, but there was one person there who said, oh, yeah, listen to the podcast. And I went, yeah, I'm, obviously, I'm sorry it came out like the day before. And he went, no, 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 everything else has been so... Obviously, thinking about him and you know, remembrance of being, yeah, 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 just being saddened down beat because of obvious reasons. That it was actually nice to hear something that was a bit, not say positive, but just you know, uplifting to get through these At negative first, times. When both which I thought of like that. When the when we learned that the, like the, when the second news broke, we learned the pair of them had passed away. It was like, oh, this is this is just before this big weekend. This meant to be a big celebration of wrestling. But looking right. back now, it actually provided loads of opportunities for people to pay tribute and do little things. So it actually worked out all right in terms of. Uh, obviously, it's still a horrible thing, but but at least it gave people the opportunity to to yeah. do that. At least it happened when it when there was a good time to do that. Exactly. Yeah. When, during zero hour, when it was just like nothing's dead air, there was a guy dressed up as fiend and his mate as Bray Wyatt's going around. You got a stand ovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, oh, we could see. <laughs> like, we're going, yeah, just the fact he was dressed up as him yeah, and people yeah. like, yeah, it's been happy. Yeah. Lots of you know singings have got the whole world in his arms. Yeah, the entrances nice. were for the House of Black and stuff. Where yeah, dark. Everyone got the, yeah, the lights yeah, out. Great. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so again, just to get that out of the way, so you're not wanting to lower it, but yeah, I mean, that's not, people, a few people have been like, oh, so you must feel bad about saying how bad that match, no, that match sucked. 
he did a lot of good stuff at WWE. Oh, yeah, Please don't let the little things that yeah, he did that didn't good. quite work distract from the fact that the Wyatt family, oh, yeah. when they were good against the Shield, uh, the run in 2016, the feud of Randy Orton, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. The, the initial yeah. few months is the like the Funhouse character into the debut yeah, of the yeah, theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like anything he did in, in those periods of time way outweighs anything that sort of happened in the oh, last yeah, year. Thank you, So, yeah. yeah. It's an unbelievable performer. Like, obviously, it felt like he was hamstrung by the sort of creative stuff in his first right. run, and then he sort of got the free reign. And it just, it's, yeah, it just, it's clear that he's like, that mind mm. isn't very common in wrestling. Like, mm. the yeah. mind that he had for the business. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But we, we put a list out there as well. I think all the proceeds are going to the American Heart Foundation oh. as well. Mm -hmm. So, give that a watch. We adverts turned on, and it'll go to somewhere. Decent. Mm -hmm. Yes. <sighs> now, Garth, away we can talk about the other thing that happened this week, which is a bit more lighthearted. I stand with CM Punk. Yes. <laughs> Ross, has, Ross has done a one. Cool. He's done a sick one, Eddie. Uh, because of the the amount of news and came out uh, stuff about it, uh, it feels like the scene in JFK where the guys explain what happened with the stick. Um, Brian Alvarez breaks down the Punk AEW stuff because it's copied from a Reddit recap of his show. Brian Alvarez woke up today to find out he had... Oh, that's not... I'm not talking about that. What? Brian said he talked to no fewer than a dozen people about this stuff, prefacing things by some of this stuff he said he's been given two versions of, in which case he'll try to give both versions. Brian talked about how the original Punk Bars Perry from using Broken Glass Story came out weeks after it happened. It was already well-known by folks internally by then. Brian agrees with Punk that people should not, in fact, go through broken glass. He remembers when Goldberg hurt himself with glass, blah, blah, blah. That's fair enough. Yeah. Jungle Boy had a planned vacation. His side story was that he was approved by AE Dub on Dynamite to go rent a car and shoot the glass breaking injury angle on collision. He got to collision. Punk said, nah. Brian says he didn't hear this from Jungle Boy, but his side is he got the glass spot clear by AW. Punk told him on the day of the show, no. His side thinks Punk did that because he's friends with the Young Bucks. And obviously, Punk's people <coughs> are saying no, so protect people from using broken glass. Uh, What's it got to do with the Young Bucks, sorry? Well, well like, Punk's like, oh, he only said so that because he doesn't think Jungle Boy's friend of the book, so no, you can't have so, fun. <laughs> well, I was thinking this because it does make sense. It is unsafe to go through glass and all that. But if Samoa Joe had wanted to do that, would Punk have gone, no? That's a good thing. That is a good point. Why well done for being so well I stand on CM Punk. <laughs> On the Punk travel story, Brian confirms that no one was there to pick CM Punk up from the UK airport. He had to take a train and get fans to direct him to Wembley. There are a few photos going about him. Going around of him next to the bloke doing that. He doesn't look as angry as I thought he would. He yeah. looks like he's having an all right time. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because he thinks this is going to make me look good and them look like the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he. Um, it is that, that. Oh, sorry. Here, Brian has uh, two. Uh, Brian has heard two stories. In one side, Punk couldn't get a hold of anyone from AEW once he was stranded at the airport. The other side says he did get in touch with people and was given options, and he took the train. They said, you can't get a taxi outside there. Cost you an arm or leg, but last time I checked, Punk had some money on him. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. But apparently the, the coordinator of the travel for AEW has been liking like yeah. anti-Punk tweets or something on Twitter. Right. Oh. They now removed <laughs> that job title from their Twitter bio. Oh. <laughs> and it's unlike the tweet. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Another element to this never-ending story I, is that the guy who does the travel doesn't like Paul. So he may have actually stranded him. I, I agree that, like, I agree that a lot of the time Punk comes across, and it's hard, hard for me to say because I'm a huge fan, but he comes across, like, he's it's just mad what he's been doing in AW and yeah. the, the stuff that he's doing, Tony should have put a lid on it long ago. But, but if there's anyone you're going to get in a petty war with like this, 
it must be horrible to be in that with some people as trolly as the young, like trolly as the young bucks because yep. they're the kings of that sort of stuff. Then the Being the Elite episode had them in a lovely little London cab having a good old time, look at broken glass and uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, Brian was told Perry walked back after the all-in match after yelling. Oh, by, by the way, something that we did not hear if, if we were live in the stadium because obviously yeah. not hooked up to there was when he went up to the camera with his broken glass car and yelled, hey, that's real glass. This is real glass. Cry me a river. Yeah, it is Hollywood. So Brian Mustard Perry walked oh, back up to the Olympics. <laughs> As he walked by Punk, Punk said, do you have a problem with me? And Perry replied that, well, you heard what I said. Oh. Brian says there was a lot of witnesses to the Punk Perry fighter gorilla, including Tony Khan. <laughs> Punk apparently said, you know, I could beat your ass. Then Punk shoved him and put him in the choke and was broken up immediately. Brian says the fight was close enough to Tony Khan in a gorilla that, again, allegedly, <laughs> this is so great about wrestling, monitors fell on Tony. <laughs> and he was trapped for the rest of the uh, evening. Help me. <laughs> Lots of witnesses. Joe broke the fight up. Punk was immediately angry, threatened to quit, did not want to wrestle. Brian was told things were delayed 10 minutes because of this. FDR and the books were asked if they could open the show, and they said they weren't ready. Good so on they them. Asked the to Golden... be fair, good for them. They're like, well, we haven't found a match yet. Yeah. So they asked the Golden Elite Six Man if they could, and they said, well, I guess so. <laughs> Joe was very angry because he wanted to wrestle at Wembley. So they got things together and got the Punk Joe match first, as we saw. Brian talked about how Miro tweeted that the story of Perry initiating physical contact with Punk was BS, and now today tweeted, nice UK cab, <laughs> which Brian says is an obvious shot of Punk. Brian says there was apparently a second day incident when Punk came back through the curtain where Miro confronted Punk and asked him about what happened with Perry. And Punk asked him if he had a problem with him now. He wanted to step outside. It just says Jesus but, Christ here. But as people have said, that was probably less them joking about some it. Some people have said that it was them joking and some people have said, no, it wasn't. And I'd say it's clear from this story more than ever that there's two sides in AW and whenever some sort of news breaks, it's a, there's a race to yeah. get their side of the story out first. Oh, wait. Every single time something like this breaks and all you see is wrestlers go, oh, the dirt sheets, don't know what you're talking about. And then we ask wrestlers for out what happened then oh, and yeah. you get nothing from them. Yeah. So then we get people, CM Punk running to How's Wrestling to give them all the news. Oh, allegedly. We don't know if that was oh, no, true. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> and Jericho wasn't, allegedly running to Melter. Wasn't one of Nick Houseman's stories, basically, Punk only put Jungle Boy in a chokehold because otherwise he could have really hurt Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a train. But it could have been anybody writing this, you're right. Miro, by the way, has just been an agent of chaos in this oh. whole story. He's clearly been loving it. Like, yeah. He doesn't care. Good. He, he, um, Luke and Pierce got a picture with him. He was just sauntering down the street and just having the time of his life. People going up taking pictures. He'd take a picture, carry on, take another picture. I was like, what a cool yep. dude he is. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, just... That was no, 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 thank you. You're right. Miro, cool. Miro in the wild looking cool as hell. Brian so, wants so people... Had a go at, so Miro's a cool guy. Punk's had a go at Miro. I'm now against CM Punk still. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, side yeah. currently. That's where but it might have been Yeah, I'm on the pro-Miro side <laughs> as well. But they, like. but they might have just been having a joke. So uh, If they had a joke, I'm back on Punk's okay. side. That's really terrifying to think that, like, one of them was joking, the other one wasn't. <laughs> he's now realised he's gone on Twitter. Oh, he wasn't kidding. So at this Punk's point, like, oh my God, I had to, be, I had to get the fight with Miro. So at this point, me and Piers are sat in the crowd during, like, the second or third match check in the work chat and Aiden's put in the chat this news report about yeah. the, the backstage confrontation this is only probably like half an hour after it's actually happened and I turned around and said it to the lads behind and one of them just went oh. <laughs> just like just more <laughs> disappointed than anything just like why that was the thing. Yeah. How could oh, wait, 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 sorry can I just say before we get into this there's more <laughs> Brian wants people to know that oh, Punk my. did not say I'm not suspended he said no one had contacted him about a suspension that's two different things which is hilarious apparently 
that's the another thing I thought was hilarious was like, oh, Punk's been suspended. And then Punk was like, no one's told me I'm suspended. He goes, well, you clearly heard something then, haven't you? Mm. Uh, Brian does say anything is possible, but it's good as saying that this isn't wrapped up for a while. Uh, Brian also referenced how the elite were kept in the dark a lot of stuff during their suspension. So uh, I think this is all actually petered out now. What were you going to say? Um, I was just gonna oh, say that, that was the one little bit. I'm very <laughs> sorry. You. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> Wade Keller on Torch said Brody King punched something in frustration. Uh, so Brody King allegedly was so mad at this, he punched a wall. And so Brody's tight with punk. Brody, I have a source who stayed in the same hotel as me who said that Punk and the House of Black were having tea together Whoa. on the Saturday. Yeah. So that's how tight Brody King is with CM Punk. Mm. And if I'm he's punched straight edge, yeah, oh, I, mm. and tattoo fans. Mm -hmm. And yeah, if he's punched the wall in frustration, things must have got bad. But mm. then Brody, it came out, yeah. Yeah, he did a Justin Langer. Yeah. He just kicked a bin over. He's the Australian cricket. He was the former Australian cricket. There was a documentary. Yeah, and he broke his hand in the match. Oh. Not like backstage punching the wall because of CM Punk. Oh, no, Langer, I meant just when he No, no, not Langer. Oh, right, oh, right, right. Oh, Brody. sorry. Oh, so I thought you were <laughs> Yeah, Brody. I was wow, like, really good cooking like, if he's doing now with broken hands. Like, Langer wasn't even playing in that <laughs> series. <laughs> um, yeah, Brody apparently, yeah, broke his hand in the match, kicked a bin because it, it was a bad situation. I love it. But the thing I was going to say was the, the, the point Jack said about it coming out like two matches later. Who are the moles, right? Who is leaking all of this stuff going on? Because you assume, me and Jack, big football fans, Joel as well, you always hear about training ground scuffles. And whenever one gets leaked to the press, the manager always goes, like, this happens every day. I assume it happens every day in WWE, but it never really gets out there. Right. Only the big ones do. It feels like every single one in AEW <laughs> and every single one that happens on the weekend of a big show we should be celebrating, but we're not. We're speaking about this bollocks again. Huh. It feels like it comes out every single time. So there's a mole in AEW, right? I'm on CM Punk's yeah. well, side. He's leaking this to the press and sabotaging the I company. His name is just Kerico. <laughs> no, I, feel like I feel like there's several moles now on both yeah. sides, and, they, and they, whenever something happens, they both want their side to look better than the other side. Absolutely. Still, yeah. It looks like Wind of the Willows in AEW right now, all the blue moles rolling around talking. It's, like, it's the biggest wrestling show outside North Korea ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Ever. And the only thing we're talking about is this petty bollocks, yeah. and I'm sick of it. Yeah, I feel bad for MJF <laughs> again. That's what he's because doing now. MJF. <laughs> Is oh god yeah oh that looks different in context now doesn't it? Mm. And when Joe was Joeing up that was so funny. We'll oh, talk about all so that. So we will. <laughs> uh, yeah, as Ross pointed out, AW announces eighty-one thousand and thirty-five fans for All In announces a paid wrestling record. A paid wrestling record. Oh, Jack so, Atkins interviewed him and Meltzer. Look out for that coming out on the channel soon as well. That sounds nice. Yes. And so their other highest attended one was twenty thousand for the Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe. And it's interesting on the paid attendance figure because they announced at WrestleMania 32 that they had 101,000, <laughs> to which everyone went, that's not true. <laughs> and they had to say, no, no, that was just for entertainment purposes. It was 80,709. So it narrowly passes that out. And obviously, Uncle Holly, the put down, obviously, the one that is the most is the Collision in Korea two-day event. But when they're being forced to go there at yeah, yeah. point, it's a bit, you can't really count that <laughs> one, can you? But then it's like, wait, so WrestleMania 3 then? It's still never been, it's been... Melter's um the nerd about it, but there's never been any independent confirmation of actually how many yeah. fans. They said our record is only 78,000, but the release still stays this day. It was 93. Just saying. The online discourse about the attendances, and it, I, I just, it, I'm sick of it. Yeah, who cares? It's so annoying. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah, me too. It was a bit weird when Alvarez tweeted, like, if 
if you care about this, then you're sad. But it's like, you also- You're a you wrestling journalist. Friday night, or whatever week of, day of the week it is. Smackdown, this many views. Yeah. Rampage. Oh yeah, it was the demos. Oh yeah, the Nauta 49 demographic. Who cares about, oh, shut up, Alvarez. <laughs> Lovely to see him though. Yeah, yeah, great guy. Very photogenic. Anyway, come back things like, <laughs> "Would you care about this, you nerd?" <laughs> to be fair though, I don't know if it was just me. I thought it would look fuller than it did. It yeah. looked, it looked. I do know a, what you mean. A massive right. humanity, but there was big spaces in the top yeah. tier. Yeah. Obviously, the bit behind the cameras and whatnot. I was because when you there were three think, empty seats on one side of me. God, mm. you think about when there's a football game on, obviously just the tiered, not the seating, yeah. like the on field seats weren't there, obviously in a, in a football game, and that's ninety thousand, like. Mm. Just those yeah, tiered yeah. seats, and there was big gaps in them. So I think, oh, it would have looked a bit fuller, but I do believe it was the. Apparently, sometimes yeah, they're cheeky and include like all the venue staff and stuff. Is that, that the case? Oh, Dewey did that. That's the. Uh, oh, well, that, that, that's that. when they were spending thirty-two. They had to oh, admit right. that they counted people. You know, who were walking near the venue, mm. walking the dog. Um, but to but go you're right. all Alan Shear on this, there was a staggering amount of people there. Yes, staggering. Yeah. Just looked. I thought it would look fuller for the number of people. Do you remember? There. So Mania thirty-two. I did think looked fuller. Yeah. Then, but. That might have just been, is that, it's hard to tell because yeah. Wembley might be a wider stadium. Or, yeah, it's hard to tell. It's giant stadium. Not, yeah. not really, Dallas really obvious a, things. The Cowboys stadium was big as well, to be fair. Yeah. That's not yeah. me saying I think that's a load of bollocks, by the way. I just, just as an observation. No, yeah. no, no yeah, I, yeah. I thought the same yeah. thing going, because yeah. obviously, yeah, 8,000 people, and it felt like there was that many people yeah. there. But you're like, hmm, it's just because Ticketmaster has been, you know, letting people buy all these tickets and then it's the second-hand market or whatever. Maybe. We're stuck in this weird thing, I guess. Uh, the Honky Tonk Man says that they are shortening him a day on his IC <laughs> title reign, which I didn't know about. Oh. Uh, current champ Gunther set to surpass the WWE Hall of Famer's record in just 11 days, or whenever this podcast goes out. Corner Wayne Ferris, it should be 12. It's been interesting, quote the honky-tonk. I haven't really kept up with it. I didn't know a lot about it. Fans ask me all the time. I don't know where someone is posting about 453 days. They're shorting me one day, and that's not fair. I got the 454 days from Howard Finkel. He was the one who told me. So that would be funny if they do an angle where Gunther loses it. I think, oh, well, he's just got one more day. And then Honky's like, no, I've already... It's always been more than... So Gunther has to win the title again. How many days after Raw is it going to be when he breaks it? Uh, he will surpass the record on September 9th. He will defend the title against Chad Gable on the September 4th episode of Raw. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, it's been. A, I'm crashing back down to earth from the same punk drama. I know. <laughs> like, we'll just skip the other oh. stuff in news. This will be like he, the longest podcast ever. Obviously, but. if Gunter survives Monday, he's beaten it. Whatever happens, because the next Raw is not until after. Right. Yeah. Does that make Gable the heel? I don't want. <laughs> I don't want him to win. I want Gunter to smash him. Come on, lads. Yeah, <laughs> Gunter's yeah. What? Well, because you don't like the honky tonk. Yeah, I'd Do you rather, not stand for no, the honky tonk. I'd just rather Gunder held that record than honky tonk man. Why? Because you know he's cool, cocky, and bad, and those are negative quality. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good a point. Yes, a wrestler who I won't name because he might not want this story out there says that he once wrestled the honky tonk man. He's a modern day UK wrestler, mm -hmm. and said he went to lock up with him, and honky tonk man decided to just not do the lock up and just go and tickle his nipples. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> now I want Gunter to hold the record because he would never do that. He. Give a real fight. He'd give a nipple, cri nipple cripple, yeah, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that was hard for me to say. Oh, nipple, I... nipple cripple. It's even harder for him to say. Mm. And also, the final bit of the news before we move on to something else, uh, Jeff Jarrett publicly thanked slash blamed, depending on your point of view, for uh, Tom Campbell for getting the hype machine rolling on Grado appearing at AEW All In. Well done, Tom Campbell. Well done, Tom. <laughs> he, he certainly... It was all Tom's fault. He certainly deserves it. Yes. Oh, he put it overdrive in yeah, on. Yeah, it was muted all week long for mine. Yeah. And apparently Grado's, <laughs> apparently Grado's also 
giving Tom loads of credit as well. So fair play to Tom for having booking influence within AEW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird, isn't it? Strange world. So when Tony Khan's pulled those faces, when he's his cultaholic, that's right. He's like, oh, who have to book now? Do you see a, a, picture, <laughs> a picture, I think, went out of Grado and Tony Khan? And you can tell that, because whenever Grado meets someone, he just wins them over straight away. Yeah. So from Tony going from, like, not really wanting to, and then you can just see Tony's buzzing. He's like, oh, it's bloody Grado. Grado's got it. He's mm. got the magic touch. I thought he'd given up wrestling, me. It feels like I haven't heard him in a wrestling context in ages. Like it's all about the acting, yeah. Yeah, the just pantomime and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah but, it, but if, do you want to appear at Wembley in front of 80,000 people? You know, that's it, yeah. 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 Nigel, Are you sure you don't want to wrestle? <laughs> Nigel McGuinness looked in great shape. Did you see that picture? Ooh, oh, yeah. he Oof. was. I thought he was going to happen. <laughs> well, I think Ooh. if Danielson was fair, might be. He that, said, you know? "Yeah." Well, that was it. Yeah, Danielson said there was a story that Danielson would be flown over, and then he didn't. There was so much speculation stuff that actually didn't happen. Yeah, so that's why I don't read out every bit of news oh, on this like podcast. Fraser told me the Great Muto was going to be in the Rumble, and he wasn't. <laughs> I'll never forgive him for well, that. Well, Jack, I think you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. I, like, I was like, why did I believe him? Muda can barely the walk great the Muda. so long. And like, how is he going <laughs> to... No disrespect um, to the great Muda, but his knees aren't the most mobile. Yeah, wow, you missed that one. Oh. Ah, <sighs> phrase is so green. <laughs> missed. End the segment. Oh. <laughs> that was the news. <laughs> Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, Hall of Fame, for those still listening. And in condescending order from last week, the bloody lovely Montana Billy, 13%. Up the Billy. Hey, to be fair, for someone who wasn't going to get many votes apart from from us, it's done all right to get 13% there. <laughs> Absolutely. So fair play. And thank yeah. you again for all the presents, Montana Billy. One more bloody lovely Eddie yeah, Kingston shirt. Mm. Um, two the bloody lovely event we were just talking about, because he's drinking a big thing of coffee. I was at Starbucks and I was waiting for a thing to be served and some guy took a look at that and went, do you work here? <laughs> so cheers, pal. Imagine if that was the uniform. <laughs> just a pissed off smoking no, man. No, look at you. No. <laughs> Mr. Beast causes World War Three, 25%. Damn it, it's the most clickbaity vote I've ever done and I didn't get, no, whatever. Uh, the concept of a beloved English stereotype being so effortlessly shoehorned into an MGF Pro AEW promo 62%. Fantastic. I was thinking about that the entire time because all I heard, God, he was so right. All I could hear or sat down was people going, so we'll go get the beer now. Then I'll save us having to get up later on. Yeah. But the beer's this much. So you owe me for this. And then it, people had like battle plans. It was like playing a game of risk on a go get the beer the from thing, Wembley. Key time to go and get the beer, right? Is is during the heel heat segment of the match before the babyface has made the comeback. Yeah. Because that's a lull. But people always think you've got to go in between the matches. No, 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 no. Because no. you want to see the entrances, yeah. Right? They're cool. And anything that might happen at the start of the match. But once it settles into the heel heat segment, go and get your bev. Once that first 30 seconds is established mm. in the match, that's when you can feel free to go. Yeah, yeah. The superplex is the end of the match. As yeah. soon as the heel starts talking trash to the first three rows, get yourself to the get yourself to the concourse <laughs> now. <laughs> but I MJF on alcohol related stuff. Did you tweet that he deleted? I screenshotted it put on Twitter that oh. he's a big fan of Strongbow Dark Fruits. Oh, no. And he he deleted wants, that. Oh, he deleted it, yeah. Ah, he's part of Dark Fruits Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like the opposite of, we worked this out. So Fiat 500 Twitter was when it was all like, like girls in my band. Fiat 500 Twitter. So the boy version of that is Strongbow Dark Fruits Twitter, where it's like your profile picture is like Liam, one of the Gallagher brothers and like... 
you like football at the pub and it's just it's a basic thing it was a fascinating case study on humanity though because all the quote retweets and replies were either this is a baby face turn he's my guy or Mm. this is the biggest heel turn in the history of professional wrestling the fact that he likes strongbow dark fruits dark fruits is a real cultural statement of a drink drink. i really know about all this yeah 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 it's what you it's when you're in your early 20s with your pals at the pub watching super sunday that's what you get in you get dark fruits (laughs) in Got an accumulator on, yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed it. Not that you want a proper session, you just want a, a few mm. casual, leisurely, yeah. oh. charmy drinks. It's not, it's not fully laddie, but it's also not fully nerdy. It's the middle ground. It's dark fruit. It's, uh, yeah, that's right. I like And dark it's fruit. your yeah, Hall of Fame pick, dark, isn't it, Ross? Yeah. No, no, not, not <laughs> this week. No, my mind is actually going to be the work of MJF and Adam Cole at Wembley. Because nice. they had the crowd in their pot in the palm of their hands for every single second they were out there. Now, that was a to go all Alan Shearer again, a staggering achievement. He loves the word staggering as Alan Shearer mm-hmm. match of the day. So yeah, just what they did. Because you, you know, you're watching the match, you're thinking, oh my God, they've done the double fit, like the double count finish. Then they've done the stuff with Roddy out there. You may be thinking, maybe it's too many recipes to spoil the broth. Whatever the saying I'm trying to think is uh, to, to fit that sort of thing. But no, it, they had the crowd the entire way through. The tag team stuff at the start, just the simplicity of a kangaroo kick and a double clothesline making everyone go unglued. Yep. Everything they did that night was pitch perfect. So I think it's worthy of a Hall of Hall of Fame nomination. Well, yep. you're going to win the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Good pick. Oh, yeah. We can wrestle now then, I guess. Uh, That's it. Yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah, we'll agree. We'll talk about more of the match when we get to it. Uh, me now. Um... Obviously, all of the drama happening, people being quite satirical online. You know, actually, don't show this because I think there's Evan Blind and saw this readout. Okay. Um, <laughs> someone posted on R Squared Circle, uh, coffee party for one. I was tearing up reading this. I saw someone actually happened at All In between Jack and Punk. Uh, Perry was not happy with Punk since the beef with the Elite. When Jack was planning on using real glass, Punk confronted him and said, Not in this town, kid. Perry tried to explain the importance of this spot and said that Punk needed to go back and watch I'd Way Japan in 97 when real glass was used. <laughs> Punk said, You could do that over on the B show. Jack continued to pressure Phil on the spot until Punk shot it down. A few talent would often see Jack carrying around glass bottles wherever he went. One time he was seen smashing them on concrete. <laughs> when asked what was going on, the reporters, Jack said, The glass shatters like Punk's weak mind. Oh my god. Brian it all in. Jack was telling everyone he was going to address his enemy, Phil, live on the <laughs> pay-per-view. Punk was watching when Perry spouted, it's real glass, Crimea River. Punk was furious about this. Punk waited in Gorilla as he kept shouting, I hate this effing place. Tony Khan looked on in admiration at Punk while giving the thumbs up. <laughs> it was noted that Tony could not hear what Punk was saying due to wearing a headset. <laughs> the source said one member of the elite said, ah, classic angry Phil. When Perry came back from Gorilla, Jack walked right up to Punk and Pie faced him and said, Glass! Punk then started choking out Jack Perry. The confrontation was broken up. Punk then threw his belt at Tony and walked off. Joe appeared from the shadows and told Punk to get in the ring. <laughs> Both Joe and Phil had a fun opening match. After the match, Phil stayed in the arena for an hour and then got lost in the UK for five hours. <laughs> Perry went home and adopted Glass Tattoo's collection. What's that then? (laughs) That's what Strongbow Dark Bruce does to you. (laughs) Thank you. That's a coffee party for one. That's a dramatic retelling of... um... It's weird because that's not fully absurd. There's elements of truth in that. That's it. That's why it's great. You're like, could have happened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I thank you for that. Good one. Good pick. Say something. What are you calling it? Your pick, by the way. Matthew has a heart attack. Um... (laughs) 
the dramatic retelling. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, you know what? I want the vote. CM Punk versus Jack Perry. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. It's got to represent what you're actually putting in the Hall of Fame. That's exactly what I haven't what chosen happened. episode 300, whatever, to lay down the law on the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'll be doing it wrong for a while then. Um, <laughs> mine's, um, so after the oh. after the show, Atkins and Pierce, uh, sorry, Atkins and Luke went to the press conference, per, can't talk, press conference. Me and Pierce tried to find a spot near the hotel to shoot live what happened at, which if you watch the video... I don't do a very good job of explaining what happened at the event because I'm getting heckled by all the people around. Oh. But it made for a lovely time, and I hope everybody... There's a big four nan sign behind me. Four nans? Four nans, Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> um, everyone's having a great time, um, and it was a very fun video to do. And then I gave Pierce the microphone at the end, and he went, good luck, and ran off to the hotel to edit the video. And I stayed back and talked to everyone. And it was really lovely to talk to everyone, to be fair. Um, but... It was like the last thing of like this trip, apart from the Monday morning news video on the way to the tube. But it was the last big video we had to do. So once I finished talking to everyone, there was just a tremendous like, ah, just a big like, you know, because it was the last thing I had to do. And I got back to the hotel bar and it was full of wrestling fans. And I was like, oh man, what do I do? And I'm looking for a quiet corner to sit in or whatever. And then I just hear, there's a table with three lads and there's one corner of the table free. And they go, Jack, sit with us. And at first I was like, are they going to, want to just continue to talk about all of the stuff that I've been doing for the past three days. And instead, we just talked about the football and just had a nice little... And there was some wrestling talk as well, but like they were just three of the most normal, lovely lads, uh, all from Plymouth. So I'm going to nominate the three Plymouth lads. One of them definitely listens to this, so hopefully he tells his pals that all three Mm. of them are nominated. And um, it was just a lovely ending to a lovely weekend. That's a very nice pick because a lot of people there, when they did say and see us and just said, they said, First of all, thanks to you, the lads, everyone at Cultaholic, because uh, the videos... I thank us. I'm like, thank you for watching the video. Yeah, that's no, what yeah. I said. I said like, thank you. We're, just, we're talking bollocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they said that a lot of people said like they work long hours or they got night shifts or stuff like that, or just not in a good place, and he wants someone to help them. And surprisingly, this is what helps. Well, that's what one of the lads was saying. He said that on it, it helps his Fridays go... Or his Saturdays, I guess. Yeah. He says it helps his weekend go past. If he's got a busy something, if he's got something busy to do, he sticks on the podcast. Because I, I was like, is it not too long? He's like, no, just stick it on and just, yeah. Yeah, people just need some summit. Better than nothing. Those three lads from Plymouth, um, I was like, have you ever been been in Newcastle before? And they were like, no, that's literally the furthest (laughs) place away from Plymouth. Um, But they said, I was like, what have you been up to? Did you go to the show yesterday or anything like that? And they were like, no, we went to the Millwall game, (laughs) masquerading as Millwall fans. And they said that they had, they showed me a checklist of things to see at the Millwall game to see if the stereotypes are true. And a lot of them were ticked off. Group of flat cap men, four or more, <laughs> ticked off. Right. Child swearing was ticked off. Mm. I think racial comments was oh, ticked off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, anyway, yeah, so there's nice lads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a lovely meeting now. You no, met these people they, like, yeah. Was, they weren't doing it. They, they were weren't just doing it. They were just observing like Attenborough, yeah. <laughs> and I said, so was Millwall good? And they were like, um, it is kind of true what they, what they say about Millwall. I was like, oh, that's a shame. But um, those three lads from Plymouth. Lovely, lovely lads. Nice, relaxing end of the night. Yeah. Fantastic. So the three picks are Adam Cole versus Everything Walker. Jeff, yeah. What they did Cole at Wembley. Jeff. Yeah. Um, Jack Perry versus CM Punk. Can you call it that? Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. All right. Yes, the if dramatic happy with that Because it's his pick that you'll be challenging there. Oh, yeah. Mine's a very that. personal small one. Aye. And Jack versus three Plymouth lads. It wasn't the three. <laughs> the three battles that Aye, happened sorry. at AW All In. Those are your picks. To vote for on patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Happy voting. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! 
Oh, this week in wrestling. Oh. Yeah, I wonder if anything happened. Oh yeah, I was. I was, this one. This was a close call, lad. I nearly didn't write these in time. Well, so I, I haven't mean, done any yeah. of the funny... I wasn't going to do one for SmackDown anyway because it was a sad show. Of course, of but course. But then I thought, yeah. I'm not going to do puns for any of the shows. Fair enough, Jack. Man of principle. <sighs> Everyone just turned the podcast off. <laughs> not Jack's puns. No puns, no views. Uh, SmackDown... Is, is that Hold like a, an official FTR t-shirt? Is that someone having a go at FTR? No, this is from, yeah, uh, this is from AW Show. Yeah. It's an actual one. Fear the rest hold. That sounds like someone's slandering FTR. Yeah, that, that doesn't. Have I bought a Young Bucks designed <laughs> FTR shirt? Fear the rest. I don't know. I just thought it was quite all right. I, yeah. I bought three shirts to wear down in London, and because I was there for three days, and two of them featured FTR slash CM Punk. And in the build, I was like, "This has gone badly wrong." <laughs> but I'm going to keep the shirt anyway. <laughs> I suppose. Jack the shooter. <laughs> uh, the show opens up with a ten bell salute. This is one of the tribute-based episode, mm. believe it or not, to Bray Wyatt, and so a lot of stuff that was going to be put on the show, including stuff with the Usos, was moved to the one that'll be on this week instead. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, we see more on a video for Bray Wyatt, as well as some of his career highlights throughout the night, with the entire roster there. Uh, and, and Eric Rowan. And, and Eric Rowan, again, oh, bless man, him. Felt, yeah, I felt bad. He looked uh, broken, didn't he? Oh, God. Uh, it's, someone said, wow, they are really good at tribute shows. Uh, probably because they have to do so many of them. Yeah, it's a which shame. Which is a heartbreaking and brutal statement to say. It is, yeah. I think Michael P.S. Hayes has been credited with a lot of the sort of tribute stuff on yeah. the show. So fair play to... Thank you. That was the, the, that, that, was the that was the pickup we needed because as soon as you say Michael P.S. Hayes, you go, oh, get, there he is. <laughs> Mullet <laughs> down <laughs> to his arse, that cowboy hat. And apparently it was producing like the tribute segments and stuff. And it said, I think it said Robert Roode was shadowing him as a producer yeah. and stuff. So. Well, they nailed it, whoever put them together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Robert Roode, Bobby Roode. I we wish we could go back to call him Bobby Roode. Uh, Rey Mysterio beats Grayson Waller after Santos Escobar helps Ray take out Austin Theory on the outside. Ray forgot his belt for his entrance. Oh, God. What a bad champion. God. Yeah. He's the worst. He US knew <laughs> Grayson Waller's not going to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought there was a gnarly spot where uh, the, the, the stomp from Grayson to the back of Rayway hit his head on the floor. This all feels like about seven years ago, this yeah, match here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, Rey Mysterio, just no matter who he's in there with, manages just to look like he did in 1997 somehow, which is astonishing. I thought they were going to do the same storyline as uh, the Miz and LA Knight are doing, or The Rock right. are doing at the moment when Theory came out, but they sort of changed it around a bit. Um, but it was a bit of a shame to see Waller lose again. Yeah, it was. Needs a win, doesn't Yeah, it? maybe this, this is one of those matches where it just shouldn't have been booked. With Grayson, because yeah. we don't want either man to lose. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Mm. Also, I'll mention it. Um, I did like Michael Cole's very tastefully done saying, like, we are here to entertain tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a nice thing good. there. Like, we're a pay tribute, but we are here to entertain as the much crowd. Flack as Cole always gets over the years and that. He's always very good. No, no, that, that was like. In fact, now he's prior good now. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, mint. Yeah, I love yeah, Cole. Yeah. Ever since Vince left in the summer of 22. Yeah. Aye, ever since then, Cole's been lovely. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> lovely. He's been <laughs> lovely, Cole. <laughs> Damage Guitar talk trash about Zinia Vega at a title match against EO Sky. That match is next, and EO retains. Bailey was good talking trash to Kayla Braxton. Short. Mm. Uh, aye. You're, you're trying to join the NWO, you've got a good chance because they only hire short people. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's funny because it's such basic stuff. You've got to be good to deliver that and make it funny still. Yeah. yeah. Jericho, when he called people stupid idiots, was good at it. Mm -hmm. Bailey's got a bit of that. Yeah. 
It was a bit of a short match, though. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I meant in terms of time. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, there was a world to steady on. I don't want to pick too soon, do we, lads? I just, the wordplay is just... <laughs> there was a world-class meaty meteora, though, from someone I've not written down a who meaty was. meaty meteora, I like that. Does meteora, isn't yeah. she? It might be her. Yeah, I think it was, Alina. Yeah. Um, there was a lovely springboard drop kick from EO off the top row, mm -hmm. which was lovely. And I like the code red being that much of a shoot had sent EO flying out the far side of the ring. Oh, That's I thought she was I've... being tactical oh, to avoid the... The, the, the trajectory thing. Mm, okay. Momentum. The G-force. Yeah, yeah. Aye. The, the G-force. Or the C-force off the code red. Mm. Um, but that's all I've got written down for that one. It was all right for the one. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I was, I'm glad that the, they kept on wrestling and kept on doing cool stuff. But to begin with, the crowd were bored and started chatting for Michael Cole. Oh. And everyone just ignored it. And obviously, they carried on and goes, oh, this is actually good, this. It's like, all right, yeah. Oh, hey. the Sorry, the one quick... Th there was a Mickey James match at the Rev Pro show. <laughs> and it was... I've heard about this. Oh, my God. I hate wrestling fans so much. Not the ones we met. But as a herd, I hate wrestling fans when they're all together because the whole match, pretty much, the crowd just are going hardcore country. Then on the other side, they're going hardcore country. And then again, Mickey's in, it's a triple threat. Sometimes she's out the ring selling and that. There's just two lasses trying their best to entertain. And everyone's going hardcore country. <sighs> I'd forgotten like, how like London fans can be like that. Like, oh, this is funny. Oh, I remember all these progress oh, events. Don't cross the divide up the north. There you yeah. go, that's it. It's <laughs> crew Philly as well. <laughs> But yeah, progress event would have these matches and they'd get together and the guys, oh, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. And then it'd be like a funny chant. And like, ha, 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 all right. And then like, they'd go, okay, wait for that to end. And then they'd carry on the match. And then the London crowd would still be chanting the funny chant. And they're like, we are we're, awesome. We're, we're, we're trying we to do the serious awesome. bit now. Can you not <laughs> shut up? Can you give us a bit there? Did you see that, that lad at the box park where they're doing the thing with Jarrett and Karen Jarrett on the stage? And oh like, my oh, god! Us, this is why Dury's press conferences are the way they are because the knobheads like this one. It's just like pass the microphone around, ask a question to the Jarrett's on stage, and he's like, "Karen, I can't remember where he was from." Oh, I've like, seen this. Yeah, Karen, who's better in bed? Jeff Hart, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Sorry. Oh my god! Oh, oh, god. Ross, oh no! <laughs> Jeff Jarrett or Kurt Angle? Why would you husband. ask someone? You know, in real life, you would never ask someone that you knew in real no. life. Oh. And then Jeff Jarrett's like, "Come on." Oh, yeah. did he? Come oh, good. Come Karen, Karen's answer was good, to be fair. It's like, well, who am I sat on the stage with? Oh, him? poor Kurt. <laughs> he's having a bad time recently with his... He's in a shoulder injury. And that. I know. Oh, he's, he's just a sexy enough. Kurt. He is. Yeah, he is. He'll make it. <sighs> Cody Rhodes comes out to lead the tribute to Terry Funk, getting a heartfelt promo before throwing up a memorial video, and has to ask Michael Cole, Michael Cole, can I say egg-sucking dog on TV? <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. And again, lovely memorial video, um, which shows just a tiny snippet of this man's life. Yeah. He had about nine of them. And then he said the next match will be a Terry Funk hardcore match in tribute. Carl's like, oh, hell yeah. Famous last words. And I think that was a big mistake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Street Profits looked amazing, beating the Brawling Brutes. However, the crowd were like, well, we want to see some hardcore stuff. It was a WWE hardcore match. There's no worse company that could have done <laughs> a, a Terry Funk hardcore yeah. match. Moxie does one every week, <laughs> near enough. But it was, it should have been, I think, uh, the trailer scramble and put stuff together to fit. I think ideally they would have, probably would have said, how about they have a match and then go, this one's for you, Terry, and then put something through the table afterwards. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. They oh, were looking... Getting the brand and iron out. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, as soon as he said that, people thought they were going to be using, you know, juggling flaming chainsaws or uh, something like that. Uh, but it was just, a, again, they, looked, they wrestled really well. The Street Profits looked amazing here. Yeah. And people were like, 
Where's the tables? Mm. I think they've gone back on the, the alleged heel turn for the Street Profits because they were back this week yeah. with the old, old theme, which they didn't have the week before because I think they were going to try and find a new theme. Mm -hmm. But the reaction's been so opposite to what they've been trying, I think. They've gone back on it now. They've had the old Street Profits mannerisms. Ah, but Bobby helped them win. Yeah. They cheered Lashley when he They cheered him, I massive cheers well, again. He's just a big man. <laughs> it's hard not to. He's a big man. <laughs> yeah, they're just too likable, aren't they? Yeah. And, yeah. They, were, and they were on NXT. They were faces again. Yeah. I reckon that's sowing the seeds for something, you know. Oh, oh on that later. Ooh. Yeah, the other hard, other hardcore bits of the match was Ridge using Butch like a Terry Funk. Well, a Terry Funk, sorry, would use a ladder, which yep. the yeah. commentary said there. Um, I like Michael Cole's little story about Terry Funk calling him mythical because they didn't get what Terry Funk was on in the New York area, so the only way he would oh, say was through I... magazines. Michael Cole saying this of all people. He even Mike... said, "Yeah, when I used to watch the WWF." <laughs> Michael yeah. Cole was a wrestling fan. Yeah, and a war correspondent. I knew that yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says, "Well, yeah, when we get Terry Funk in that area, so do, yeah, I only enjoy Mythically that." Mythically like Cole, that's nice, a yeah. really yeah, it's a lovely thing to remember that yeah. the, ter the territory days but from Michael Cole. Cole. Talk about it, yeah, you yeah. so associate those two periods of history, yeah. too. <laughs> and then Butch and Ridge have a nice pop of power bomb where Ridge does the popping and yes. Butch does the bobbing. Mm. Bombing, sorry, yeah. I'm having a stroke today. He did the what? Bombing. Yeah, here we go. Bobbing, I said for some reason. <laughs> bombing along. Yeah, Butch. Um, but on the Cody promo before as well, it was someone put it on Twitter just saying that he was the only person to speak at Brody's tribute show and only person to speak at uh, Bray's as well. Oh, yeah. Which is horrible. Yeah, horrible realization. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised to not be more. Oh, to speak at the show. Yeah. 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 But I've put that video on YouTube if you want to watch it. Right. Like uh, we see the Miz insulting LA Knight in a TMZ interview. And then Knight heads the ring, talks about Bray Wyatt, saying their rivalry prepared him for anything. He got stronger as a result of that, which I think is a nice way of, you yeah. Know, and Tom's kayfabe going, yeah, well, we had our issue, but he's made me a stronger person by wrestling him. It's like, that's nice. It was good on two levels, though. It was like the kayfabe reason, but then also that was yeah, when people yeah. start, to start to see what we've been saying mm. for 18 months. Yes. Two years. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. He's the rock. You he... guys have been saying it. <laughs> I was a bit hesitant by then. <laughs> oh, so many years in Wembley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I ended up on his Instagram story. Who? Me, LA Knight. Oh. Because, no, it doesn't, he doesn't acknowledge me. It's, oh. not, it's not like, I'm a big fan of Jackson Jama. It's because people were taking footage of me doing the What Happened That thing. And because I missed so much of the Stadium Stampede match, because it's all over the arena, mm -hmm. I was like, I'll read out something that I think happened. And then if I'm right, can you all please give uh, an LA Knight? Yeah, that's good, that's good. <laughs> and then there's a snippet of me just, you can't really hear what I'm saying, just, yeah, yeah. And then he's someone sent him that, and he's obviously gone, I'm over in AEW weekend. Uh, and he was. <laughs> yeah, there was, yeah, yeah, chance all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I cut a promo on Miz saying that even when he was champion, he was just acting as the background to The Rock and John Cena, which is true. He then ends by telling, oh, this is probably the best tribute of the whole thing. He says, hey, Miz, here's some advice for you. Run. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it was, this was really good. He's really good at it because it was two promos, two very different promos in one, and he tied it all together. And it seemed like it wasn't that tightly scripted. It seemed like a real you know, bullet point attitude era promo or whatever. But he, he did it so perfectly. He's just, it's it's really impressive. Yeah. What like a guy. The emotion of the night and also furthering storylines and, yeah. you know, acknowledging past storylines. Yeah. yeah. He nailed it. It's all, He's quite good, isn't he? It's almost yeah. like he's good, right? <laughs> and then LA Knight beats Finn Balor. Okay, the last person to wrestle The Fiend versus the first person to wrestle The Fiend mm. in a singles match. Uh, it's it's it was good. I wasn't like gripped or anything. It was just like okay, yeah. I was just like, a match that entertained the crowd. I was shocked the yeah. match took place because I thought, well, they can't have Knight lose now, and they didn't. But he yeah. beat Balor, who's like in my mind still yeah. high up on the. But yeah, yeah I was shocked to see it so like conclusive as well, uh, like a nice clean win for the yeah. Rock. I don't think they're gonna acknowledge it. 
I think it's just a thing just yeah, to, yeah, to do yeah, on this true. episode. Uh, they had to go down afterwards, and Bray's lantern appears in the ring to end the show. Yeah, nice touch. That was a lovely yeah. shot, the way they used the Tron, though. Like, he was sort of... They were filming the ring with the Tron in the background, so it yeah. like he was stood in the ring again. Oof. I should mention oh, that yeah, 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 on, yeah. on all the future shows here, there was little tributes to Bray, but I, I didn't really mention them because I thought we'll just be recapping the same Of course, episode. yes. But th- it's worth knowing that they were on AW and WWE. Like, yeah. he, he was popping up everywhere, yeah. and rightly so. An AW collision. Yes, it did happen. It was pre-taped. Uh, nowhere near London. <laughs> Jack Perry opens the show with a mocking tribute to the FTW Championship before preparing to retire the title once and for all. He's about to destroy the belt with a sledgehammer when Hook interrupts on the Tron but he's actually behind Perry in the ring. How's he do that? Hook beats him up and puts him through a table before challenging him to a match at Wembley. He spoke. He doesn't often do that. That line where he's like, the FTW Championship is my bloodline. I was like, is that his real voice? <laughs> he sounds so... I don't know what the word is. I was expecting him not to have as deep and manly a voice because <laughs> he looks like a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> well... Those are the views of Jack the Job and everything else here. Tiny um, boy. <laughs> Uh, this promo before Hook came out I'm back on CM Punk's side <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was proper shades of theory what we say about theory in the Ooh. real like you felt like, a re- like an actor playing a wrestler that's it yeah the, the stuff on the Tron was good because it was like obviously the opposite of what Taz would want for the FTW mm, championship yeah, yeah. Um, when he's in the shower and whatnot I thought that was alright yeah, but funny. in terms of what Jack Perry actually says on the show it's not working it's his arrogant drawl from here <laughs> I swear there was one week it looked like he was doing it good and now it's like Oh, is th- this is it. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is going to get good. And he's just kind of just stopped here. I, I reckon he probably is improving, but this was like a long, hard promo to do. Like, there's a lot of talking and a lot of like, oh, I'm here with my fake retirement for the FD. It's just a bit, it takes a while. Yeah, to it, had, it required a guy to be good on the mic. You're but right. I think he's getting, no, but I think he is improving, though. I think it was just a steep learning curve this mm-hmm. week. It was a good bit of business, though. Yeah, got me hyped for Wembley. Yeah. yeah, I think Hook shouldn't have spoke. I think he should have just kept his gimmick going by going blah 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 blah, making noises or something. Blah blah Wembley. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I mean, way more effective than him speaking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it sounded just like a fat Tasmanian devil. Yeah, yeah. Blah 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 blah. Remember from Taz's Luke, dad is Luke like, Luke I know what he's saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> Orange Cassidy, Eddie Kingston, Penner beat Kip Sabian, the Butcher and the Blade. Kip Sabian was in AW uh, all in. He did that in the match of the day box yeah. for the uh, zero hour. Oh, yes. Paul White, Kip Sabian, and a go go. Yes. Paul White said 95% of the words in there. Poor Anthony and Kip couldn't get a word in Edgeways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, the thing is, though, Paul White was very good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. fair enough. I um, mean, I, well, we'll talk about it I later on, but I just. Grado's theme is the Paul White theme. After the match, the best friends call out the BCC, the head of All In, and say they're going to win this for Sue. Sue! BCC appear in the Tron and says, it shouldn't be a surprise that they pick Santana and Ortiz. This angers Eddie, who storm. Oh, I love this. Right, we're going to give our long promo. And he went, no, you're not. And just went straight straight away looking for yeah, them. Couldn't like, find them, though. I like the fact yeah. that he's like, cameraman, you know where you are, where they are. You just uh, you were just filming them there. You know where you are. <laughs> yeah. The way he was whispering sweet nothings to Claudio, but in the form of like mm. threatens to kill him and stuff. Mm. was a wonderful little promo. It was hey, you, Claudio. Hey, you, Ortiz. Hey, you, Santana. Moxie, don't make me do this. <laughs> and when the BCC was saying, it shouldn't surprise you that we picked Santana and Ortiz, I was thinking, no, I'm surprised because they hate each other. And you, Eddie. Well, Santana. We don't know that bit. We don't but know then that Mike, bit. Mike Santana did say. You, Mike had, Santana, sorry. Yeah, yes. Mike, uh, give me his Mike. full name. Because uh, oh, him yes. and Ortiz, I don't think I'm getting along still. Just no, what, apparently not. That's why everyone's reporting. They won't go near each other on screen. When they both <laughs> did their big return, 
they did it from opposite ends <laughs> of the. It was bizarre. No one likes each other in AEW. Yeah. Even the tag teams. But did they go near each other in the Stampede match itself? They, I don't think they don't did think any double so. teams. It was no. all, yeah, it's all single stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, but when you're dealing with an opponent that's as much of a handful as Red Panda. What a what a worker. <laughs> What a what a charlatan. We'll mourn him a bit later. Um, but yeah, he was saying, uh, Mike, Mike Santana was saying, he's had a year to realize who was real and who was not. So I assume that Eddie didn't send him a text when he was off in the air. Uh, oh, that's one of them. Mike Maybe. Um, like the Orndorff Hogan feud of 86. Yeah. Uh, we get a video package on FDR versus the Young Bucks. And again, it's that really heavily chopped together interview where they clearly said something about the certain gun charge. He's clearly not said anything. Yeah. And afterwards, the Dark Order win a tag match against Action Andretti, remember him, and Darius Martin. The, uh, the June the 28th was the last time we saw the Dark Order on either Dynamite or Collision. And it feels a lot like longer ago yeah, than it that. Does, it really yeah. does, mate. It was a six-man tag versus the Elite that match. They're but, a really good tag team as well. Yeah. Actually, this was uh, the first time in a long time because I haven't been paying much attention to them, that their wacky double team sequence where they hit they the move, yeah. move, 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 yeah. and then the jackknife. He won the match. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And they're really good. I think when we all look back, if nothing else happens, John Silver might be one of the most underutilized people in AW history. Mm. Um, Should have beaten Kenny Omega that one Reynolds time. is great as well. I'm not saying, but it's just Johnny Hungy, man. That's it. It's, it's the little things he does in between the moves, isn't it? Well, Hungy yep. just, mm. it's piss take, but then he just kicks people really hard. Mm. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, but then they also have like a lovely power bomb where Reynolds puts his knees up when he's on the mat. Yep. Knees up, Mother Brown, mm. for all the London folk <laughs> who will understand that. What does that even mean? They love it. It's, it's, a, big, it's old, a big old band. The big old Johnny knees up. Big yeah, old, yeah, big yeah. old dance. Yeah, it's a party, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, <laughs> I speak 1800s London. Um, we said earlier this week, Ar Fox apologised to Darby Allen Shut and up, Nick Wayne. Yeah. Nick walked away, but Darby shook Fox's hand, and it was a grave mistake. It was too actually, I guess. Ar Fox was not on the Wembley card. Was supposed to be, which yeah. is why we had the most abrupt turn of all time last week. Yeah. Still no news about that. What will happen? Um, yeah. It's such a shame. It really is. But the other thing is that Ar Fox said, "I know what it is to, to lose a father." Why would you say that AR Fox when Christian is around? <laughs> I understand you. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't blame Nick Wayne in character here. He was pop- he was one of the blokes who broke into yeah. your place and broke your thumb. Didn't they break his thumb or something? Didn't they beat him up really yeah. badly? And he wore the shirt that broke- had his blood on it yeah. still. Yeah, they broke Billy Gunn's thumb. Did they do the same to Wayne? They did something horrible. They just him. beat him they up. up. When yeah, it was placed, yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's a trading for something. Blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, sorry. Oh, sorry, Nick. This is all Darby's fault. When Darby uh, abandoned AR Fox, that's Swerve's fault. AR Fox had his issues all those true, years ago. Yeah, that's true. You don't leave a friend. <clears throat> Whose house? That was real, by the way. I saw people on Twitter going, "Oh, that's clearly piped in." When everyone's going Swerve's house back to Swerve, oh, no, on the... that was really real. Oh no, that yeah, that was real. Oh, yeah. that was real as real could be. He <laughs> <laughs> claimed to a new music video about how they're going to go win at Wembley because everybody loves the acclaimed. Love the acclaimed. We only get tighter, blowing up the house of black like Oppenheimer. Okay. <laughs> Buddy, a little bit outdated by now. I was like, oh, I remember Oppenheimer. Buddy, you're just a ginger with face paint. Wasn't a Boppenheimer. Malachi (laughs) on Malachi. I bet you smell your farts in large quantities. It all makes. (laughs) What a weird. (laughs) That's just a force of rhyme, isn't it? Uh, They knew no one was going to watch this show. The one at All In was. The entrance was. Oh, we'll we'll get to that. Oh, sure. Je (laughs) m'appelle. Accompanied by Ricky Starks, Big Bill defeats Very Morales. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very Morales. There's lots of Morales about him. Yeah. Starks whips Morales afterwards, like he did the steamboat, and he goes, bah, bah, as he's doing it, which is probably <laughs> the highlight of the show. 
Yeah, the, the good Ian Beale from Big Bill was the lovely move for all concerned. And just walking around the ring holding the choke slam. He looks like the dog's bollocks at the moment as Big Bill. Yes, he does. He mm. certainly does. Uh, I thought Ricky Starks would be there at AW All In with his manager license. Apparently, it only applies to North America yeah. and not England. So, uh, oh, well, well. Logistics, eh? Yeah. Ooh. Was he one of the was he the biggest regular not to be there? I think so. Maybe, yeah. I Probably. feel so bad for him, like apart from like injured people and yeah, Brian. Of course. Yeah, I feel bad for him as well. Yeah, big match on the cards with Punk in Chicago. Yeah. And then because of Jack Perry, it's not happening. Just, Even though just I would disagree Punk. because they've already had two matches. Do you not think that was the match? I think that was gonna be the match. Oh wait, yeah, you're the right. Real oh, the both, oh the train oh the rubber match. Oh, uh, <laughs> even then it's still like for a pay-per-view that's well, kind of been on the back burner because of having a pay-per-view uh, the week after another pay-per-view we'll it's kind it of felt the, like a forgotten thing already we'll talk about it in the big question because I'm assuming we'll do both shows what are the best matches going to be at payback and all out but um, they've left themselves with a card with no world yeah. title match like it's weird it's, it's so weird uh, in a boxage interview Ruby Soho challenges Chris Statlander for the TBS title at All Out Statlander later accepts and uh, people online will quickly call this is just the state of the women's division yeah, according yeah, to Tony Khan this up. is how we're doing this it's come out of nowhere hasn't it just Ruby yeah. challenging there was a good line in the promo saying that uh, Chris Statlander might be more than a woman but she's less than an outcast mm. more, more, than a, more than a woman she snips, snips her own fart as well <laughs> 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 Willow Nightingale <laughs> wins against Robin Renegade. God, I love that name. Despite interference from the other Renegade in brackets, Charlotte. Yeah, exactly. I Googled it. I actually worked it out. It's not Charlotte. It's Charlotte with an E. Charlotte Renegade. Charlotte. Never, ever seen it spelled like that before in my life. Wow. Yes. Oh. They need to do twin magic to the Renegades. Mm. I was thinking that watching this match, like, why aren't you utilizing it, you silly billies? Eh? Eh? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I was shocked because it looked like it was going to be an enhancement match for Willow, who's been on a roll yep. recently. But it was very, very competitive out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, a lot of these matches felt like, okay, this is something to exist while the other people are getting sorted out in London. I yeah. saw, so I saw Willow Nightingale had an interview on Notorious Hipster Music website, Pitchfork. <laughs> Why is Willow Nightingale being interviewed Notorious on Pitchfork? Notorious Hipster People. Well, you know Pitchfork. <laughs> I mean, oh, you're not wrong. But, but um, <laughs> she's just told me what she likes to listen to in that. Is that fair enough? What is it? Can't remember. She named a few different things. Some stuff I've never heard of. <laughs> she did a... Um, I like her little run she does during her errands. Do, 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 boo. And then Aww. she does like a burst at the end. It's good. Willow's theme's one of the best in A-Dub. Yes, it's a good one. Did yeah. you hear um, Caprice's rap that he did recently? Yes. <laughs> oh, I he was good. He did a freestyle. She yeah. was like under the ring. Big ups to the Mega Ran in Box Park. Yes. He nailed Mega it. Ran was there. Oh, he Mega did a performance. Was there. He was doing I don't even know. Oh. Freestyle. It was the bollocks with Lana Rostad before, which I think. <laughs> we love Lana Rostad. heard. We need to leave that in the past. Oh, okay. they, were, they all tried the hardest, but it was annoying. <laughs> Well, she's so, a heel. She's very <laughs> heel heat. Not in that setting. Um, but yeah, Mega Ran got on the stage. He did a rap. Oh, he was. Uh, MJF, he did a theme, like a rap over that He's theme. He's good, isn't he? And he was doing like freestand, just going around the crowd. I've seen him do that, yeah. It's amazing. Really, really I don't know good. how he does it. Yeah. Um, he's very quick thinking. Talent, one. ability, talent, things man. like that. Do you check out his, oh, it's from years ago now, but he used to do rap remixes of like Brock Lesnar's theme and Bray mm. Wyatt. I think theme. he did the New Day's one like yes, there as well. Mm. He did, because yeah. he's mates with them, I think. Um, he appeared on an episode of SmackDown with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. He also got beat up by Bully Ray at Ray a Ring of Honor show. Oh, I hate Bully Ray. What he a did, dick. He did, he did a rap called Go Into the Garden because it was before the Supercard show at oh, the yeah, Garden, yeah. Madison Square Garden. And he going, Go Into the Garden. But it was the wrong time and the crowd booed him. And then Bubba Ray beat him up and the crowd cheered him. Oh. <laughs> but no, we love Mega Ran. He was really Stupid good at New part, York like. fans. You know what New York's near? Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Relatively near. Um, 
yeah, that stuff in the box probably like Lana Ross and that. I get why they did it. Like that she's doing bad. Oh, I just realised that's actually. Two different things, isn't it? There was supposed to be a karaoke party. She did a karaoke thing at the box park, but it was no, just no, 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 like an event, she, wasn't it? Because I got told by people, I, look, oh, I'm I not know. that there was proper a karaoke event that they went and the, the venue that they were doing it at was like, "We on about you haven't asked to do karaoke mm. here." And it didn't happen. <laughs> well, they did it at the box park. When if you it, any more information, please let us know. And then you've got like basically, I think nearly all the progress wrestlers there. Do, which fair enough, you've got to get yourself over on that. But I think they were all heels, so they're all just being annoying to get the crowd to boo them. But people just wanted to sit and have a nice drink before yeah, the show. The Jillian Hall thing. So they're just getting chance to so, like shut the f up. Yeah, and she did like oh. bad karaoke. There was someone Gene who money's looked, being very Gene Money. Was that the guy with a nice voice? They were singing. Uh, what song were they we singing? All, oh, oh, I forgot what the. Yeah, they were singing a song, but her parts were like really like shrieky and annoying. Then I had this fella doing the other part where it was like, Whoa. Gene Money's the wrestler who has a dog collar on and thinks he's a dog. Um, <laughs> he said hello at program. Nice to see you, Gene. Um, he uh, also was like the host of it, I think. Did but, he have like the jacket with no ah, shirt? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. Gene Money. He uh, he was everywhere <laughs> that weekend. Mm. He tweeted like five matches, three hosting gigs, one ring announcement. I was like, oh my god! Oh, I bumped into him, and he, yeah, I remember now. Um, he said he didn't know who was uh, hosting it until he got there. <laughs> Fair play. Wrestling. Hey, oh, a, hey, he's, he's a grafter. He certainly is. Keith Lee wins a quick match against Zicky Dice. Yes. Guys, I thought him online. I wonder what happened to him. He's back. Um, Keith Lee's back as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Keith Lee's back. He was after... good at selling, old Zicky. Yeah. In this match, looking dazed and confused and drunk mm-hmm. after the forearms and whatnot. Yeah. Or the well, pounce, sorry, not the a short match, but yeah, he was good. Yeah. And then in, in a uh, change of gears, Preston Vance and Dorisa Co. are still kidnapped <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> trying to fight I've back. I this very well. They just put, they're trying to fight back as Mysterious Figure arrives. Uh, this yeah, was the... scary to watch this. <laughs> scary. Oh, uh, the, the visuals of Preston getting cut open. I guess the guy was that Jose, the assistant at the end, clapping. It was sort of like all blurred out, and you just see the man. Sort Maybe of it's Escobar. Clapping. Not Escobar. Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> I've mixed up my. Oh, because on oh, NXT. No. Maybe it's Mugabe. Because Escobar. <laughs> Escobar was the leader of like a cartel sort of stable, wasn't he? In NXT, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? No. Oh. I'm so sorry. Please carry on. But that was a good, really good promo. Very yeah, visual. Was, yeah, very, good very, promo. very visually good. Yeah. Oh. And then the main event. <laughs> the main event is a big old eight-man tag: Punk, Darby, Sting, and Hook versus Jay White, Luchasaurus, Swerve, and Brian Cage. The good guys win, but guest commentator Samoa Joe immediately starts a big brawl. Gentlemen, is the match over? I understand. <laughs> yes. He hits Punk with the tar belt to end the shoe, and uh, it was just a kind of nice. Throw away 20 minute how show we match. Yeah. Hammer was really good though, like Swerve making off CM Punk. <laughs> he was just, he's, Bless the, you. he's the turtle package again. Uh, Do you need some napkins or anything? Any? If you've got one, yeah. I'll go and. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, don't worry about it. <laughs> Shall we wait until the end of the, the collision? <laughs> yeah, yeah, do collision on that. Uh, we had Samoa Joe saying he wasn't invited into the match because they had to save Punk for him at all in, otherwise he would have been decapitated on collision. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it was all about Punk. He was getting beaten up for ages, then a quick tag out, then he was back in the ring getting beat up again. Um, it's almost as if he runs the show, the selfish man. Mm. <laughs> it reminded me of the like the Attitude Era sort of go-home tag matches where they just chuck yeah, four faces. Yeah, yeah. And every week, if they did that every go-home show, it would be crap. But once in a while, it was really good. Yeah. And Joe was really funny. And I like and how all so the good. feuds sort of intertwine with each other. Yes. So all, everyone fighting each other made sense ahead of Wembley and All Out. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was good. Yeah. For a main event, for a... Yeah, it was all right. Correct. That's how Hawkshire talked. 
Ah, quick pause, I'm going to go blow my nose. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's dripping like a knackered fridge. AEW All In, Ooh. a pre-show one. Jeff Jarrett and co. head to the ring and insult the UK fans. Wankers. Americans, <laughs> you wankers and champs. It wasn't Big Daddy. It wasn't Haystacks. I was just waiting for yeah. Mick McManus, but he never said Mick it, McManus. It was the Jarrets. It was the blah, 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 et cetera. wankers and slags and daddies yeah, yeah. and chaps. Oh, my. Uh, beaten up by Paul White, Anthony Agogo. Oh, fair enough. And then, <gasps> Grado. Tom did it. Tom got him booked. Everyone's yes. new favorite theme for Grado. Well, I'm seven <laughs> foot like... tall and I'm big and wide. I'm Grado. <laughs> it, was like when, it was like that sassy Southern no, Belle. It was like that Nikki Cross when she was that sassy Southern Belle that one yes. time. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't what we wanted it to be, which was like a prayer and all that, but yeah. uh, better than nothing. Certainly. Yeah, the fact that he was there, he did something. He got to hit Jarrett with a guitar. I understand why Khan wouldn't want to pay mm. all the money for like a yeah, prayer because yeah. presents for CM Punk don't buy themselves, do they? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Or place all those monitors backstage. Um, was the Miro Piles Hobbs bit a dark segment then? No, it was It was in what? the first hour. So if okay, you went, I, missed that, yeah, I, missed I was him. getting into the stadium. Yeah, if you went there, your ticket said the event starts at five, which is yep. the kickoff show, zero hour yeah. start time. But actually, things were starting at four. So everyone, I think, missed the first hour of the kickoff yeah. show because what that, what the ticket said. So cheers, oh, ticket I master. I just heard Miro's music and thought, what's going on here? But we're going up like seven escalators yeah. to get to the top. Yeah. Line, and I missed RJ City as well. Yeah, it was good to see Miller in the ring, obviously playing yes. the, mm-hmm. the the wrestling trope of horrible security guard who doesn't do anything until after the physicality starts. But that's yep. what we get in wrestling. Yeah. Isn't it? Where where He's, are all the good security guards? He, <laughs> excuse me, he looked good as a security guard though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like a real Jack, Jack baby, looking real Jack, real, real Jack. 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 He's uh, he telling the security guards, "This is how we do this." Yeah, the. Jim. Uh, MJ, that's a horrible impression, sorry. MJF and Amco beat Aussie Open to become the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. It just, it well, it felt a bit house showy, but I think that's what it was supposed to be. Right. It was just all about the two moves, obviously the kangaroo kick, which was nailed and everyone went wild, and the double clothesline, which was nailed. Kyle selling that was like he got decapitated. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Yep. And everyone went wild again. It was just all wonderfully built to those two moments there. I think they, they didn't want to, you could tell the last thing he wants one of them to it get injured. Yeah. on that match so I can see why they took minimal risk but it was just weird you always used to talk about when Tony Storm was in WWE and she's losing every week and you were like this is mad because on the indies yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, and even though Ozzy Open aren't exactly like undefeated on the indies their matches have like a million moves and like kicking out mm-hmm. of everything and it was just weird to see them lose to like these two joke moves but in the context of everything it, it made perfect sense absolutely mm. and it was funny to see now over the Aussie Open team were because yeah. you realize oh wait how many thousands of people in this stadium have seen them at progress yeah everyone knows the chat the theme yeah that's a good thing and yet they were the, the the pair of them are hammier than like a bad sci-fi villain um <laughs> like mjf and cole but then there was a guy and i got the camera was really good here uh there was a big sign that said he's our scumbag yeah in yes. the burberry and i went that nailed mm. it so it's what it had to be i think yeah. Yeah, the pop for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship. <laughs> the prestigious <laughs> titles changing hands here. Nice moment for Adam Cole, who mm-hmm. gets the... Is he like the Ring of Honor Grand Slam now? Is that it, maybe? He said that it's like the one belt I've never oh. heard in Ring of Honor, something like that. I must have missed that because I don't care about the belt, but good <laughs> for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Uh, and then pre-show match three, an uneventful little affair with Hook beating Jack Perry to win back the FDW Championship. Real Much of the match class. involves a cow with real glass. We've talked about that bollocks already. Yeah. Leave it in the past. There was yeah. a wonderful rolling thunder by Jack Perry oh, on, the yes. car. Oh, on the car. The height he got was astonishing. And I was a bit shocked how like conclusive the match was out of without yeah. knowing the context of the situation and his holiday and whatever that he has planned. Because um, after a short little feud, we're now back with the FTW title where it was. Yeah. So we're going round a bit, round circles a yeah. bit. But... Just making a complete waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess now if they actually do something with it, with Hook doing things with it to the sort of like convey what it's all about a bit more yeah. and stuff like that, it'll be worthwhile. But so... they have to do that though. Do you think Sam Punk saw uh, Hook hold that thing? Well, I can't believe he just got this made up belt. He made up his own. It was <laughs> real world heavyweight title. But, yeah, you never just... lost it, Matthew. You never lost it. He's always, always had it. Never left him. <laughs> yeah, it was just a nice little hardcore match. Mm. There wasn't much else to say. Everyone, yeah, I was also surprised that Hook just beat him. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Bye-bye, Jack. Yeah. That was... His hair. What it was. Comment from my girlfriend sat in the arena, or at Wembley Stadium, sorry. She goes, his hair's rather sexy when in, you're live in person. Which, which, one? which one? Hook. It uh, could have been either. Yeah. Yeah, it really could have gone either way. Rather sexy, though. I was like, who are you? Rather sexy. What's se- happened? <laughs> rather so why didn't, sexy. Why haven't you come in with the Hook look then? <laughs> I oh, can't. Wow. I could do a jungle boy. I think I fell let it go. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But I couldn't do a hook. That's yeah, got a life of that he's got curly hair that grows outwards. I do. Fantastic. There's a picture of lockdown, which I'll get Joel to put in now. Like Jeremy. Clarkson. Wow, amazed how he did that. What a shock! And I'll send you a picture of me during lockdown, which we can put in now. <laughs> Matthew, have you got a lockdown photo you want to send Joel? He used hair? to have lovely long straight hair. Yeah, I did. Like a, no, I was about to say Justin Hawkins from The Darkness, but that's not even right, is it? Yeah. Oh, his is a bit curly. Wavy yeah. hair, yeah. Kings of Leon. Yes. When they were good. <laughs> Mine just turned out I looked like an emo boy. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. <laughs> I'll send you after the podcast. There jump. it is. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That looks like if you were doing it. That's a... rather sexy. <laughs> I'll send you it now. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Ross's girlfriend's message me going, yeah, Jackson's quite... Look, She's I'm... doing what? I'm, so, I'm sorry. That's my <laughs> mother you're talking about. Uh... <laughs> I had one reference to that, by the way. Oh, like, God. Nice uh... to meet you, Ross's mom. Oh, no. <laughs> did she get it? Did she did, yeah. Oh, she, she knows, did. yeah. She knows. She's so nice and understanding, by the way. I mean, I saw, I saw you and her on the way back, and yeah. it was nice, so... What carriage were you in? You had a nice time? Up the Lumo. I can't remember anything that happened. <laughs> we were dead like it was... Um, yeah, was I on the train? Times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Close my eyes, woke up. There it was. Um, so more Joe and Pug. Yeah, so that was Zero Hour. Oh, also, something that's just, that you thought would be a bigger deal but wasn't, someone in the crowd watching this. Money! That's ah. right. Who Mrs. Was Money herself. The big screen in the stadium, once I saw her, I only saw her once. Oh, I, I think saw her twice. Yeah, around the acclaim match. Yeah, she mm. looked. Uh, I think she was doing. She got a cheer because I think she did the scissoring tournament. Yeah. But I think she was. I remember thinking, "Oh, she looks sleepy. <laughs> it's been a long show." <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the reason Alice sat down because she was wearing like a boot to help her foot. Um, no, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know what the word is. You know what I mean, though. A surgical boot. Mm. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, been no mention yeah. of her on TV since. So, okay. Yep. Yeah, cheers. She'll be there. She'll be there. Yeah, she'll be there. Uh, then. Opening match of the proper pay-per-view. CM Punk beats Samoa Joe to retain the real world championship. Now, it's funny with all the drama surrounding this match that this match was really, really good. It's oh, almost a shame it's overshadowed. Match. Samoa Joe, like, I've seen him last few years when he's looked a bit, you know, <coughs> off and that, but when he brings it and has someone, I guess, a, a good dance partner like Punk, a guy he's known for decades now, 
God, he was so good at just his mannerisms. Every yeah. every move, every step he did counted for something. And he was just on the entire match. It's and amazing to think he's the same guy who... Remember when he wrestled Karrion Cross in NXT in 2021? Right, that's what I mean. Like that, that's the turnaround from there is amazing. Like As yeah. you say, like the, the wanker sign he's doing when <laughs> he gets out of the way of Punk's house show dive yeah. and he's celebrating like Shearer up the side. That's uh, Joe Henry Thomas, what it's called apparently. The house show dive when you do something like that. Oh, uh, giving Punk the finger after he puts him through the announce yeah. table. Uh, yeah, everything Punk he did. Bladed in the first was, match. Yeah, and when you're getting him... Um, when you put him down to do the uh, Tony kick and the thing, he's going, yeah. Oh, I'm done doing it. Had to do that. Had to do that before I get the cook going. They both, they, you, they went out. It's almost like they'd gone out and Punk was like, we'll show the young bucks yep. that you don't need to do a million moves. They just had like a, yeah, like a, a pandemime pro wrestling match, but a really good one. Yeah. yeah. Fair play. The fight back stuff with Punk doing Cena's like fight back stuff and then the Hogan leg drop and then Joe using the Hulk Hogan power up thing. Oh I don't God. know. I, I, I'm, I was, that was the bit, bit about the match I didn't quite get or like. I'm like, why are you, why? I don't know. Who's comparing you to Hogan? Yeah, but the live crowd. Oh, we loved oh, it live. Are, like, yeah. Oh, people are oh, comparing yeah, like, now to Hogan. Yeah, he's got the sprayed belt and he's a backstage megalomania. <laughs> I think of every other wrestler who's ever existed when I could see him punk before, I think of Hulk. <laughs> Where's he getting that? Is Houseman going, thanks, Hulk? I don't know. Thanks, brother. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Lovely ending as well with the Pepsi plunge, I think. Oh, was that the right? first time he's done that since when? When? <laughs> since uh, MJF. Well, you did it with MJF. Did he actually? He did, oh, yes. But... He's only done it once in AW, twice now. Yeah. It's so hard to make that move look natural. Must but be they hard. did a really good job here. Against a big opponent like Joe as well. Yeah. I saw a video breakdown. You know how Stevie Richards has been doing this video breakdown? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're normally very good. He's slating it. He's going, yeah, this, this is. This match? Yeah. No, the, that move. Oh. Just specifically that Pepsi plunge. I mean, I get it. Because he, he was doing it as his regular finisher in Ring of Honor. He's out with Punk in the past. Because he's really not complimentary about him or Joe. He's like, yeah, Joe's carrying a lot of weight around. That's worrying for health issues and stuff. I was like, oh my God, oh. Stevie Richards. Of the people that like Stevie Richards, Danny Dorian in particular said, like, look, Stevie Richards is nice. But if he, if he sees someone out of shape, so oh, he really? goes, because when they go down the beach, all he'll do is just slay people out of what? shape. Look at you. What a great guy. Look at you selling my face and all that. Look at that. God. You know, about that stuff. So he's really into his fitness. Oh, dear. I'm on JBL's side now. <laughs> we stand for JBL. He was pals with, and I'm not saying the blue Man, but like he's a bigger guy, blue meanian. Yeah. Like, what was Stevie thinking secretly throughout their friendship? Well, again, he was the blue meanie. He wasn't super fit, Jim. No, yeah, that's but, what I mean. Yeah. No, but I mean that. Um, like, oh. look, I don't, I'm not right. Okay, this sorry. Story. Okay. <laughs> Why am I defending Stevie Richards' entire so life? Maybe yeah. Stevie Richards doesn't have a specific issue then with Joe or Punk. It's just the way he is, I guess. Yeah. It's just uh, the way he is. The concept of fat people. <laughs> Next to <laughs> Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, but anyway, the, course, the, Yeah, the match was amazing. Like, it had a bit of everything. It had, like, the silly bollocks. It had the brutal stuff. It had the sort of showmanship. And the, the t mm -hmm. like, even when he was, t like, the Terry Funk tributes, which... I was sat next to this lad I've oh, never, met, never yeah. met before, and he was obviously locking on the spinning toe hold, Terry Funk tribute, CM Punk was, and everyone around me, apart from this one lad next to me, was going, he can't even do a figure four oh. anymore. <laughs> we were like, no, it's no. a Terry Funk tribute, what are you doing? Then we had loads of people going, woo! I'm like, I'm like no, it's a spinning toe yeah. hold, or oh, whatever. He but then the, he did the, the, the ropes, yeah, teetering. Wee. Yeah, it had a bit of everything. I thought it was a proper, like, American professional yeah. main event. Yeah, so yeah. between the Terry Funk... And Hogan in Cedar Impressions, he's turned into holo hologram Abba. We drove like, past that on the I know, it's, it's, it's all like 19, it was in my head a lot. Just so those like, big Abba letters. Awesome that's right, it's go. the team, it's, it's the proper Abba, 
doing the dances backstage while hologram younger versions of themselves do it. <laughs> the future. Oh, is that how it works? Is it? Yeah, I mean, I want to see it. Really? Explain They're it. backstage doing it. Yeah, but it's just wow. like you know. You, you, 63 version of themselves or whatever doing. I just thought it was yeah. just like you know holograms when they're just you know in, oh, but yeah, but in it's actually having a nice time they come in <laughs> yeah and then they come out afterwards and go like yeah it's us and like, everyone goes Christ you're old oh. now like, yeah. <laughs> we're all going to die one day sorry the Tupac appeared at Coachella didn't he right. the hologram but the hologram yeah not Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> well, he, was, he was alive all along. He's in the crowd watching it like Monet. Oh, it's good. This um, Tupac's not going to come down, is he? <laughs> Excalibur said, "Yes, Tupac died a number of years ago." We'll more on that a bit later. The team of Jay White, Juice, and Takeshita beat the Golden Elite uh, after Takeshita rolls up Kenny. Ah, hey, Philip, go on, pal. Just. What a marvellous finish to the match it was. Because yeah. Kenny's just starting to get on a roll, V-triggers and that, and Takeshi goes, nope, and rolls him off. I love this promo before the match Omega when he's on the big screen going, this match is about heart, passion, oh. soul, and friendship! Uh, <laughs> God, I'm so glad they lost. I'm so glad. Uh, exactly. Because you see the heels entrance where Juice Robinson's pretending to be a dog, <laughs> and he's on the floor. A horny dog on a hot day, yeah. I called him. It's, so, <laughs> it's They're just... They've got all the banter in the world, yeah. apart from Takeshita, whose whose entrance music nearly it's made Don's, me. It's yeah. Yeah, it's just Don's. Oh yeah, it? nearly made me and Pierce need the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And yeah. the and the painting of them like yeah. warriors in the background, fantastic. Yeah, it was just six wrestlers doing very good moves mm. to each other in a very good way. I don't know what you say about that. Well, like Jim wasn't happy about the lack of tags. Why are they golden? Oh. What's everything golden for? <laughs> That's the golden lovers chip. That's <laughs> just the name. Uh-huh. Uh, but I thought the uh, atmosphere picked up big time for both. Like whenever Omega made his entrance, everyone went wild, and every time Don came on, everyone was like, "Why, yeah, why, yeah, yeah." I think Don <laughs> shouldn't have come out with Osprey for his match. He didn't really add anything, mm. and it made it just. Well, it was, it was the story. That's why I know, they were wrestling. But Osprey was always going to be the face. Yeah, I agree with that. Actually. The build in hindsight is really weird because Osprey was such a heel on TV. Yeah. Anyway, it's always Jericho with his self. Yeah. Congratulatory. Oh, I thought Osprey was good in 2017. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else thought this. I'm a genius. (laughs) (laughs) Jericho, man. I love you. But yeah, this was just, yeah, some some lads doing the wrestlings for a bit until one man rolled them up. I thought it's funny, though, is that like AEW. You get the most AEW match possible. They're the dives, the suplexes, the kicks, the hard kicks from um, Ibushi, which Jim Ross was like, He's supposed to be a good striker, but I've not seen any proof of that so oh. far. Yeah, cheers, Balch. His biggest strength. Five injuries in a row over the past yeah. two years. And then, uh, yeah, it's, it's a roll up for the finish. He mustn't <laughs> have got his meal on the plane like yeah. he did with WCPW back in the day. Uh. Do you remember when he did that? Posting on Twitter how much the flights were. Yeah. No, we didn't pay for it. We weren't in charge. Yeah, we didn't personally pay for it. We weren't in charge. We're yeah. just the faces. Yeah. Well, they were the faces. I didn't know. They were the heels. Takeshita, though, I, I get it kind of because he's like, there's all these lads doing all the moves, but he's a real, he's a pro and he's got all this promise and stuff like mm. that. So. I saw someone put a compilation together like where he's just like shooting on New Japan people. Oh. Like he does the stuff with the Ishii when he knocked him out. Well, knocked him out. Oh, I'm right. doing air quotations, yeah, yeah. Right, audio you, listeners. Um, and he was doing stuff to, who, who was it? He did like bit hard kicks. I forget who it was now. I remember the Ishii one. Yeah. Because that was in a, that was in an AW, that was in like, not not long ago. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, but he was doing put an extra bit of stank on for the New Japan lads in the match. Yes, good lad. I like the yeah, finish good. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and then at this I turn point, the page. at this point, I think this next match was a match of two halves because I think the crowd it took a while for them to get into it. Weirdly, it's I like, think it was a slow burn of a match as well. Right. Yeah, mm. yeah. It didn't really get going until the. 
kick out started flying around at the mm. end. I would say so, yeah. FDR beat the Young Bucks. Yes, they did. To retain the AW World Tag oh. Team Championship. They that offer the Bucks a handshake, but they walk away oh. like babies. I, I celebrated like the like the full-time whistle of a nervy 1-0 win. I was like, yes, mm -hmm. they've done it. I was wrong. Yeah, I was yeah. saying to Kale, I was like, they've blown their chances here. Cash Wheeler's buggered it for FTR here. It's a nailed-on conclusion. The Young Bucks are going to win here. And look what happened. Yeah. I was really invested in the match as well, people around me, because, yeah, FDR, Young Bucks, FDR, Young Bucks, chance in my section. It was more FTR my... in my section. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Somebody was chanting the Young Bucks. I don't yeah. know who it was, but they were there in the stadium. <laughs> oh, my God, the, the match before, there was one lad behind me just constantly, every time Hangman did something, he was like, I hate Hangman Page. I'm like, why do you hate Hangman Page? Like, All the people I hate. I know, yeah. Sorry, anyway. Yeah. But I like this match, but it was a Young Bucks match more than an FTR match yes. where the emphasis is on more on hmm this next move we're going to kick out of yeah. and that's the level of storytelling they get to it Matt so which Jackson is nice kicks but... out of everything oh he's the best <laughs> rush in the world but I loved laughing and going ha ha so <laughs> Dax starts doing the German suplexes holds on German suplex holds on uh, it's Matt right Matt does the northern lights yeah, yeah, holds yeah. on and he realised oh it's hard to do that isn't it really Without well, Dax having to get up of his own accord right. and then do it, you can't really you can scoop up a dude no, to do the German. him up for a shoot, brothers. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, Dax has to get up before him and say, oh, no, I don't want to do more of them. Uh, but yeah, I was really getting into it as well with the people. Because, yeah, because we wanted FDR or we wanted Young Bucks to win. And I thought it meant for a great atmosphere. It went on and on and on. Surprisingly, I guess because it's 80,000, that's too big of a number to get like one definitive thing going especially when a split audience like that. There was one very brief... Oh, no, it was ages in our section. The was chant, it? The chant for Cash uh, Wheeler. Yeah. Wheeler's got oh, a gun. Oh, yeah. it, was, it felt You couldn't like, hear on TV? Went back and watched it? It was so loud. Yeah, I heard Around it. block one, two, one, if you're in the uh, stadium. Oh, But that's what I mean. If you're there, in that block, that, 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 that bit, it's loud. But in the stadium, open air, it just was just like... It was, dull raw, a dull, dull raw. <laughs> oh, it's gone. It was endless as well. It went on for the first half of the match at least. No, we only heard it for like a brief bit and then uh, it carried on. There was I a feel the revolver sign and that was it. Uh, <laughs> Good on CM Punk for taking away all the attention uh, from Cash. What a lad. Um, I like the finish. Seamless. The reversal of the melter driver yep. into the shatter machine. They call it the shatter machine again now. Yeah. It was mm. the big rig for a while in tribute to mm. Brody, obviously, but great move. Um, I think people clicked what was happening just at the right time, like just before the move yeah. hit. So it was a good reaction as well. Mm. I liked it a lot. I was screaming, Cash Wheeler, you've done the silliest thing you've done recently by going for that 450 oh, game. Was like, no, you did don't you not remember the match? The definition the of insanity, time. young man. Uh, um, he did a dive at one point as well. I was like, oh, he's yeah. messing outside of himself. No. Oh, it'll uh, be the first time he's had a moment of madness that's uh, come back to haunt him. The silliest thing he's done recently. Um, I thought there was lots of like little Bret Hart moments where Matt Jackson was sort of doing the Bret Hart. I mean, what am I doing there? I'm doing Eddie Guerrero there. <laughs> hey, I'm the best. <laughs> That one. wacky character, <laughs> Brett. Brett liked his mama Cedars. I've read his book. More like that one, at you? That, yeah, that's yeah, that Brett yeah, thing. Yeah. You single? Um, <laughs> no? Good. <laughs> oh, God. You're um, taken? Yeah. With me. Na, 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 na. Brett's got, got your wife. Got your wife. 
Well, oh, no, it was the other way around. He never went after specifically. It was just that he. I, I don't know. Brett has got a dick. Got oh, a dick. Anyway, there was the Summit Slam 92 finish spot with Stone yes. in the middle of the match. Uh, there was the, like, the stereo sharpshooters from the members of FTR. The Jim Ross bit we mentioned briefly earlier, in case you missed it, was the Jim oh, yeah, Young yeah, Boxer's yeah. entrance. Uh, oh, they're dressed like Freddie Mercury. Oh, is Freddie here? <laughs> Freddie Mercury did indeed pass away a number of years ago, Jim, from Excalibur there. So cheers, Jim. Jim. I just had a noise like, I, I know. Yeah, but it, I think he's seen Tony Schiavone having banter with the rest. He goes, I'll join in. <laughs> hey, guys, Freddie Mercury. So I'm like, yeah, he's dead. It's like, <laughs> Just completely not sold annoyed him. at Excalibur for doing that. But it's Jim's fault. You could, no, it's well, not, how, how do you respond to that? Yeah. Is Freddie Mercury going to be here in 2023? <laughs> uh, going, yeah, he's actually in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, they are saying hello to him backstage. That's a, that's a good one, Jim. He is famously dead long for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well done. But the near falls at the end were exciting. Like a couple will have me on the edge mm. of my seat thinking, oh, it's over, but it's not. Yeah. yeah, I was just, I was shocked, but wonderfully surprised as well to see. Mm. I'll, I'll say this again. I think the reason why they have matches like this is because the Young Bucks literally don't know how to work any other way. But I oh, was, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, oh, let me get me bitch pulled. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that was, uh, I was like JR when I think it was referee Tony Knox was just letting. Rick Knox. Rick. Tony Knox is the photographer, isn't he? Tony Knox oh, is the <laughs> yeah, you're right. Shout out to Brit Rest Photographer. Yeah, I don't like you either, mate. Rick Knox. You've dropped was, a real industry name there. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Knox, he's was on East on Sci-Fi, was also there. Um, he was just letting the Jacksons come in and out. And, oh, he just does that. And I'm like, and so then one of them would, like one of the other FDR lads would then do a move and then the referee, oh, gee, quit, or one, two. I'm like, I'm there going, he's not legal. In fairness, I'm, I'm able to tell that who's legal or not, but it doesn't matter. AEW has established that it's relaxed rules long ago, but FTR are really good at doing a proper tag match that doesn't have the relaxed rules, mm. and Young Bucks can't do it. Oh, just saying. Yeah. yeah, so I'm so happy FTR won for tag wrestling. Mm. <laughs> In fairness to Rick Knox, he did call one of them correctly. Like, I think it was Nick did a blind tag to Matt, and Cash was pinning Matt, but Nick was the legal man, and Rick was like, no. Mm. And I was like, wow, oh, it's finally, and the rest finally just... happened. <laughs> no, See, I've done it once, it's all right. Hey, it's more than he normally does in the tag team match That's in true, AW. Yeah. He does not know the rules, does Rick Knox. He doesn't. He's a terrible official. However, <laughs> in kayfabe. <laughs> I always like any match where there's dueling chance and like, people like, no, I want to see who wins. I don't care about the moves. Who's going to win? Ah, The Bayface team win the Stampede Stadium Stampede, there we go. Match against the Blackpool Combat Club, Santana and Ortiz. Orange Cassidy pins Claudio. Bloody hell. Uh, where to begin with this? Kingston and Claudio from the get-go, straight up the ramp, yeah. was fantastic to see. Uh, Moxley whaps out the Terry Funk Brandon Iron yeah. <laughs> straight away. Uh, then the skewers bit in the ring. Yeah. Oh, screaming. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it, it was like two... There was the first bit. Bosh. And, and then, then again, went, and half of them fell out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. How? Uh, how? Why yeah. would you do that? That I could understand. Not that much pad in there. How does no. it stick? It's all fake. Um, <laughs> and bigger pop and a more realistic thing was Sue's van showing up. Sue. Yeah. So she did she have that flown over? No, it was an English van. Oh. It was bigger than a Honda. Oh. Uh, was it a Vauxhall? A Volkswagen? So Sue remember. had her transport sorted out. Yeah. Ah. And Sue needs to sue Moxley. Yes. Because he did yeah. what the Spanish FA president did to <laughs> Oh my god. Mrs. It Hamaso was, in the final of the cultural commentary from AW. <laughs> <laughs> she kissed uh, sorry, Moxley kissed Sue against her own will. Yeah. Reference in there. But he's a heel. It's fine, he's a heel. Wrestling. Trent took an absolute batter in this matchup from he start did. to finish. He got the power bomb onto the ladder, then what he was had he the... like when you met him? 
very like subdued, tired. Like yeah, Good I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't want to take a picture because I knew it wouldn't go well. Just like, and I was like, Kaylee, oh, just do it quickly. She's like, Would you mind if I take a picture? She's like, Yeah. Oh, least you <laughs> did it. He was just like, Ugh. and Sue was there drinking vodka down the aisles. No, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she was getting a nice coffee on Sunday, on Monday morning. Oh, she God. was. Yeah, he was nice. He's a nice, he's a nice fellow. Considering he just gone through that the night uh, before. Right. Yeah, he took a battering. Uh, the evil Penta bit. Because yeah. Penta's one of Kayla's favorite wrestlers. She was like, right, stadium stampede, yeah. here we go. He got involved in the first like little portion of the match, then he went missing for ages. Yeah. And we're like, where the hell's Penta? And Penta Oscuro <laughs> comes out, oh my God, it's evil Penta. One move off the ladder, and he's gone again. He got injured. <laughs> I was unfamiliar with the idea of evil Penta who wears red. Yeah, Is I, it a Lucha Underground about, thing? I know, no, I know about right. Pedro Oscuro, the one with the darker mask. Like, There's no white on it. It's just all black. Right. Can't remember. But then, like, there's this, but then he's gone like... No, clearly not. <laughs> then he's gone like... Yeah, so he's does, he does his Digivolve. Then he does like his but super Digivolve. And then... Yeah, and then you get his own his theme music plays. And Alexander yeah. Penta says... And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> it's me, but in red. And I, yeah, and I was, okay. As Red Penta's <laughs> battering everyone... Alex Abrahannes is behind him going, yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> doesn't, really which doesn't help how cool it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when he would come out as Penta Oscura with the gravestone on the entrance ramp in right. lockdown times? Okay. And Alex okay. would be there dressed like in a little vampire. Oh, I remember costume. that. I remember him, yeah. 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 Re- really helping. <laughs> Bless Alex, but he didn't help that gimmick at all, does he? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like Tony Khan. So you <laughs> yeah, I hope a monitor drops on his head as well. <laughs> so it was all nice. And what else happened? The barbed wire board, I couldn't tell had barbed wire on it from where I was at, really? so it was that far back. So I really I enjoyed this a lot more watching it on um, the replay on flight. Do you know what Cassidy was doing when he put his fist in the bucket? I got the idea of it just because, oh, yeah, I've seen we were, um, we like, Rambo 3. Is that cement? What's he doing there? Like, we were very confused. Our yeah. block thought he was putting in like the, you know, the jelly stuff that sort of sets on fire. Mm. We were like, he's going to set his fist on fire and do a Superman punch. That would have been, <laughs> That'd been nice. Um, but the glass was pretty good all the same. Yeah. And it was a... Nice little bit. Um, Eddie Kingston and Moxie, Moxie going through the barbed wire and him flipping him off within the barbed wire. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's all nice. Big laughs in the crowd for that, weren't there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eddie very, going. very over. Mm. Like, he went yeah. and did some stuff backstage and came back finish, in. was wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then mm. the stuff sort of in the Royal Bar. Oh, so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a scoop. Jack Atkins had a mate who somehow got tickets really near that oh, yeah. bit. Um, I think he works since... It wasn't like... There were good tickets, apparently, he managed to get. And he, he said to Atkins, he was like, they're building some sort of fake bar or something. Apparently, it wasn't a real bar. Oh, my God. What bar? <laughs> what bar? Yeah. Oh, the, a Milky Way. Atkins and Luke were sat next to them. I never got to meet them. And they were sat next to OSW in the press conference. Yeah. Apparently, at one point, Jay went, Tony, watch the crack. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Bless. Oh, that saying, what's it? I said, uh, uh, how's the form? I don't know what that was. I had to respond to that. Like, what, you mean like at the gym? It's like, oh, sorry, keep your back straight. You just mean like how you're doing? Yeah, it's just how uh, you're doing. So I was like, I had no idea. Sounds more yeah. cool, though. Now, again, I didn't get a chance to see either of them, which was nice. They said, oh, the feud continues then, Matthew. And yeah, there we <laughs> go. Was, was it J and V1 or J and OC? Or were they all there, all three? Uh, V1. Because it's OC who's your name. I didn't think, yeah, uh, I didn't think V1 was there because he said, oh, it's just Jay. So I said, yeah, of course V1's not here. Have you not seen his Twitter? He hates wrestling. <laughs> and I suppose, oh, he is here. <laughs> right, sorry. I will pass the man in an OSW shirt who looked like V1, but a, I didn't say hello. bum. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met these men, so I can't join in. I could say it. I thought V1 looked like Matt Hardy. I thought that was the point why he was called V1. Or used to look like Matt Hardy when they were both younger. Oh, I thought it was one of those ironic nicknames. Oh my god! How would it be ironic? 
because he didn't like my hard. <laughs> well, he had similar hair, I think, at one point. Maybe that was oh, <laughs> But I, I don't know if it was him or I not. I say it's because I love the man. So if died. I have blanked him. So I tweeted saying, saw a man in an OSW show who looked like you. Sorry if it was you. I didn't say hello. And he's never replied. Oh, that's him, <laughs> Oh, God. Hi. Top of the same stampede next year. Cultaholic and versus OSW. No, <laughs> I'm a huge we'll OSW. We could have Santana lying around in the barbed wire like it doesn't hurt him. That was so weird. Where did... um? So after the match, it was almost like the best friends had won, and we Kingston was gone, and so was who was the other? Well, Kingston was wrapped up in the barbed oh, wire, yeah. tailoring yeah. in the who corner. Who was the fifth man? Penta. Oh yeah, Penta was that gone. That charlatan <laughs> doing so, half a day's work for a full day's pay. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of felt like the best friends would won the match. Yeah, it yeah. It was good when they walked up the ramp, like the look on Chuck's face, like he'd been through something. Yeah, don't know what he'd been uh, through. I'm. Who would have thought that Chucky e. T would have made it to this? I'm so happy for him, yeah, right? what a guy. That lad from Idway Mid-South used to scare kids. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing people into paintings. I'm going to drown yeah. you. Yeah. That guy with the wacky list of names. What was that? What was it No Gimmicks Needed? I've only Alex the Samurai. So it's No Gimmicks Needed, Steve the Samurai. Oh, that was it. There's one, Dick the Hammer Dick. Just <laughs> all that sort of stuff, yeah. That guy, 80,000 people. Yes. God love you, Chuck. Yeah. Uh, things break down between Soraya and Tony Storm in the four-way match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Also involving drug... Uh, I can't speak, I'm sorry. Dr. Britt Dropper. Baker. Oh, <laughs> Didier uh, Didier Dr. Didier Drogba <laughs> was there. A champion, Hikurushida. Tony accidentally hits Soraya's mum at ringside, as well as Ruby Soho, who comes out to calm her stalemates down because she had to appear because she's on the poster. <laughs> Eventually, Soraya wins after using a spray can on Storm before celebrating with her family. All the nights. That was a bit... Oh. Yeah. Well, like, you, we've you read, read about them. You read things about them, and it's yeah. a bit like... They're a proud... Wrestling has more than one royal family. Uh, you were such a big fan of the Knight family, Jack. I've only ever met... <laughs> I've only ever met them fleetingly, and I was scared of them, so I'm going to just say good things. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about them. They're, they're a megabus away, so I'm just going <laughs> to... Big part of the night. Yeah, oh, yeah, you betcha. The idea of Surya winning this and this big hometown victory, England, yay, woo the idea of that was better than the reality of it. No, what, really? Yeah, I wasn't really. I was shocked because you're just thinking about what the rain's going to be. Right. She can't wrestle all too often, which will feed... Yeah. Well, I guess Tony Khan will like that. He didn't have to book the women's title. <laughs> oh, I didn't talk about that. Yeah, it's actually a really good booking. It's probably helping him out a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but just from the start, I thought Tony Storm's entrance was brilliant. Yep. Uh, yeah. There was a few people around us going like, oh, this is a bit... Oh, I really? don't disagree with that. I was like, yeah. Better Sunny queen than Liz ever was. Anything better than the outcasts. She's not bailed out a Nancy son yet, has she? Um, <laughs> I want him later on. Soraya's acting was fantastic. I thought when uh, Tony twatted her mom in the front row, who sold it like death, by the way. Oh, she's a pro. Yeah, she's a pro. She's an industry woman. She's um, a lifelong wrestler. But yeah, Soraya, because on the big screen, you could just see everything. She was mouthing with her, with her mouth. But yeah, yeah <laughs> her reactions were really good. Oh. <laughs> when she won, we got that sick theme tune. They are cancelling you. Oh. I know. That was, I was like, oh, she got a nice entrance. Got Queen. She got Queen. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Fred Mercury's still dead. And uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, Christine cool. King, no. I understand. You had a national uh, hero. <laughs> <laughs> Not playing that. That's fantastic. Woohoo! And then yeah. It's like okay, and then it's like oh, good for her. And then that theme, and you're like oh, that guy, that yeah. idiot. That's oh, it, that's this is why I don't like. That's why I don't like. He yeah. wasn't allowed in the country. <laughs> was he not? He's allowed? not allowed to come over. No. What for? Oh, oh, because of the prison record, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, cancelled. Uh -huh. Lol. Cancelled. And so he's singing about cancel culture. 
the stomp where Tony was yeah. being held in the submission by Saray looked like death. Mm. Oh, yeah. Being legitimately sparked. Oh, that stomp was amazing. Yeah. I I did, I did, to be fair, the, like, the finish of the match, they had like, it was, was it, who was it? Sheeta and uh, Britt had Sheeta in the thing, and it was a weird bit because I think they were just waiting for the other two to get back in the ring because she was like, oh, she's trying to get her to open her mouth. And then she'd opened her mouth, and then she just didn't do anything. <laughs> Australian lads at that point, a few rows back. Put your fingers in her mouth. <laughs> by this point, uh, yeah, beer, that's how it's by done, this right? Point, the beers were flowing quite uh, yeah. a lot. <laughs> and the comments folks are like, "All right, what's next?" And they're like, "Well, we hope those other two get in, so we can stop doing this spot, which is going nowhere." Match, there's a bit where I can't remember who, but someone can clearly just shut the coffin and win. Like, you idiot! Shut the door. <laughs> I like them. Oh, great. But I just the fact that I've done the man <laughs> Up the oh. places. Uh, there was the yeah they're busy over there and I just like the the, the shoot nature of the the ramp area whatever she calls it these days mm. not the rampage it was the, the oh, it's the night spike or something like that or the night driver or something night it's spike the word night is in it <laughs> it's the night, night yeah what's a night oh, spike no it's not because I've made that it's the night it's something. the lights like spike no. <laughs> it's the hype train <laughs> I can't remember. Um, oh, but I like the fact that she sort of stole one while the other people were busy doing moves to each other but yeah. It, all I was thinking of was what the rain's going to be and not necessarily like being like, yeah, go on, England. We've done it. We've beat the Americans mm. and the Japanese as well. Mm. <laughs> and the New Zealandish slash Australian. Where's she actually from? Who? Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Oceania. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Soraya finisher night. It's just bringing up her mum's moveset. I don't know. The don't night know night. The night night. Night night. night, night. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, again, it's... What people point out, oh, so there's only one, there's only room for one women's match here on the AEW show when people were up in arms about SummerSlam only having, only having two matches. And I think the big difference was WWE had been hyping up, well, Trish versus Becky. So they thought, oh, I expect that to be at SummerSlam. And also, Rhea Bloody Ripley could be doing something, but yeah. everyone's injured. So I was like, all right, fair enough then. Uh, the difference was AEW hasn't hyped up any of the match. But is that worse? Is it just bad in a different way? Oh, yeah. Bad, but in a different oh, way. Good. <laughs> Moving on. Darby Allen and Sting win their coffin match against Swerve Strickland dim, dim, and dim, Christian dim, Cage. Dim. Yes! That was glorious, that, like. Right, so they got, it was a multi-layered intro because the lights went off and we got the lights out. goes, oh, it's the Wyatt tribute. That's nice. And then it shows Sting in a top hat. A wonderful tribute to Jack the Ripper. What is it with wrestlers <laughs> yeah, paying tribute to it. Jack the Ripper? They love him, don't they? Was it NXT London when Finn oh, Balor yeah. had like, and there was a woman mm. screaming when yeah. he was dressed as Jack the Ripper? What a wonderful tribute oh, to the Ripper. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was a critique because Finn's Irish, though. He didn't, he didn't want to cast him in a good light. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we stand Jack the Ripper. <laughs> well, I was worried at first. I was like, oh, no. But then, but then bloody Joker Sting again. Yeah. It's a dog. Tell hell. Yeah. Sting, is it time? <laughs> Turns on his joke. He's like, no, 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 it's not showtime, little Derby. I don't know what the hell he was doing for there. <laughs> it's indeed showtime. And you go, oh, that's nice. And then, oh, it was good live. Like, I've got a video on my phone. It's sensational. I don't, yeah. oh. It's not a song that's ever really done anything for me. But, oh. I'm, but I'm not a metal boy. That hook. <laughs> he was in the and not the one your mum likes. Uh, <laughs> see, because that, when I started watching WCW, that that's what Sting came out with—the right, live right, version yeah, of that yeah. song—and it just sounds it's got more umph to it. So yeah. it's just like some people go, I don't know, but people don't don't like it at all. But I'm like, no, no, it's it worked for that period. Okay. It's Sting. I reckon I made it through until my like 
late mid-teens before realising it was a Metallica song and not just Sting's entrance theme from WCW. Yeah, Sting was in the booth recording on himself. Um, uh, the match itself was a big load of silly bollocks fun. Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, so the other entrances, Christian... Uh, big Ben? Had the, yeah, Big Ben. Or the Elizabeth Tower. Thank you, well done. Mm, big Ben's the bell. <laughs> yeah. So is Christian. <laughs> big Ben, I heard you have a dad. Uh, Swerve Strickland came out with his entrance being wrapped and he just looked like King Pooh. I'm starting to find him quite scary, you know. Because he started off being a cool heel. Who's house? Oh, I'm, I'm the dog's bollocks. But he's a bit deranged. Yeah. I find him quite scary in a good way. But yeah. yeah. He should be world title fodder for me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's... All everyone was saying as he was making his entrance to the section I was at was like, oh, he's so good. Yeah. Look at him. Woof. He was wearing someone's jacket and I didn't quite catch on commentary whose jacket Oh, it was. I think I, I read this on Montage Show. Uh, it was Jimmy Raves. Oh, oh okay. Okay. fair enough. Prince Nana. Also making his. Yeah, Prince Nana making it when we stayed in the good moves, him, like. Yeah, he's dancing away. Yeah. Just like that. And he had his <laughs> shiniest suit on. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just big old dirty bollocks, as you said. Great. Really enjoyed the thumbtack jacket spot where Darby gives Sting the jacket to sort of jump backwards. Yeah. We used to just sting his Yeah, Sting's sting his mask. I'm not doing that. I liked Christian tentatively, so he doesn't hurt himself, taking off the jacket. Going like, <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's the little things. Oh, and one of the biggest chants of all... Of all night was uh, Sting and Christian going at it in TNA, yeah. TNA, <laughs> yes. And they tweeted it straight away, didn't they? Yes, they did. Um, there was the bit where obviously Darby's arms tied behind his back. It's amazing every time you see it, what he does. <sighs> Terrifying moment, this. 64 year old Sting having to do the, the <gasps> as they put on commentary, the solid British steel table yeah. uh, spot <laughs> twice. I could see that. nailing it. I, um, at that point, I was like, the first one, I was like, wherever Matthew is in the crowd. <laughs> I feel bad for him because there'll be people around you going, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh you don't seem too upset about it. <laughs> Fair enough. I got over it. <laughs> uh, there was the Derby's missed coffin Ooh. drop onto the floor, onto the top of the actual coffin. God, God, yeah. And then we've got to replay the match, unfortunately, because Swerve's hair was out the coffin. <laughs> and that is a part of his body, <laughs> and that doesn't count as a win for me. Yeah, <laughs> hair, hair is people. I mean, so, we yeah. grew it out strategically for the match. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking man's wrestler. Mm. Cerebral mm-hmm. Swerve. I like, I, I know we all in the build-up everyone was like there are and I, I do agree to an extent that there weren't enough singles matches and too many big multi-man matches on the show imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But some of them were the right type of multi-man match where it was just chaotic fun. And I, I don't have a problem with that being on the card. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the the singles matches that were there did feel absolutely massive, which I guess helped along with the lack of singles matches. If that makes any sense, yeah, it did yeah. make sense. The only one where I was a bit like, why is Orange Cassidy not defending his international title on international land? Ah, uh, yeah, against an English wrestler or something. Like that. Maybe it was because of Pac's injury. I was going to say, yeah, who, yeah. who else? Because you could, oh, True. OC versus Kip Sabian, be still my beating heart. <laughs> so poison him. It would have been a good match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would have been a good man. <laughs> they did some good stuff on Collision together. I'm happier that this was just all the hits. Yeah, yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. Uh, And I'm like, yeah, fine with that. It's kind of the Darby and Sting match now. They've done this on several pay-per-views where they've had a, to- a tornado tag of some sort. Yeah, Sting, the hardcore legend, wrestling at AEW's highest ever attended event, yeah. TNA's ever highest ever attended event, and I think WWE's as well. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Must have been. Yeah. Mm. I was walking down Wembley Way on the Sunday morning just thinking, Sting's going to jump off that arse tonight, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a shame he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. Yes. It was nice good match, yeah. After being ambushed by him the night before at Rev Pro's anniversary show, Will Ospreay beats Chris Jericho. Sorry, Guevara tries to console Jericho afterwards, but Jericho storms off. Whoa. So yeah, you are right. Uh, on TV building up to this, Jericho's build up to being a brave babyface was to accept Don Callis' offer, realizing, oh, he was going to betray me anyway. I'll betray him. Very likable Jericho. And then to challenge or accept Will Ospreay's challenge for Ospreay's hometown, near enough. Uh, and to take credit for Ospreay's career. Take, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, the crowd, well, I mean, people were still cheering Jericho, obviously, but Ospreay massively over, obviously. And... This worked really well. I know you said before, because I've gone to Osprey this, whatever, overrated. And you're like, you haven't seen him as much as recently, have you, Matthew? You're like, yes, you're right. <laughs> this was all Will Osprey setting up Jericho for stuff, which yeah. was exactly what it needed to be. And yeah, damn it. Will Osprey looked very, very bloody good. He was, um, you can tell that like he wanted to help Jericho look good. Jericho, by the way. He kept up. Like... Jericho did. He went above and mm-hmm. beyond to try and keep up. And Osprey was like, in return, like the German on the ramp and st- on the apron and stuff, oh, like yeah, he was yeah. selling really well and bumping around like he can. And I, yeah, I just thought it was exactly what it should have been. Yeah. And he, Jericho didn't. It wasn't even a scary Spanish fly where you go, oh, like they got all yeah. the way around. I was like, oh my god, wow. I'm like, sitting here shocked that my move of the week is not oh. the reverse out the Stormbreaker by Jericho into the mm. Hurricane Rana. Oh my god, that was. That was, that was I great. don't know how much of it was Jericho, but he did his end of the bargain. Yeah, <laughs> so right. move. It's all over. Yeah. Like, oh. what a move that was. But yeah. it's not. It's number two. Oh. Number one is still to come. That got a big reaction when that happened because yeah. I don't think people could believe how clean it looked. Everyone went, oh. But even when he was like taking the cutter, he took the cutter, then he yeah. went for a second cutter, he changed it to a code, uh, reversed it, sorry, into a code breaker. Yeah. Like just based on that, and Jericho, just Jericho was on fire, wasn't he? Mm. He did his own Freddie Mercury tribute. I saw a tweet no. that was like, it's unbelievable to see that Fozzie sold 81,000 tickets and they put wrestling on the end of their show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Sammy is, well, I guess it's more what he did on Dynamite that I've, I'm confused by Sammy and his motives now. I don't mm. know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing, old Sammy. 
Well, he stayed loyal to Jericho, but he's now he feels mistreated. Yeah. He's doing a Kylie Minogue and just can't get him out of his head. Yes. Bop, so. bop, bop. That's how that song goes. La, Whatever. La, la. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. But uh, um, it was funny after the match. Obviously, Osprey gets the big win. He's the hometown hero. I was going mad. But every single camera shot was on Jericho. <laughs> and what about earlier? Who is the most Hogan wrestler <laughs> of the current day? It's Christopher Jericho. Um, yeah. Maybe, actually. That's yeah. CM Punk. <laughs> Um, yeah, great. Like it was, I'm glad they didn't try and they just the right level of doing enough, but not trying to expect Jericho to like do some crazy. Like it didn't go on too long. It didn't have too many kickouts. Right. Jericho kicked out of the Stormbreaker first, and I was like, no. And I kind of fell for the Judas effect. I thought he's not going to beat him in England, and then Osprey kicked yeah. out. And just I the, thought no one kicked out the Judas effect. It was a good moment for someone to do it. Oh, yeah. it was a night where the, the first wasn't. Oh, it, it really was. Yeah, Big Rick kicked out Mr. of Mr. Ass mm. kicking out of the. Oh yes. The end, I think it's called now. Yeah, um, that was a bit curious of all the people that get a uh, kick out of that. His, his career was on the line. <laughs> um, but anyway, six, this match was on the line. Was on the line. <laughs> this match was good. And um, I was very biased because he'd just been really sound with us the night before, letting mm. us in, all interview him. And, and then uh, I was pleased it went well. Yeah. Luke said that in the press area, because Luke and Osprey go quite far back, I think. They've known each other a while. And he said that he was like, he could tell that, Atkins could tell that he was buzzing that Osprey had done well. Apparently Atkins gave him a little little pat on the back there going, Aww. he did it. He couldn't have done it without you, yeah. Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Our son did proud. I thought, they, I thought they went back. I thought they didn't know each other because Luke's done stuff in wrestling before. Like he's designed merch, he's designed belts, he's mm. designed this and that. And I was like, oh, do you know Osprey through like wrestling? And he was like, no, I was heading, I was going to Japan and I put a thing in the Progress fan group years ago saying, where's good to go in Japan? And Osprey replied randomly and this became friends. <laughs> Come to my show. <laughs> oh, and also uh, Fat Tapler. It was the person who's done artwork for me in the past and stuff like that. Post lovely, crazy little New Japan mostly fan art online. Uh, designed Osprey's gear. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was very nice gear. Yeah. And Tapler likes it when it got called fat. So Tapler, you're fat. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, the Stevie gear. Richards doesn't like it. Yeah, Stevie Richards hates you, but we love you. The the is like the inside of his belt had like all the promotions he'd wrestled for, including WCPW, Adam Pacitti, general manager. <laughs> Legal. Cody Rose loves it. Osprey yeah. loves it. Yeah. They claimed the Billy Gunn. I was about to make a Jericho quip there of like, we made their careers. <laughs> they were unknown before we. we yeah, WCPW was unknown in 2017. <laughs> uh, WCPW original Cody Rose. Right. House of Black lose a thousand and no DQ match to win the AEW Trios Championships. It's a load of balls, this one, wasn't it? Prince Andrew's a diddler. That's I, all we need yo. to say. I know there was another line after that. No one heard <laughs> it because everyone was too busy going, oh! Meghan Markle, you're nearly as bad as Meghan Markle's when he followed oh, up Oh, that with. wouldn't have gone down as well. Yeah. She's very split. She's like CM Punk. People are split on Meghan Markle. <laughs> Meghan Markle, <laughs> like CM Punk. Prince Harry's like Tony Khan. Um, oh! No, so, no, um, that's what my parents would say. So, um, <laughs> I'm team Meghan Markle all the way. Anyway, what were your thoughts on the match? <laughs> I've escaped from that one. Um, I thought, well, I, this one got a more uh, subdued response online than I. I enjoyed it a lot of the time. Oh, live, I liked it because it was a bunch of balls. Yeah, but yeah. people was... people watch it on TV and analyze it like, like proper wrestling people. Like, so Billy Gunn's the first person to kick out of that kick. Yeah, his career was on the line. Brody King, who's supposed to be playing heel, is the one going raw Hulk up. Um, not a lot of people like Julia Hart. Taking the low blow. Oh, yeah, that that didn't weird. go down well. Oh, she got uh, scissors. <laughs> yeah, yes, anyway. 
when you went, it was a load of balls. I was gonna go and fannies too, but I stopped myself <laughs> and I said out loud anyway. I remember when Taz was coming. That was Ross's move of the winner. When Taz was coming, it wasn't even the top ten for the record. Okay, thank you, Bob. Serious business. When Taz was commentating for Impact Wrestling, one time someone got hit low. A woman got hit low, and Taz asked, "Hey, does that hurt a woman?" <laughs> Probably. He, he's lost when yams are involved, though, Taz. Really? Oh, yeah, probably probably the yam bag. Not the yam bag. <laughs> um, Very I, serious <laughs> wrestling match, this. Uh, the yeah. one got nailed, though. Billy Gunn nailed the, the one. one. And only. The one and only, the sorry. The one and only. Sorry. I, was, so I, I leapt out my little seat. And he, and he landed <laughs> up, and he died. But, yeah, it's like, the one and only, I yelled. Don't know one in particular. <laughs> I thought Brody King looked like a beast up until the finish. I thought yeah. he was fantastic. Uh, we've gone through Mr. Ass kicking out the Black Mass or the end, whatever it's called now. It's still weird to me. Mm. And I guess if the finish has to be the acclaimed winning, all the finishes getting hit on Brody King was fine. Because yeah. it was, yeah, yeah okay. they hit multiple finishes. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a nice palate cleanser before the main event. I'll say that. Like I said, it was... It wasn't the best match of all time, but yeah, I'd fun watching it. Nice I, tribute as well. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Live it went really it worked well. It worked better later on in the show when everyone was a bit drunk than it would yeah. have done being like an right. opening match or something. Yeah. yeah. That reaction for the Prince Andrew line, though. <laughs> I like the night, <laughs> Prince Andrew. Do you know what happened at? I, re- I mentioned that bit and I say, oh, I nearly spat my beer over the bloke in front and someone goes, was it Prince Andrew? And I go, no. <laughs> yeah. But then I go, no, no. And then someone goes, I wish it was. And I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> He's a diddler. That sounds yeah. like a really tough crowd to be doing a live it performance a, in front of Jack. It was just a group of wrestling fans all excited saying the first thing they could possibly think of. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my best like presented performance, but it was fun. Well done, you. Yeah, yeah a palate cleanser. <laughs> we'll call it that. And then MGF and Adam Cole begin the main event as friends, but gradually bend the rules more and more. They pin each other with a double clothesline, but agree to carry on until they have a winner. After ref bump, Roddy Strong interferes, still with his neck brace, and attacks MJF, urging Cole to hit him with the title belt. Cole can't bring himself to do it, and MJF wins with a roll-up. Cole and MJF hug after the match, while Strong stands with the kingdom on the ramp. Mm. Yeah, they had me like a fish on the end of a fishing line with mm. the way the match was structured, obviously with the T-shirts thing and all the friends. Mm-hmm. Then it's Cole, who's the one who sort of turns a little bit heelish by tearing off MJF's shirt and going against the, the concept of friendship. Uh, they had the stuff where the brain buster on the stairs where I think MJF had, like, landed on the actual stair part, not the flat bit at the top, which was gnarly. Then we had the bit where MJF was being a wholesome baby face, not doing yep. the tombstone on the table. Yep. But then Cole was able to do it. You're thinking, oh, my God, it's going to be Cole who does the betrayal. Yep. Um, but they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really, this was like really clever because it prolongs the storyline mm. without making us feel shortchanged that we didn't see the blow off. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. And it yep. didn't feel like we were shortchanged at all because it was a great match and there was drama and you didn't know what was going to happen. And yeah, it just worked. Yeah. I think it was because it was the finish no one was saying before the show. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was going either MGF's going to turn or Cole's going to turn. That's mm. the only thing or two things that could possibly mm. happen. No, but yeah, it worked. Remain friends. Yeah. I mean, did think when they did the double clothesline, which I didn't get watching live, and I did tweet it. Then they went, did they hit a clothesline, then they pinned one another. And then everyone went, what? Uh. Like, that's it? It's a draw? I didn't appreciate it because it was technically a double clothesline. Uh. It wasn't. It was two blokes doing one clothesline. Well, yeah. That's two one clotheslines. They were exhausted. Anyway, yes, they, I, was, I, was, I was exhausted. I really enjoyed them Jeff's delivery on no. That, 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 five I, more minutes, I, I was thought like, that no! was going to be it. I thought that was going to be it. I think I started to say to Pierce, I was like, if this is just to set up a rematch at All Out, I'm going to be fuming. Yeah. And then he goes... We're going, five minutes isn't long enough. Yeah. I was like, oh. That roar when he dropped the F-bomb oh, yeah. was literally like a goal was scored at Wembley. Yeah. 
Ah, that's it. It, it was, should yeah. have its own pop name. The, the MJ the MJF bomb. Hey, well done. The MJF bomb pop. It was an amazing noise. Mm. Uh, Bryce taking his bumps. No. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> the accidental Panama song. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh no, he said. And oh, then again. <laughs> again, when Roddy gets in He's there and, out, and hoops MJF and the Nads, we're all. Uh, yeah. Well, I was thinking anyway, oh, the kingdom are going to align with Cole. Mm-hmm. Cole's going to get the win here, but no, they turned it around again. Oh, it was Cole who, when MJF agreed to give him the, the restart of the match, and he turns around to put the belt on, and Cole tries to roll him mm. up, and I was like, oh, who's the who's the re- who's the boss here, boss man? Yeah. As um, OC would say, <laughs> who's the boss and now? The bit with the chair. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Right, right. I don't think there's so many people wrap it on on them, then lie down. Yeah, very clever. Yeah, yeah it was a match that had everything. It, it was, really was. Yeah. I saw some people not appreciating the fact that it ended without a turn. It's, it's going to keep on going. Yeah. You have to remember, it is still currently the most entertaining thing in AEW. Yeah. It's drawing. Um, the World Heavyweight title is almost an afterthought in some aspects. And also really good booking because it means if there is anything, they have to work around CM Punk again. Mm. Well, they've got MGF right here. So I would be them. surprised if it's the main event of next year's as well. Yeah, if it goes or they keep on it going. Long. Yeah. Or they could fall mm. out in the build to it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think they've already sowed the seeds for one of the matches on next year's card Ooh. with uh, Sammy and Jericho's goings on. Didn't that last that long? I think they'll be a tag team for a while and then it'll all fall apart. Oh, Just in time for Wembley next year. Uh-huh. <laughs> another live edition of Judas, maybe? Yeah. They'll have to sing another song, won't they? Uh, I hope they sing Enemy. Oh, have, yeah. have a legless man oh, trying to get no. up the stairs at Wembley. <laughs> Have you watched it yet? I shouldn't. Like no, because the <laughs> mental image is way video. better. Nothing that's going <laughs> to... Watching it is not going to match anything that's in my head. You're my enemy! Uh, and, so. then, and in a year's time, Roddy Strong will still be in a neck brace. <laughs> well, I would entrance music. The little little stripped back Osprey theme at the start was a bit mm. cool. I like that bit. The that's cool for the summer by Demi Lovato. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Yeah, I thought MJF's entrance was interesting as well because it's like, oh my god, he's going to turn it with Dick again. Yeah, oh. it's a very dickish entrance. And it's the, the please let me, did they play that? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they played that the bar, didn't they? No, so they didn't include sympathy for the devil, did they? No, no, no. He came out and like, it's, I just remember people going like, wow, what a trustworthy guy. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> on his throne with his. There's devil my friend with the evil mask and the <laughs> throne. Yeah, uh, I like that people were singing along with the MJF's theme. Yeah. There's not a peep of that in the pre-show, but by the end of the night where everyone's just arseholed. This was one of the best shows AW's put out. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's even one of those things like we went to WrestleMania 32 and we're like, wow, that was amazing. And everyone at home is going, that's one of the worst WrestleManias ever. I'll always love WrestleMania. Live, it's so different. Oh, live, it was like they'd catered it to the live crowd. Austin and Rock and... Are any of them doing anything good? Not really. No. But you get to go, yay. No, but but no in this case, I yeah. go with Ross, yeah? yeah. Great show. Ah, <sighs> a home run. <laughs> Five stars. Invite us back next year. Monday Night Raw. Damien Priest beats Sami Zayn after interference from JD McDowell. Google me. He tries to celebrate with Priest afterwards, but he's having none of it. Owens and Zayn beat JD down. Seeds are sowed. More seeds. This story's had lots Nothing of seeds. Nothing but seeds. Ah, it's all seeds. <laughs> Uh, I was just uh, the heel beat down the face then the face did the comeback then the heel beat down the face some more then the face mm-hmm. did the comeback Damien Priest is one of the best pure strikers in all of WWE I've written oh. down there ha ha he does that move didn't he ha. no not like that you know what I mean though yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got the kicks as well yeah but then JD helping out the fella who doesn't want him there what will yeah. Damien do about Finn's boy nothing 
do you think? <laughs> well, he didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't do anything. Uh, yeah it's just something else for Mammy mm. to sort out. No. Up the mother. Up, up the mothers. Uh, was confused when Priest tried a downward spiral on the announce table because it does look like he's just taking a rock bottom slash Uranagi. Yes, that's true. So, couldn't think of a worse move to do on a table, but what do I know? I'm not a wrestler. Uh, uh, Soraya's submission hold. Oh. That would be the worst one to do on a, on a announce The day. night night. The no, night she night. did the... Do you remember? Oh, no, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twice no, no, on the announce table, they were yelling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, just another match in the long series of storyline developments in yeah. the JD. Drew McIntyre is talking to Akira Tozawa backstage when Matt Riddle shows up. He convinces Drew to get matching gear and wants him to watch the New Day versus the Viking Raiders so they can scout their next opponents. Drew's coming around with the idea of tagging with Riddle now because he was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'll go out there. I'll see you out there to scout our opponents in the front row watching the show and whatnot. Um, I'd really rather he was teaming with Tazawa. Yes. That would be a better tag team. Yeah, be better, better promos. Yeah. Uh, there's a mild pop for Riddle when he showed up. Then he started talking about haggis. And it just all went, yeah, I'll get some hot dogs. Maybe you get some haggis. You know why, Matthew? Why? He's from Scotland. <gasps> Really? Yes. Oh. Why is Drew playing along with this? He's like, oh, I not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> They've doubled his contract. Doubled it, at least. And then out of spite, because he's costing them loads, they've gone, oh, I'll stay you in tag team with Riddle. <laughs> anyway, whoa, whoa, that wasn't in the contract. Yeah. <laughs> um, is they trying to rub out the signature? <laughs> you sounded like Nixon there, rather than Drew McIntyre. I'm not a crook. <laughs> I think... I hope, I mean, sorry, nothing. I hope this is leading to just an excuse for Drew to turn heel. I feel like there was a comment on our pitches video recently, which was, ah, oh, yes, another month of booking a Drew heel turn, because we always just want Drew to yeah. turn heel. But you can um, see it, like, getting sick of Riddle and then yeah. just snaps. But, it but is be... it a heel thing if you beat up Matt Riddle? Yeah. He's getting near pop. I'll take anything at this point. That Ambrew left out with the lid off for a few hours. <laughs> near pop. The Miz arrives. Oh, okay. Now, I'm not saying I was tired after AEW All-In. But I'm just saying, when the Miz arrived dressed as LA Knight, it did take about five seconds for me to realize uh, it, was oh, that was, it wasn't him. I was cheering, and then out came. It took you a few seconds after the Miz appeared on screen to realize it wasn't The Rock. Is the Miz the that, that, that's what I mean. The crowd started booing him. I'm like, what's he done? Uh, <laughs> that's not him. Has uh, the Miz got the greatest back catalog of these ever? He's done The, the Rock. Rock. He's done Rock. Cena. He's done two Rocks. Cena. LA Knight now. Maybe that's it. Someone else in that story. He didn't see him punk Jeff Hardy. That was a good oh, one. Because that, that, yeah. that took that's ages as well, that one, because he had yeah. the long hair at the time. Just the cutting the kids going, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, so he arrives just at LA Knight and could say mocking promo with all the LA Knight catchphrases. Miz has been so good doing talking crap about LA Knight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, what? I mean, yeah. I mean, what? Yeah. Hey, Knight, did you get a new haircut or something? Oh, it's me. Miz's impression of him was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, what? I mean, yeah, I'd start talking and jumbling my words. Yeah, what? Hell yeah. I mean, just yeah. If you oh, want to, oh, it was some scathing criticism. If here. you want a free t shirt, give me a hell yeah. I mean, give me a yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's just it, the line where he's like, you can cheer for anything, which means your support means nothing. Oh. And I was yeah. Like, you bitch, miss. You They've been bitch. waiting for these, they've written these lines months ago for someone to, to use them on. That doesn't involve, you know, tiny balls. And it's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> All the good stuff coming out now. He said, anyone could be LA Knight. It's generic and vanilla. Oh. And I was like, he's the only bloody one doing the night. He's throwback stuff. Miz, you heel. Mm -hmm. I'll disagree with yeah. you. He's <laughs> got you there. <laughs> I think th this was really, this made me go and watch uh, 
the old hey 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 ho ho video <laughs> aimed oh, at Strowman. Yeah. Wasn't as good as this. It's aged not that well. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good tune though. Oh yeah, it was hey, the best of the three. Hey, hey, ho ho. There's a lot of shots <laughs> being fired in that song at other people. It's like Braun is dumber than Lana's TikToks. <laughs> wow. Which I I doubt she gave the green light for them to yeah. say it. <laughs> Instead of dress shoes, this dork wears crocs. And that's a really specific thing. I bet Braun did show up for an event once wearing Crocs instead of... How wrong with Crocs? Yes, there yeah. is. Oh, I've got a pair of Crocs. Oh, God. They're my going downstairs shoes at the right. flat. Yeah. Everyone says that they're... Re- I've never <laughs> tried them downstairs on. Everyone says they're really comfy. They are really comfy. Oh, I don't like them. You, have, you put them on with no socks on, just bare feet and little bobbles on the bottom. Makes you feel like you're walking on bars of aero. Oh. That makes no sense. But it is no, nice. No, it's and they're relatively, they're relatively cheap as well. I wish they looked... Does it not hurt? Not like they no. look. Oh. Comfy, okay. very comfy. Sounds like a croc to me. Richard yeah. Tubman, fashionable man of the office. He wore crocs in here. No, just it was. They were like, you remember the like grey marbly, like a marble effect. No, on I never ever thought he would ever yeah. wear crocs ever. So if you don't like crocs, you're not fashionable. Damn it, you're not I was a this close. Um, but yeah, the, the bow on the end of the Miz promo saying, uh, "Whose game really is it?" With everyone, everyone saying, "M I Z." Yeah, oh, that's a good promo. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm hyped for this match. First match uh, Miz has been involved in a long time. I've actually been excited for. Oh, nasty thing to say. <laughs> that's not the thing. Since his Ziggler yeah, retirement match feud? That was 2017. Yeah, it was ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> During the New Day's match with the Viking Raiders, Ivar slams Kofi into Drew and Riddle at ringside. Drew gets angry and starts throwing chairs. One hits Woods and allows... Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, allows the Vikings to get the win. It's supposed to be accidental. I'm like, was it? Drew's... Woods is there. Yeah. And Drew goes, bang. And then they're like, I think he was aiming for one of the Vikings. No. Eric was yeah. within two yards <laughs> of Xavier Woods at yeah. the time. Drew and Riddle chased them off off the belt and are frustrated. Drew apologizes to Woods. Yeah, he's like, you all right, pal? <laughs> Did you see who, what happened? Later, Drew says he's going to ask Adam Pearce for a stipulation without tags in their upcoming match. Yeah, it sounds like some sort of, like, no DQ. Tornado tag. Yeah, Texas Tornado, yeah. Fall count anywhere, maybe. Timely for Florida, the tornado tag. Ah. Maybe that's why they said it like that. Yeah. Got a simulation that doesn't involve tags. You mean it? No, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah, it probably is, yeah. I thought, yeah, that probably is it, yeah. Although maybe it's a hurricane, not a tornado. Mm. Hurricanes are bigger and more destructive, typically. Yeah. Is that Ed Helms? geography. (laughs) That's I geography, yeah. I like money in the back. Anyway, what was said? God bless Kofi Kingston. He was a wrestler who had an accidental thing happen to his pal, and he understood it was an accident. So God bless him. Yeah, it wasn't though. In this instance, he was wrong. <laughs> That's how you know the new day are turning heel. Because yeah. baby, baby face tag teams, if there's the slightest, eh, they're like, oh, you hit me. We're turning. I've had enough of you. Uh, blah blah blah. Heels when they hit each other, are like, splat. Mm. oh sorry, pal. I know it's yeah. Maybe Stuff it happens. Is, maybe it is. I really enjoyed the bit of commentary where they came back from a commercial break and it was Michael O'Wade, I forget who it was. Uh, they must have spoke uh, spoken about people who wore antlers at ringside before the commercial break. Uh, yeah, 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 And they forced themselves to correct themselves. <laughs> no one cares. Because they got it wrong. Because, of course, the barbarian wore antlers yeah. at ringside, not just Valerie Haller. It was the biggest, most egregious mistake in the history of commentary on wrestling. <laughs> and I'm glad they were out of... Uh, <laughs> what were they doing? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> I thought, they weren't even saying, no one else has worn antlers <laughs> ever. And you can quote me on that. It was just, I wonder if anyone's ever worn them. <laughs> it was just like, oh, during the break, someone said, yeah, the barbarian. It's like, right. Who is backstage and is the biggest barbarian fan? Yeah. Who's put oh. that in their ear? Is Triple H a big barbarian? No. Well, maybe. Uh, if you squint... Uh, he could look he like around? one day Triple H. 
I love the idea of someone like Hayes or someone kicking off going, we need to give credit to the Barbarian. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> the Barbarian did that, Nate. You say, all right, okay. I guess the match itself, it was just maybe a standard was, match, wasn't it? Maybe it was 80s and 90s wrestling enthusiast Michael Cole, as we've now learned. Terribly days, Michael Cole. <laughs> Yeah. I actually got to see the Barbarian on my New York WWWF yeah. TV. Ever... <laughs> it was in the subway with his antlers. Have you ever traded tapes with Cole? Oh, I don't know. He didn't use his real name. If he did. Uh... Damn it. Sean Coulthard. I think I've got that right. Is that his real name? I think so. Michael Cole's name's Sean? I think so. No. I might, I might have made that up. It's worth verifying that. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. We're just going to stop. We're, we're doing listen. it now. Stop the podcast. yeah. Yes! What? Sean oh, Michael like Coulthard. Coulthard. Like, like David. The, like yeah. the F1 Meow. racing family. Yeah. F1 has more than one royal family. Meow. Sean Michael Coulthard. Wow. That's sad that I knew off the top of my head. That's really, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that. And his name's not Michael Cole. Bloody hell. He certainly drives the show along as well. Oh. And then stops and goes, barbarian. And then takes yeah. off. I put Riddle's entire shtick is Riddle. What's he like? Yeah. He, made, he made a list. <laughs> He made a list. He was yeah. scouting his opponents. He noted that the New Day had nice trainers. Or sneakers. Oh, are you ready for this? He sat down. If you need heavy machinery at work, stop what you're doing. Riddle, Riddle wrote that. Yeah, they got Ooh. nice sneakers. Not trainers. Sorry, everybody. Oh, yeah. Sneakers. That's what he wrote down. <laughs> they even draw a big dick with balls like a normal person would. Uh, that was the bit. Backstage, Balor and Priest argue about JD's involvement. Rhea Ripley turns up and tells them at payback they have to remind everyone that the Judgment Day is a force to be reckoned with, or there'll be some changes. Ooh. Damien turns into Vin Diesel from the Fast and the Furious franchise. I'd just like to... I'd like that. Well, Matthew, Family. Just on the topic of dick and balls that Matthew mentioned there, I'd just like to bring up something Matthew said to me on the train <laughs> on the way down to London. Said to you on the train? Yeah, yeah. I was doing, like, content, like, getting shorts for <laughs> and stuff, and I went, Matthew, just, you just need to give dead short answer, what's your favourite match of all time? And I saw the cogs turning. And I thought, what are you going to say here? And he was like, I've got an answer, I've got an answer. I went, all right. Matthew, what's your favourite match of all time? And he said, my balls and your face. Oh. I thought, well, we can't use that on the video. <laughs> Is he revealing something that wasn't supposed to be said publicly there? No, no, he said it on a, he said it on a packed train. Yeah, that's, must be, that's purely backstage gossip. He said it on a packed train next to that poor stranger girl we were talking about at the start who made friends with us. She laughed. Did you? No, she didn't. I said Triple H versus uh, Captain Shaq at the Rumble. Then she laughed and went, the No Way Out match was way better. <laughs> on the subject of dick and balls. It wasn't. You're right, by the way. Two weeks ago at the flat, I had this randomly oh, hang push, on, pushed through the letterbox. <laughs> Is it some sort of code that I'm going to get castrated or something? Joel, you... I'll send it to you for the post-edit. But just in case you're way? listening... Randomly, it was whatever day of the week it was. It was the the 18th of August. I had a pepper army and two packets of Tesco's cashew nuts <laughs> put through me door, through the letterbox. Uh, like, uh, and I was wondering if it was some weird message. Yeah, some sort of gangster oh, like code. No, no, I get it. But like, that's how they're doing it. Yeah. Aha, uh-huh, here's some free food. I think, I think maybe it's just stupid. How was, how was pepper armies? It's it? still nice. I didn't bloody eat them. Are you joking? Did you not? I don't they know don't where they came from. Uh, Tesco's. <laughs> Oh, that went bad last Tesco, time, yeah. yeah. Oh god, yeah. Down like... the Tesco chicken. <laughs> um, but yeah, what does it mean if you let me? If you know, let me know. If you are in the gangster world, <laughs> am I in danger? In the gangster world. Am I anti lurking around? <laughs> wow, Pepper Army, bit of an animal. Uh, Gunther cuts a promo on Chad Gable and says, while he may have become the first person to beat him in over five hundred days, it was only via count out, so it means nothing. Take that, <laughs> take that, Luger. Gable arrives with Otis and Maxine and says that next week 
he'll be the new IC champion. Gabriel has a match against Ludwig Kaiser, who wins via DQ after interference from Giovanni Vinci. This leads to a brawl, and Gunther stands tall after powerbombing Gable. Oh, so this was Giovanni Vinci doing his bit to make things right with the ring general. That's right. By besmirching the sacred sport professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. I thought we'd get more of like a Gunther being like annoyed with him for again interfering though. Yeah. I think that's where it's going. I think, yeah, it's something going like, why did you stop the match? But uh, I don't care about that right now because God, this was a good match. Yeah, it was. Yeah. God, hard hitting stuff with Wade in particular on commentary, emphasizing what each lad was doing and why it meant something in the match. So they took, yes. they're taking this icy title reign very seriously, giving it plenty of time and Gunther Shine by saying on the little table and uh, <laughs> talk about stuff. And then, yeah, Wade Barrett's like, that's a good move because of this. The only bit I wasn't a fan of was Chad coming in the ring and gloating about his win last week. Like, going, oh, it took me 10 seconds last week. It'll only take me three the next time. That, that's uh, not how that works. Yeah, yeah. That's I had the works, Chad. Goes, What's he on about? Am I just tired? He looked like a right dickhead, so he did. <laughs> <laughs> but as you say, the wrestling was just textbook. The arm bars, like Chad's over the rope, mm -hmm. like trading them. Then Ludwig did his gut wrench slam while he was running the ropes. It was astonishing to see. This is why people like listening to the Gold podcast. It's like, let me write that down. Chad Gable and Ludwig Kaiser are really good at wrestling. Wow, the shot. It was a reminder that, and you'll know this more than I do, but he was a, like a standout main event name in WXW. Oh, yeah. Axel Dieter Jr. Yeah. Jr. And yeah, so it's a nice reminder that he, he can be the, the top guy. Yeah. God, he's handsome. And he's handsome, but he's in got, like a Slytherin way. He's got right? Tiffy Strat in the bag, hasn't he? In the oh. yam bag. That's not... <laughs> in tip, you know My like new that? gimmick <laughs> is learning English from Taz. <laughs> Gable, I'm going to put you in the yam bag. Oh my God, shout out to the two German lads who won't be listening to this, but told us that the podcast was too long. <laughs> it's like, oh, I love listening to your guys' content. Well, like, oh, thank you very much. He's like, the podcast is too long, though. I'm like, all right, okay. Cheers, mate. That's a pretty good German, actually. <laughs> I got an A star at GCSE. Oh, what yeah. accents? Oh yeah, that's is that how you did your exam? Just put a slight <laughs> <Yeah>. swing on. <laughs> how do you? Hello. How do you ask for directions in German? Excuse me. Where is? Aye. And to be fair, most Germans can speak English, so they probably were. Oh no. Uh, nothing, nothing but people coming up to me and going, "I'm sorry for my terrible English," and then just speaking perfect English. Better than us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But one funny thing is that the word for mobile phone is handy. Oh, mine handy. Oh, yeah, you've been <laughs> I, calling I, me. I, okay, okay. Excuse me, you got a handy? Yeah. <laughs> Can I have your handy? <laughs> hey, hey, we just met. <laughs> ich bin mein Bruder calling on meiner handy. I've forgotten most of the German that I used to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Gunther never smiles because he hears his podcast. Gunther, I was going to say, did you? We were speaking German when your dick, uh, your balls in his face scenario. Uh, hey. I only had one interaction. Uh, dick and I know whatever. I only had one interaction with him, Gunther. I went, "Good match, man," and he didn't reply. So that's that's probably why. I heard your accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seth Rollins calls out Nakamura. <laughs> I heard your accent. <laughs> So we went off for 10 minutes to do an impression, so we just cut out for the good of humanity. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins calls out Nakamura, but nobody arrives. Seth is about to leave when a Nakamura video package plays on the Tron. Yes, That's what he said. I'm a big fan of them. Oh, for Nakamura especially. Yeah. They're so evil. Yeah. He talks about wanting to destroy Seth's body. So Seth won't be able to walk his daughter down the aisle Jeez. on her wedding day. I want him to know his wife. <laughs> we just cut this out. No, no more. I want him to know. <laughs> I want his wife to know that I'm the reason she has to help him out of bed. I thought it was a very good line. That was good. Especially, especially now he knows German, Nakamura. That's pretty good. Back in the ring, Seth asks what happened to Nakamura. Yeah, why is he German now? Before vowing that he won't be able to take anything away from him. 
Nakamura attacks from behind and lays out Seth with a kick to the face, then whispers into his hair. Yes. Yeah, I hope he dresses, I was saying this on our pictures video for Payback, which is out on the channel right now. And I hope Nakamura, for the match, dresses like he was in the promo package. I thought he looked like the dog's bollocks mm. with his fist taped and his fighting shorts on. Um, I think it fits the heel gimmick a lot more than the Elvis He was wearing onesie. some odd drip in the ring as well. Mm. Odder than Seth's, because Seth's is like, oh, I'm wearing mad clothes, me! Whereas Nakamura's is a bit more subtle, but you're like, he's wearing some mad clothes here. Yeah. It's a tribute to Freddie Mercury, who was in the crowd <laughs> watching. <laughs> Hey, there was a nice tribute to the fiend on uh, Rollins' belt. He had the fiend oh, side yeah. plate, which yes. was nice to see. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm glad they're doing this route of the like the pre-recorded packages rather than the promo <laughs> where bless you. Sorry. Yeah, the promos where everyone's going like just Vat in between every single Nakamura Vas? line. Vas? Vas you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the German podcast. <laughs> uh Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens say they're sick of the judgment day and want to settle things once and for all at payback in a Steel City street fight. Idiots. Uh... Silly man. What? Why? This this plays into the Judgment Day's favour. Oh, so it does. Kevin Owens is a hard man when it comes to hardcore <laughs> matches, and so I mean, is Sami Zayn. It's the numerical advantage. Oh, but they've had experience beating up each other in Ring of Honor. In they street, cannot street overcome. Ah, uh, I disagree. <laughs> Great oh, podcast. That was good. That <laughs> good debate. We think it's real. <laughs> it is real. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa wins a singles match against Bronson Reed, despite Reed attacking him during his entrance. And Bronson's push is over. Yeah. My God. He looked weak. Yeah. Why have I written down black and yellow Jones over here, Bronson? What does that mean? Is he wearing black and yellow? Was he wearing black and yellow? I can't remember. Kawada. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the crossbody while Champa was on the run by Bronson was astonishing. I think another impressive out and did Bronson in defeat. Because uh, yeah. even when he was taking bumps, like the one where he did on, on the bottom turnbuckle where he hit his head, mm. and he like the white noise by Champa as well, he was taking these good bumps was Bronson. What a good worker, brother, brother. Yeah, very selfless <laughs> to make Chamber look amazing, but it didn't help Bronson at all. No. Weirdly. No. He, has, he has a nice Liger bomb. No. He does have a nice Liger bomb. Um, and the Crucifix bomb at the end didn't quite go well. Like, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, these yeah, things. But he's massive. These things happen. That's, that's what I mean. I like the roughness of the pin. Yeah. You can't expect lads the size of Argos to be bouncing around <laughs> normally. I mean, what? Look yeah. at you, you freak. You're massive. And, you, ooh, and, you, and you, you're not Osprey. I'm going to tweet about you, how you rubbish you are. <laughs> Also, one thing I miss about uh, Ron's promo, because I was sneezing, uh, I like Ron's laughing at the fact the crowd doesn't sing Nakamura's song anymore. Ha ha ha, I won the Battle of the Songs. Get that was effed. almost Bailey-esque in terms of its taunt. Mm. Crowd like, yeah, his song is good, but we're not singing it. Mm. Yeah. All right. uh, where are we at now? Backstage, Becky Lynch is interviewed about her match tonight. Shortly afterwards, we see NXT Women's Champion Tiffany Stratton in the crowd. He was like, yeah, I know I tweeted, I said that you haven't won the NXT Women's title. But next week on NXT, it will be, and I'm convinced by this, it'll mm -hmm. be Becky Lynch versus Tiffy Strats. So it wasn't... In the shed? It wasn't a silly, mm, how do you say, my botch? It was just a, <laughs> a little bit of building up something. Yeah, it was a purposeful botch. Mm, that's what they'll tell Is you. Is that even a botch at all? What's mm. a purposeful botch? Botch boy? Um, I've seen people <laughs> botch a move onto Matthew in the crowd before. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Yeah. It was great. Martin Kirby and Redacted yeah. uh, were like, oh, they saw me in the crowd in Darlo. This is all. And they obviously said to each other, let's do a move on him. But then I didn't realize this. So they set up a suplex. And I went, well, I'm in the way. I'll get up and move. And then they <laughs> were like, wait, he's moved. So then they followed me. And I went, oh, right, okay. And they do the suplex, slip, and then they messed it up on top of me. <laughs> If they plan to do it, and you they're going like, to do it more ah, Get off me, big sweaty man. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm and stuck. Then, and then, then, then my mate made sure to push me on top of that. Oh, good. That's good. So great. <laughs> Darlow. <laughs> 
By the way, Raquel Rodriguez yeah. and the build-up of this, like the stuff with Rhea Ripley earlier in the night was like, uh, what did she say? She needs to stop taking advantage of her size and strength. Why would you say that about a wrestler? Why would a wrestler stop taking advantage of their size and strength? It's not fair. <laughs> you need to... Yeah. What's she meant to do, though? Just stop but wrestling? She's, she's bigger than Rhea. Yeah. She was on about Rhea, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was an odd... It was an odd... It was crap. Yeah. It was. But, okay, that, that bit was rubbish. I did like the fact that she, when she was attacking people in the video package, she looked promising. She looked serious. Um, Good fallaway slam. Yeah, cute for the brawl with a fallaway slam, saying Rhea Ripley flying, yeah. Riptide blocked. Ripley gets close out on the floor. She looked great here because she wasn't grinning like an idiot. And then yeah. they cut to the match graphic, and there she is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, come on, man. I mean, it's a hard one to buy into because the result seems like a foregone conclusion. But... Oh, I don't know. Like, because oh. they, they appear really high on Raquel. Well, I... Uh, okay. It'll go down like a fart in church, but... Oh, if she wins. Yeah. yeah. It's going to take something something special to dislodge Rhea Ripley. Oh, you're watching and start speaking again. start speaking again. I don't it, know how to it, do it. It's interrupted two videos now. We're Sick of this, Why does your watch talk? Because it's an Apple watch. And Are I'm you too James old Bond? To understand what it means. He it doesn't just, know how to work. It picks up what I'm saying just willy-nilly. Like there when I was on about a fart in church, it had that up there and then saying, I do not understand underneath it. <laughs> No one was talking to you, what? I've Googled fire in church. Here are the results. <laughs> Rhea Ripley and Don. I'm in favour of what Ross is watching becoming a character on the podcast. <laughs> You'll hear us soon. Yeah. In the main event, Becky faces Zoe Starks in the Falls Count Anywhere match. Trish Stratus continually interferes until Zoe accidentally sends her through a table. Oh, what you like. <laughs> Becky hits the manhandle slam through a second table for the win. She holds up a Bray Wyatt armband to end the show. Oh, that was a sad thing. Yeah. Fired. But the, the manhandle slam through a table looked brutal. All those oh, slams, I, thought, I thought they just went straight onto the floor. Yeah, it looked dead, didn't it? There was a table, but it, it was gone fast. She right-backed her. Yeah. Even the bit before where Trish did the bulldog through the other table where she landed arse first on the floor of a platform. Yeah. Yeah. That was gnarly. Then we had Zoe going backwards on the floor like that one. Then the Becky... Uh, the, what was the other thing they did? Uh, Trish was throwing chairs in the ring and one of them hit Zoe <laughs> like this. What are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, are they teasing something? Or did she just legit throw a chair right out yeah. there? I couldn't tell what it, which it was, but it was funny. I tell you what, after SmackDown, I thought it was Brave putting the Terry Funk promo package and then having this match. But then they got the... Just, you know, how oh, uh, the, oh. the hardcore element of the SmackDown match was. But then they got the kendo sticks out from the get-go and it was much It was much more like it. I yeah. just had a feud build up to it, not just yeah. here. Some hardcore for the sake of it. They were, you know, Sometimes I like the silly bit where like Zoe's accidentally knocked Trish off the thing and her and Becky stand for about five seconds just going uh, <laughs> just they can't believe yeah. it and I like that yeah, get off the tough spot for Zoe to be in like because I was thinking like you're five days before the big cage match at the PLE and then Zoe's got the singles match here with Trish at ringside as well how does Zoe come out with this looking good but she did by doing sick moves bros mm. she's good <laughs> very good <laughs> Uh, the superplex on the chairs was gnarly as well. I think we've nailed all the gnarly spots. Gnarly, gnarly, gnarly. I can't believe Zoe's made it through the minefield, the jungle that is NXT 2.0, and she's emerged on the other side. Which is right now. Oh, yes. NXT 2.0, the jungle. This episode wasn't as silly as usual. Oh, part of it was. NXT I... is becoming a wrestler's wrestler show. No, it's not. It That's is. not true. It is true. Okay. Right. Lots of wrestling. The Creeds win a steel cage match against the Diad meaning they're reinstated as NXT superstars. Hooray! God, the creeds were good here. They I love... were made to look fantastic. Yeah. I've been told that bulls drink their testicles to get energy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
cut you off there, Ross. Sorry, <laughs> no, I love the jeopardy at the start where the gimps were carrying Brutus away, making it a handicap match in the cage for uh, Julius, uh, who clearly is viewed as, I think we've known this for a while, as like the star of the oh, team. Oh, I disagree. Do you reckon? Because most of their matches is always like Julius doing everything and then Brutai comes in towards the end with a big Brutai bomb Brutai and stuff like that. Brutai's a big, scary lad. Though. He is. They're both big, scary lads. I, I was wishing that Brutus would come back as Red Brutus, but he didn't. It was just Brutus Oscuro. Yeah. Brutus says. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Joel, it's time to hit the jingle. Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh baby. Do you know what it's going to be, Matthew? Is <laughs> it? When... Your lad gets Julius. Um, which one was it? Zach yeah, Gibson. Zach Gibson, Zach Gibson in the ankle. ankle lock. And then the other lad. Oh, what have happened to like you lads? I'll tell you what happened to like you lads. He got power bombed with one arm. He bloody well did. And that is my maneuver of the week. I can't even figure out how you do that. Because you're a big, strong boy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, with, with lots effort. of. Yeah, right. I was about to say, lots of bull spunk inside you, but that's not. <laughs> yeah, bull spunk. <laughs> one arm power bomb. <laughs> And then when Brute Eye came back, when he was throwing people down the aisle, it was fantastic. Uh, the bit with Joe having the key going, ha ha, how are you going to get in there? Bosh, rip the, uh, the door off. <laughs> like Kane, prime Kane. Um, the director working overtime to get the holy SH1T chant yeah. off there. And I, lo- I like the double Brute Eye bomb as well in the sort of doomsday device position. Uh, it was cl- I've written down, yeah, it was class, OMG, R-O-F-L. Yeah. There's uh, some analysis for you. <laughs> MJF. <laughs> And the Creed's ripping bits off the cage and that. They just yeah. look like scary men. That's mm. good. Yeah. I guess we'll see you later, Rip Fowler and James Dre. Or... Well, they're not sticking around. It was long. a few months ago, in it? That was meant their contracts yeah. are, well, they're not getting, well, they're getting released October, September time. Yeah. So What's going to happen to Joe Gacy and Ava Rain? Who cares? Oh. No! Get him in the JD. Pitches. Oh, God. Available now. Oh, you wouldn't have been a fan of Ron Rutter's pitches, yeah. <laughs> that would be good. JD McDonald's movies. Not no, 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 in no. this gimmick. Here's, here's my... Here's my cr- okay, who, what have you got for us? It's Joe Gacy. Yeah. That, yeah. You're out, you're out. You're He's out. a fantastic character wrestler. He's just been given oh. a crap character. That's you, true. You can yeah. tell you, it's bad book and not bad performer. Yeah. And Ava yeah. Rain deserves more of a chance. No. Oh. <laughs> Get her off television for a while. No offence, obviously, but she's not ready for TV. Yeah. She can talk. Put her back in the oven. She's not done cooking. She can wrestle. She can sing. We can't even smell what she's cooking. Uh, she's been in the oven that little. You know she's what? Still frozen. The Ross. Yes. The Ross. God's sake. Easy mistake see. to make. The Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> doesn't really ever mention. Isn't his daughter's wrestling? Well, he, he's like, too busy showing solidarity with the other actors by uh, not striking. <laughs> the scab. If I'm just saying, if I was the most famous person in the world, I'd probably. You are to Wembley. Well, no, I think if The Rock had been there, we would have drawn a side. Uh, who'd he ever beat? I don't know if I was The Rock and I was watching Avarain as part mm. of the schism, I too would pretend it didn't exist. Because oh. <laughs> it's not. Imagine if The Rock turns up in NXT. If you want to show the world who doesn't watch professional wrestling what professional wrestling is because your daughter's in it, that's not the part you want to show. Well, The Rock was never a. He's not like a. He's not Harley Race, you know, he was a character as well. But maybe not a spooky character. Not a, not a tree fetishist. No, not a tree fetishist, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so what you doing next Did what? <laughs> Don't call me again. Uh, throughout the night, we see all four women in the number one contenders match cut a promo about why they're going to win. 
Stupendous. They all did that, yeah. Yeah, they, wow. I'm glad we wrote that down. Kamala Hayes <laughs> says hello to Tony D and Stax backstage. They all laugh about being champions when the Street Profits turn up. Ha ha ha. The two tag teams tease a future match when Dana Brooke, Kalani Jordan, Lecra Lopez, and Lola Vice burst through a door in the middle of a brawl. Biscotti! <laughs> Booker T proper fancies Lola Vice. Biscotti! What does that even mean? <laughs> It's tasty, I guess. Is that the... I don't know. The Street Profits excitedly shout that NXT is different these days. Yes, it is. Yes, it certainly is. Now, we're sowing seeds here, I think, for Mello to join. Take a shot every time one of us says sowing seeds. Oh, we are. Some more seeds than the Dudley's dad. NXT is the best storytelling in wrestling. Because you nearly said that without laughing. No, I'm not laughing. I'm just getting emotional because NXT is that brilliant. Oh, sorry. Don't uh, Yeah, Mello's going to join Bobby's lads on oh. SmackDown. And that's the first the first step right there. Mark oh. the date. The 30th of August, it would have been 2023. I don't mind that. Well, he's going to be the JD to the new Hurt business or whatever. Yeah. yeah so. But not the outsider who nobody wants in, apart from one guy. He's going to be fully... He'd be like Bobby's right. lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah. All the stables I'm in roster is just going to get an NXT lad. Corporal Carmelo. It's like a, it's like <laughs> that round in Love Island where they've all got to look after a coconut or something. I yes. Got to look after I don't Island. watch Love Island. No, I mean, I <laughs> flower baby thing or whatever. The I mean, I've not is. watched it for a while. No. Yeah, you get the, they get something yeah, yeah. to look after. It's an American thing, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah. Look after this. It's always a trope in a TV show. Yeah. Look after this. Oh, in Love Island, they just get a toy baby. That's it. They get a doll. Oh, anyway, okay. hi. So Fair Bobby, different. you'll get Mellow. And that'll be his toy baby. Mm. He scares him up, bro. <laughs> I think they do in like. <laughs> shh. Tell the crowd, shh. Sorry. Huh. <laughs> he isn't he meant to be like five foot seven, isn't he? Mellow, something like that. Little boy, little baby boy for Bobby. Oh, so he's saying that's all right. It's a reasonable size. <laughs> I, I saw he YouTube, can actually do this. I saw a YouTube video recently where like it's like a team of YouTubers are like, oh, we're splitting into two teams today. We've each um, each team's going to be assigned a virgin, and we've got to get him a date. Oh, I'm like, oh that's horrible, huh? And then there's the same lass who has a date with either either team's virgin. And then she chooses one of them at the end, and that team go, oh, virgin won! <laughs> Our virgin. It sounds like someone will be on Bravo it's TV. It's mad, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Butch wins the opening match of the Global Heritage Invitational, beating Charlie Dempsey. Bloody hell. Oh, he was more Pete Dunne again. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. It's the G1 Climax. But, it's just as good. Yeah. They haven't... It, this tournament's going to go by in the background. It's going to feel really weird because it's not like featured particularly heavily. Yeah, it was surprising. It's like, oh, it's it's Pete Dunne and it's not that big of a deal, really. It's just, yeah. yeah. You'd think it would be a bigger thing. But... Especially in NXT. Yeah. I reckon Regal would have been erect backstage watching the rest uh, the action. There's, there's two sons grappling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe erect was the right Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was getting excited, though. Yeah. yeah, watching his two sons. Obviously, his troubled son from the NXT UK days and his actual... Willy Wonka, son. Charlie Dempsey. Yes. I like the setup for the tournament, like two points for a win, 12-minute time limits on the matches, mm-hmm. one point for a draw. Mm-hmm. Winners of the Group A and B have a match and then go and face young Noam. Oh, he was all the way this way. Unbelievable. But I tell you what, the drop-downs that Butch or Pete Dunne was doing, I've mm-hmm. never seen them done better. There were some serious drop-downs while Charlie was running the ropes. Yeah, the footwork was... Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Charlie... He might as well live in Newcastle because the amount of bridges he was doing in this match. Dang. Unbelievable scenes off the German with a bridge. Then he did the like, underhook suplex thingy with a bridge. Yep. Oh, up the bridges. Yep. Not the, no, because no, that's the name of the Sunderland Shopping Centre, isn't it? Down that bridges. 
Down the bridges. Well, no, there's nothing wrong. I used to work in that bridge. <laughs> Along the bridges. <laughs> Over the bridge. <laughs> I just think of beaches now. On the beaches. I don't know why. In the backstage interview, yeah. <laughs> Dragon Lee thinks he's next in line for the North American Championship. Mustafa Ali interrupts and disagrees because Lee already lost to Dom. He's full of crap in the alley. He, he doesn't bleed poo. NXT. He bleeds poo. <laughs> Ali thinks NXT deserves a champion they could be proud of, and that's him. He leaves, but Lee doesn't seem convinced. By his political babble, he's trying to convince people. Mm. Mm. Lee is uh, down bad, as the kids say, for <laughs> Lyra Valkyria. He's like, I just want to say she was an amazing tag team partner. I'm like, oh, you fancy Lyra Valkyria. <laughs> Virgin. <laughs> Later on Instagram, Rhea and Dom decide that there should be a number one contenders match between Lee and Mustafa with Dom as the guest Dom ref. Yes. Ref he Dom. belongs to Mammy, he said in that thing. Oh. And she says, you look good in whatever he's wearing. I can't remember what it was now. On the oh. dance floor. You're yeah. good in stripes. Stripes. So yeah, because he's red. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Really, yeah. He should come out in the Shawn Michaels cycling shorts. Oh, and because of prison. Yeah. Stripes. Oh! God, I didn't NXT. I thought she'd just been a very supportive mummy. The Jeez. more you watch NXT, the more reward. It's like a great album. The more you listen to it, the more wow. it rewards you. I didn't even get that the first time. Like yeah. the MGF Cole clothesline spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stupid. Oh. Ilya Dragunov cuts a promo, giving Trick Willie credit and wants another match against Carmelo Hayes. Wearing a weird jacket was Ilya... He was. Yeah. You're like a, a spice boy going to a wedding. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, duh, and the metaphor interrupt from a set in the crowd of an impromptu episode of Supernova Sessions. The metaphor all make fun of Ilya for not having a title. Ha uh ha. -huh. So he heads in their direction and they absolutely freak whoa, out. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Dad tries to set up a match between himself and Dragonoff, but Aura Mensa cuts him off and brawls with Ilya in the ring instead. Illy wins the fight and Oro runs away. Yeah, away. it was weird. Lieutenant Mensa. Yeah. So I was thinking, if Noam, if, if Noam kept his mouth shut, he wouldn't have had to wrestle Elia before California, no mercy. Mm -hmm. But it turns out Aura, he steps up and wants the action anyway. And you know why he's lieutenant? Because he's loco. Yes, he is. Crazy. Also, <laughs> they seem to annoy each other because they can both speak German. Well, there's only room for one person who can speak German in this brand. Yeah, there was a childish insult thrown at uh, Elia by Aura Mensa in German. I don't know what it was. It was. <laughs> what does it sound like, Jack? I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Ooh, du bist ein Gefunkelnglog. <laughs> you are das Idiot. Yeah, sorry. Is <laughs> it? Hey, don't speak German to me. Oh, my handy is to ring in. Oh, where's das? Oh, Ilya Dragunov. <laughs> oh. Von Wagner. That's <laughs> a promo on Von Breaker wanting revenge and says that come Tuesday, it's <laughs> going to be the pair of them, no, no DQ. That was class, because it, it took me yeah. off guard, because it's been a while since he said it. And But this time it showed me how much he's grown, because he didn't <laughs> he didn't stumble this time. He just went, and come Tuesday, I'm going to batter you. Yeah. And I was like, yes. He got both catchphrases in the same sentence. He was on about getting tabled, but then he also threw in there the come Tuesday. Yeah. I'm so proud of that. That was one wonderful for the real promo, fans. Yeah. Yeah. I want his T-shirt. When's his T-shirt going to be on sale? You've been table. <laughs> When's that going to be on sale? <laughs> I, really, I really want him to win. I know he's not going to, but I really want him to win. Uh, I think he will. Do you? Well, you if, if, if come stay in, um, which he tends to do, come and then Brom's leads. Imagine if that was his finishing name. Was the even come stay in. Oh, the come stay <laughs> And then he's coming book and said, that never comes out. Oh, Biscotti. <laughs> come biscuit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, this entire table... My main man, the soggy biscuit <laughs> in the ring right now. The entire shtick about the tables, and then he'll bring the hardware, Brian, you bring your hardware, yeah. Oh, it's all, it's all coming up, come. <laughs> it, it is fantastic. It is. Matthew, what's a podcast you do where you, you may say come like 50 times? <laughs> it was a hell of a promo, though. He's still got the same cadence yeah. that he had... In the early days, Max, they're like, Bron, you think you're he, 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 yeah. And it works, though. But it felt better this time. Yeah, it was better. <laughs> he's, he's got it everywhere. The two catchphrases now. He's, he's a, definitely improved. He's a merchandise machine. Robert Stone was there with him. <laughs> Robert Stone was there with him, but didn't need to interrupt this time. Like, Von just had it all. He remembered all the lines by himself. Yeah. Good <laughs> I need him to win. Oh. Maybe if Corbin gets involved, which we'll get to. Oh, you're, yes. You're pissed off because I tabled your ass. <laughs> Well, guess what? I'm pissed off too. So how about we take this a step further now? Come Tuesday, you won't have to worry about blindsiding me. I bring the hardware, you bring the wine. Whatever you said. That's amazing. That's a great one. Valley Knight said that one. Oh, yeah. Saying what you do, it's the way that you do it. Electra Lopez and Lola Vice win their <laughs> tag match against Dana Brooke and Kalani Jordan. Dana is furious after the match. Yeah. Tell you what, Lola Vice has got a wonderful Urukan. She did two yeah. of them on the bounce in this match. Eddie Kingston couldn't have. Oh, yes. Spinning fist. Yes. Well done, man. Sick tricks. Oh, dabs. <laughs> uh, on the other hand, Dana Brooke should not be allowed to do those short, uh, short arm clotheslines ever again because they look soft as oh. a ripe banana. It, it Dana's been in the W. Dana Brooke's been in the system for like over a decade. She said the exact same level as she was 10 years ago. It's harsh to say, but she's noticeably worse than most people she does the wrestling with. Yeah. That's so hard. <laughs> yeah, but really it is. You're going to call it like you see it. I mean, really nasty thing to say. I man. know. Yeah, we've got eyes. Um, Lola Biscotti did a lovely black mask for the finish as well. Mm. Uh, wonderful stuff there. Oh, she looks pretty promising. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously Dana was losing her bananas because Kalani is being crap like she is. Uh, she doesn't want it to go down the same path she's been down. Yep. She wants it to be better, but she's not because she's teaming with Dana Brooke. Yep. <laughs> she's on the Brooke side. Oh, <laughs> what a theme tune. Oh. <clears throat> Backstage, a frustrated Carmelo Hayes tells Trick Willie that he needs people to realize he didn't just beat Dragunov due to Trick's help. He asks Trick if he thinks he can beat Dragunov alone, and Trick says he thinks so. Carmelo doesn't think this is a good enough answer and storms off. Alone, Trick says he knows Carmelo can do it. If just only Melo, yeah, if only Aww. he hears that. Because Melo's having a crisis, a crisis of confidence because no one thinks he can... Was all his success just because of Trick? Yeah. It's like Batman. The start of the dark night, where he's having his crisis of confidence, and then Anne Hathaway comes in through the window. Hiya, she says. <laughs> I don't remember this. But I've never, I've not seen it for years. Have I got already? Right? Dark Knight Two with. If only I had a sign. Heath, yeah, the Heath is this one. after or before the bank? Right bit? at the start, isn't it? I thought the bank was the. Opening yeah, the bank scene. bit's the opening bit. Ah, after Dark Dark that. Oh. Oh, piss. Ah, Dark Knight Rises. The one with Bane. Yeah, that's Dark Knight. Dark Knight's the one with the Joker. Yeah. yeah, it's been the air since I've the seen the first them, one, like. no one knows or cares about. I mean. oh. the, the Scarecrow Man. Yeah. Woo! Oh. I don't, you think that's the best one? You crunch. Oh, yeah, look at you. <laughs> They're not better than my Joel, Joel just said he thinks The Dark Knight is the best one. No, no, Joel thinks Batman Begins is the best one. Of course you do. That's why I went, oh, come on. Uh, cool, Batman Returns cool, is Joe. the best one. There was that one with, the um, Penguin. Is that one with the Arnold penguin. and uh, no. George Clooney? Oh, right. Batman and Robin. That's Batman Forever. 
Oh, yeah, it's not as a bad the, one. No, ba- Batman Forever's Tommy Lee Jones and June Carey. There's too many Batman. There's too many Batman. Which one's the Iceman? There was one last year. Batman well, and Robin. Batman one, and Robin. There was one last year with the lad from Twilight in it. Oh, I watched that one. The really? Batman. Yeah, How very moody. Oh, I loved it. It was bleak as hell. Oh. But the bad thing was, I watched it during the day, and there's like my window is quite near my TV, so I couldn't oh, really see half the yeah. film. Oh. Like, like Undertaker's entrance at WrestleMania 31. Yeah, and I was yeah. doing stuff at night, so I couldn't really mm. go. Yeah. You're fighting crime. <laughs> yes, this was exactly anyway, like the Batman yeah, film. This, Carmelo Hayes is the Batman. Oh, it's 20 past four. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke weed every oh, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah Scotty. Don't, it's illegal, <laughs> says Batman. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Thorpe attacks Dijak during his entrance, but Dijak wins a match anyway after sneakily hitting Thorpe with a strap wrapped around his fist. Strap yeah. fist. A lot of... Um, a lot of marijuana around the streets of Wembley, by the way, I could smell. Oh, God. Yeah, it was yeah, nothing yeah. but weed. It was n- yeah. Relentless. It was disgraceful. <laughs> it's because <laughs> it's, it's cheaper than booze. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought it was strange that Dijak had to kick out at two and nine tenths off a brain buster, which was the third move in the match. Mm. It was very strange. That's true. It's because they only got four minutes 15. So Then they had a Vic Joseph special, just lots of bam, bam, bams. Bam, 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 bam. I never uh, noticed he did that until you pointed it out. It was him that pointed it out. Oh, I'll give him the credit. Sorry, yeah. Then, bam, Joseph. They didn't stop bamming each other all the way through. It was a stop good, it. A good tight it. four minutes. Um, and I like the bit that led to the the, the, taping, the, the Belty McFist bit uh, with the referee having to put the chair out the ring. Yeah. Nice little bit of business. Yeah. Eddie Thorpe continues to be in the mud. Yeah. Yep. Like a wolf. In the sun. Like a dirty, dirty wolf. <laughs> and a DJ. DJ Dirty Dirty Wolf. Yes, yeah, right. Sounds like a DJ that Tubman will go and sing. It does, actually. And he wears Crocs that, on stage. Giants told me about a DJ recently called, like, Barry from EastEnders or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> DJ Barry from EastEnders? Like, yeah, it was silly. Is it actually Barry from EastEnders, though? No. Oh. Oh, oh maybe that was why he was... Carry on, I'll find Oof. out. I'll find out. Bron Breaker confronts Baron Corbin backstage. Uh, wanting thanks for saving him from Von Wagner last week. Braun tells Corbin if he even thinks about getting involved in his match against Von last week, he'll regret it. What? Getting involved in his match? Whatever. Next uh, week, Corbin sorry, says next. he Why doesn't don't you care. Just not read that. And sorry. Just <laughs> Corbin, <laughs> Corbin says he doesn't care about either of them, so that's fine. Braun says if he interferes, it'll be the end of days for oh. him, Batman. <laughs> Braun's got a nice new t shirt. It says best spear in the business. Oh, God. Baron laughed at it. He went, I'm merch man over there. Yeah. <laughs> I did like Baron when he was like, when Bron's like, you better not get involved. And Baron, Baron's like, I don't care. This was weird because it, was it goes, the promo goes, Bron goes, you better not get involved next week. And Baron goes, well, I don't, I literally don't, I won't. And then he goes, yeah, you better not get involved. And he's like, what are you on about? And then he sent my children flying there. I'm so angry. But Bron butchered the big spot of the promo because he got the famous catchphrase wrong when he was like, Ooh, don't get put through a table. That's not what you should yeah, say yeah, to Baron yeah, Corbin. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Baron said it to Bron. Don't get tabled. Don't get tabled. Yeah. It's a verb. He doesn't want to put over his, his yeah. new hot T-shirt sales because they're going to interfere in his business or selling oh. the new lone wolf T-shirt he's got on. <laughs> are we going to get the Von Don't get wolfed. Are we going to get the Von and Bron connection? Are they going to form a team? <laughs> Because their T-shirts are a bit similar as well. Baron Cummin. No, not him. <laughs> I want the Von and Bron connection. The Cumbreaker. Yeah, Cumbreaker. That works too well. Yeah. <laughs> Best cum in the business. It's better than cum the ships, which would have been the other yeah. one. <laughs> That's why people was... say don't fantasy book these shows you'll just be disappointed when what you say yeah. what you want to happen doesn't happen they so. watch this podcast <laughs> come breakers give them a theme like gladiator as well come breakers yeah. 
The Calm Breakers. Oh, God. They fight crime. Oh. Um, right. Now we get on to the porn segment of NXT. Oh, no. Yeah, moving on from cum breakers to, you know, kissing, <laughs> kissing cousins. Humberto Carrillo comes round to Angel Garza's flat because they had the same dream about him. <laughs> <laughs> right, to set the scene. Why is steamy? I've forgot about this already. To set the scene. I had a sensual dream about our grandfather. Angel Garza wakes up. <laughs> and we hear the distant echoes of his now deceased grandfather saying, remember what I always told you. Yeah, the picture can talk now. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly he's been faster in the clouds. Yeah. But Angel Garza's got bloody hands. How has he got bloody hands? He's only been asleep. He must have had a rough dream and knock at the door. Humberto's there, his cousin, who also has bloody hands <laughs> and they start talking like it's the beginning of a poem about things that I didn't even write down there's a lot of close ups there's a lot of yeah. like going oh, back oh, we need let me stroke you and oh. caress you in a saucy way then that they get the shirt out that says Lost Lotharios they both look at it like <laughs> yeah mm. but they reveal that they've both got the same scratchy scar on their tits which must have appeared in the midst of their dreams yeah. it's a cool new logo for the two of them <laughs> Like the scratches, like, ah. Well, no, but Eddie Edwards and David Richards already had yeah. that exact thing in Impact. They They're not a thing anymore. Their... Yeah, and they only had <laughs> sex with each other once. <laughs> yeah, again, if you think we're overselling this or being silly, because that's what we do, go and watch these segments. <laughs> hey, I came as soon as I... <laughs> I woke up all hot and bothered. You are my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon the beast off the chase has written these things. He married his first cousin. Oh, didn't he? he didn't know that. <laughs> his name's the beast. Like that just, was the first clue. No, I'd like to just defend the beast. There, it wasn't his fault. It was his fault. How uh, did he meet her? Don't know. A family do. It's a funeral, no. I think. No. <laughs> no, he, had a dream, he had a dream about a granddad. And no, <laughs> he's like six foot nine. I'm scared of him. Boyega, boyega. Uh, Joe <laughs> Coffey beats Nathan Fraser in the Global Heritage Invitational. Ooh. Fraser has a scary moment while running the ropes oh and seems God. to be okay. Yeah, he, he looked really good the rest of the match, but then running the ropes, he needed to capitate himself. Well, he didn't do the thing, did he? He didn't shake the hand. Brothers, you got to shake the hand with the top rope and then twist. I saw shake someone suggesting that, that he should do the... I saw a tweet suggesting that more like shorter guys should do the Ray second row bounce, but I didn't think Nathan Fraser was that short. I don't know. It was scary. He can't be that short if he was going to make it in the EPL. No. Uh, <laughs> Very few players of oh, that well, height. Podence. The shortest player I can think of right now. Yeah, Zola. He's going to be a corner flag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Jacarini. He looked noticeably quicker in the match, though, than Nathan. Like, he's running and right, doing the flips right. and whatnot. Oh, he's very quick. This, he's was, very, this yeah. was like Osprey Jericho with... Uh, Don't compare Nathan, this to Osprey Jericho. Nathan flying around doing his thing and going, wow, he's actually good and should be employed and never speak ever again in the microphone. And Joe Coffey would be like... But it's all, it's all irrelevant, though, because it was all the bass for the bow. All the bass for the bow. <laughs> Massive all the breath for the bow clothesline to finish off the match. Um, oh, of these voices. So I do an accurate German accent. And like, oh, Jack, you can't do that. But Ross goes, oh, He's not even saying the words. He's just noising That's it how out. Scottish I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess this is setting up Nathan to be the underdog you of the tournament. You know? as well. Well... On, on the way to Scotland. <laughs> it goes all the way up. that way. Yeah. Close enough. But I get it. Was... Your phrase is nearly from England. Like the borders, baby. Phrase is not nearly from, from England. He's from... Where he's from is not even a real place. Peebles, I'm sorry. Actually. Peebles? 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 It's like Balamori town, isn't it? That's yeah. not real. 
Uh, oh, God. I can see Nathan being an underdog of the tournament, making that, like, Istanbul reversal <laughs> to get back up to the top there's of the table. There's only one man I want to win that tournament, and his name is Duke Hudson. Well, huh. on to them now. Yes. Is it now? Thank oh, you for that segue. Thea Hale turns up late for a Chase U lecture, where they're being explained the rules yeah. of the Blee tournament thing. Duke Hudson asks if she wants to study. She says no. She's too busy hanging out with the... She's gonna have Resident to be... bad girl, JCJ. She's gonna start dressing in leather now. She's yeah. gonna be drinking whiskey at the record store. This smoking is... tabs yeah. in the toilets. <laughs> this is exactly the that episode of some teen drama where there's yeah. a bad influence. Her friend. mind has been corrupted by poison. Yeah. Writing down more like Chase Poo mm. on the side of the walls. Yeah. It's just the way she goes, I missed a class. Is that a crime? She was a cowabunger away from being the worst thing that's ever happened on NXT. But at saying that, though, I want the baseball jersey she was wearing. Oh, really? What a sweet item of threads that was. Oh, yeah, she's oh, well, don't get too attached. She'd be, she'd be wearing Hell's Angels gear while I stood it there, didn't I? She's, she's still, it is still Chase U, though, isn't it? It's yeah, it's Chase yeah. U baseball jersey. Yeah. But imagine, oh, you mentioned Hell's Angels there. Imagine if Jesse Ventura began managing. <laughs> Jason Chain and Thea Hale. Get you down in the bar. Here's our first conspiracy theory. <laughs> Andrew told me that when his old band were touring, Andrew from in there, he told me his <sighs> old band were touring around the country. They once got in an argument with some bikers who chased them because his, one of his bandmates called them Bell's Angels. That was pretty good. All the best for the bells. <laughs> oh no, quick run. Is that your Andrews? <laughs> Sounds like the puppet me. Uh, I've already got one impression. <laughs> And even that one's a bit... Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, and I like Devil Hudson going, seeing where the power lays between uh, Thea and mm. Andre, but going, oh, oh, well, I'll leave you to it. He's a snake. No, he's not. He's, <laughs> he's a political genius. He tries to stick up for it. He goes, well, Mr. Chase, she's had perfect attendance. Yeah. I thought, that's fair enough. That's Andre nice. said, I don't care. And he went, well, I've tried. He's, he, nearly, he nearly blew up in Andre Chase fashion, but Duke went, oh, whoa, one second there, Mr. Chase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, Andre was speaking of hideous racism. And he was oh. like, Oh, you're so from what? Australia or New Zealand or whatever. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize Andre, you were Australian. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa, whoa, the crows. Yeah, I didn't quite get that joke. Well, he's like, I didn't realize you were Australian. It's not like Duke's the most. Oh, he's quite obviously Australian, isn't he? He doesn't. What the hell happened there? <laughs> that sounded like. That's another start. That's another start. I just note. Know, <laughs> Ross was just <laughs> choked randomly. There's a door opening in the background. Um, yeah, there was the a thing. Chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say there. But oh, move on. My world got a big reaction, by the way, at yeah. Wembley. Oh, Everyone loves that theme. Me, me and Martin go, we woo, we woo. <laughs> NXT Anonymous catches Fallon Henley talking to Miles Bourne. She says, JB and BJ looking for a partner to take on Gulag Dumps and Damon Bourne says, yeah, that's great. Did no, you no, know, Matthew? This is crucial. That he's deaf. I forgot last week, but I <laughs> made sure, you know, I'm never forgetting again. And also, he's going to get in trouble for this. It's yeah, been caught yeah. by NXT Anonymous. He's sold out. He's gonna, the team he's facing is his boys. Who mistreat him in that, but they're not going to be yeah, happy Yeah, wait, they're this. dicks. Yeah, but they're not going to be happy about this. Oh, so Dobby rebels and now he's a bad guy. No, no, I'm not saying he's a bad Shocking guy. I'm saying he's going to end badly for him. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's, he's going to get rizzled yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's paying his dues, isn't he? Paying yeah. his dues. Yeah, but Fallon seems to think he's ready. Is he ready? He went, me? On NXT. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's had matches before, hasn't he? Yeah, he was like, uh, on the finest brand in all of the world. Like, Up there, <laughs> yeah. where flowers bloom. <laughs> Camera pans over. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Wesley calls in from the open plains of NXT. <laughs> like, all right. Where, we start off so saying so many good things about this program. It's it just, just, just the outside the grounds of Chase U, I've heard where he was. It's like the rolling hills, by the way. He's on the Oregon yeah. Trail. He says Heatwave may not have gone how he wanted, but it's not over between him and Kamalo Hayes. The NXT title is still coming to the Wes side. Mm. He, he didn't say if he's okay or not. No. After that bump uh, last week when he landed Tope into oh, the thing. Yeah. So. I did like how he was like, Melo didn't beat me. I beat myself. <laughs> oh, that's what all the managers say when a team leaves. Uh, but I guess that uh, could feed into Melo's, like, you know, his Batman crisis of confidence. True. Did I beat him or did he beat him? <laughs> oh, who was it? It was Apollo Crews. He was like the broody noir diner man, wasn't it? Writing in his journal. Yeah. It's going to become Hayes. He's going to start writing. No, there's there. another thing Apollo Crews used to do. Predict the future. Yes. Oh, and then he stopped. <laughs> and got swallowed whole by Dabakato. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like oh, Pinocchio. Way, Nick Wayne might have been eaten by Luchasaurus. We never mentioned that. He just took him away. It was funny. Someone said, like, even though Nick Wayne did have matches on the weekend, if you didn't know about that, Nick Wayne showed up to AEW to take a choke sound from a dinosaur. They get they get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good work if you can get it. Mm. And the main event, no. Tyler yet. was there. Oh, oh we can't miss this out, can we? In the backstage interview, <laughs> Tyler Bate talks about the rivals in his group of the Global Heritage Invitational, uh, you know, poachers and things like that, paying special attention to Booch. He then turns his attention to Dabakado, want to be the David to his Goliath. I like the way he switched the conversation. He was like, but first, I must clean my palate. Yeah, that was... Because uh... <laughs> he's British and whimsical. Do you remember that bit of that period in British wrestling where him, Trent Seven, and Pete Dunne were like the cool, like the, the top Peaky dogs. Blinders, yeah. coolest yeah. dudes, yeah. If they could, if he could, because well, this is exactly the type of thing they would make fun oh, of yeah, in their 100%. promos. Trent Seven probably is bringing them, going, "What? What are you doing?" Yeah. He's going, "Me, I don't know if you know this. Me and Butch have quite the history." <laughs> yeah, we know. So it was an NXT event where they told, they stole, they stole the show at that Chicago. Mm. Was it Chicago? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. And now they're going to have like a 12-minute match. It'll be, mm. it'll be quite good because it, it also went, maybe now we can settle our rivalry once and for all. Mm. I'm like, well... We'll have buttered scones after I beat Dabakado. Yeah. I'm like, you know, this isn't going to be the blow-off. It's, uh, it's never going to live up to that. Never mind. Uh, I was disappointed by this. It's not Tyler's fault. Just give Dabakato a big bifter. Yeah. Knock him off his game. <laughs> then you take advantage, Tyler. <laughs> Let about... me be the David to your glory. He doesn't smoke. He's, a, he's all about herbal remedies. <laughs> That's what they call it, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the main event, Carla James wins the four-way match against Roxanne Perez, Gigi Dolan, and Blair Davenport become the number one contender. So I was playing Tiff Strats, she says. Oh, she came out, yeah. But Tiffy Strats got a mystery opponent for next week. It was announced just before the, uh, oh, the match. Who could that so possibly be? Bucky Launch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's been a herbal remedies. <laughs> I'm getting tired. Uh, oh, I was pleasantly surprised because I thought, well, this will be Roxanne Perez. She's the only face in the match facing the heel champion, so she will win. But no, Kiana James won. And I, and yeah. I think both me and Ross have caught on to the fact that she's very underrated. She Bless is. Bless you again, man. Yeah, well, I was fearful of Roxanne winning as well because I'm a bit <gasps> bored of her going, oh, I'm the prodigy. I need to realise my potential now. <laughs> oh, I like Roxanne. Oh, boring. Oh. Um, <laughs> but there was nice pinning combos mm. from all the four lasses at the start. Then yeah. Gigi Dolan was Rainmaker and folk, but not literally like Rain. Oh, she was a face in the match as well. Sorry, actually. Yeah. She could have won. Yeah. Uh, she was just kicking folk and taking them all down. I thought there was a nice spot where Roxanne went to hit the pop rocks, but then Blair Davenport sheared her right out of town. 
And then it was nice with Keanu James doing a couple of quick fire moves to win. Oh, it was another like I've noticed with the multiple ladies matches, especially. I go back to the uh, M- not Emmy Sakura. My God, I've just dropped Mako Satamura. Oh, Mako Satamura, yeah. When yeah. she had the, the triple threat match with Blair Davenport and someone else, I'm forgetting who it was. Yeah, no? I remember who the, the hell was it? wasn't it? It was, uh, was Mandy Rose. Oh, oh Mandy Rose. Rose. It was very well structured. Oh yeah, God yeah. Yeah. It was very well wow. structured, and this was a very well structured match as well. I don't know how I, I agree. remember that. Well yeah. done, yeah. No, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. we think we all know how you remembered it. Oh, but now it was a very good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm joking, of course. You haven't got the energy after watching all this and typing all down. Bloody hell! Uh, so, Thank you. That was nice. Say it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of there, wasn't it? But yeah, no, I agreed. The match was scheduled to make scheduled set up to look make everyone get a bit of good time yes. looking in. I can't stop sneezing, Ross. But it wasn't, I can't even the, think. The pollen levels are high today. It wasn't the end of the show. It wasn't because Carmelo Hayes knocks on Shawn Michaels' door saying he needs to talk. And that was the end of the show. He wants to heal you. And he, he, he opens oh, the door. I think he wants to beat him without trick being He wants there. to get rid of the asterisk yeah. on his record. Ast- one of those asterisks. Asterisk, yes. And then, then he opens the door, hits Kenta, and he goes, sorry, Kenta. Sorry, Kenta. <laughs> sorry, Kenta. That's not why he says it at all, is it? Sorry, la. I'm going to run for a way before Dynamite. Yeah, please do. AEW Dynamite. John Moxie beats Commander with a K in the opening match. We later see a Blackpool Combat Club promo where Moxie talks about facing the winner of tonight's main event and says everybody in the wrestling business are all bark and no bite. Woof, woof, woof. Oh, just catch me. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like the new camera angles that they were shown in this match up here. Like the, the, is it called a jig cam? Where they got on the big stick and they're floating around the yeah. ring. Remind me of SmackDown in 2016. Mm. I like the camera angles. I like the fact that Commander was not allowed to do his normal match because John Moxie was just peppering him with mm. all sorts. And uh, yeah, he, he sort of like he tried to do a flippy thing, and then it sort of backfired and just Moxley yep. battered him some more. There was a nice Uranagi backbreaker from Moxley. Yes. I think I've exhausted my notes there for this matchup. It wasn't that long a match. Yeah. No. And yeah, it was a nice simple formula. Can. He, he commander keep on doing Lucha stuff to Mox. No, nope. uh, no, Mox can just <laughs> absorb it and come back. And I think Mox versus Lucha works really well. Yep. Yeah, it does actually. Hmm. As I'm sure it will when he fights in orange. Oh, Cassidy. Lucha. Yeah. <laughs> and orange. He was, a, he was a luchador. He was firehand. Is that a luchador? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see footage from backstage at Wembley where FTR confront the Young Bucks for snubbing their offer of respect after the match. The Bucks say that they were just disappointed to lose. They're really good. They're really good guys. We created the company. We thought you guys would cheer us. Sorry. Ah, It was the heat of the moment, guys. Uh, (laughs) Get out. Tell me what your heart meant. (laughs) But Bullet Club Gold interrupt and tell the Bucks to get out because this is the winner's locker room. And you're not a winner. This sets up a tag match for All Out. The Bucks and FTR versus JG <laughs> from the gun. What? What? What the, what the hell? Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? <laughs> hey, Manta. Hey, Manta. So they didn't shake. They interrupted when you guys They saw. were going to shake. They were, yeah. going, they were on their uh, way. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Ah, I don't know what was going on. Yeah, did that, but then it went, oi, 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 savaloi. It was, uh, yeah, the Blood Club Gold. Another fine example of the little things in pro wrestling being the best. Whiteboard, Jay White, it wrapped in bubble wrap because yeah. he was make, <laughs> making the trip to London. Mm. Um, I didn't even get that. Yeah, right? so good. But uh, I guess that they're you, getting. You know, the... cardboard Jay White got a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Paid for by AEW. <laughs> Not forgotten Imagine about. Imagine the AEW <laughs> minibus pulls up here. Sorry, punk, there's no room. We've got. <laughs> 
a seat for Carnival James Bond. All the images were, I sends a picture of that. Oh yeah, I see you. <laughs> I guess all out they're getting their fair share of like showcase tag matches as well. It's a bit quick for me to have the Bucks and FTR on the same tag team. Mm. Yeah. Um, we had this when they first came into the company. Yeah. And it never went down that well, really, then. It sort of, does it dampen their win a bit if they're going, oh, let's be friends? Yeah, maybe the Bucks have the done Bucks it should purpose. be like, yeah, the Bucks should be furious <laughs> as they were when they're in the ring, but not in this promo. Yeah, I think the Bucks have been sneaky Shawn Michaels boys here. They're a yeah. pair of Hogan's, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Pair of Hogan's, <laughs> the pair of them. Tony Storm is interviewed backstage and maintains that she's very happy for Soraya after all <laughs> in. so funny. It went Tony, I'm still, <laughs> Even though I am happy for Soraya. <laughs> However, the result has left Tony with no friends and no future. Now she can't trust anyone. So the outcasts... All these our. bloody shoes! <laughs> <laughs> so that one dude who didn't like George Bush. <laughs> oh, who throws a shoe? Oh. I like the fact that she's now working in sort of like, you know, movie speak into her promos now yeah. like Soraya went off the script and she forgot her part in my memorable performance wherever she said at Wembley mm-hmm. yeah it's just a, this this gimmick is good mm-hmm. yeah. oh she should be the champion again soon in my opinion hopefully mm. Jericho arrives wants to apologise to Sammy Guevara for how we treated him after the match at All In so he's back to being a baby face yeah. thank after, you Chicago yeah after <laughs> Sammy helped or tried to help interfere and hit Osprey which he kind of did but yeah. yeah whatever Sammy arrives and Jericho apologises to him they shake hands, but they have a tense back. Sorry, it's funny that the <laughs> thing's just knocking us into the thing. They have a tense back and forth about who was to blame for Osprey beating Jericho. Things escalate until Sammy mentions Jericho losing the AEW World Title Belt immediately after becoming the company's first champion. And no, not losing it to oh, an yeah, opponent, yeah, yeah, yeah. losing it at the steakhouse. Yeah, got a little bit tipsy, didn't he? <laughs> he certainly did. He can they calm down, I should say, and agree to pursue the tag titles starting next week. This was this is I'm not on board with Sammy now. Because Sammy was yeah. like, I've got no issue with you, Jericho, but I'll then mention something that gets you riled up. You'll mention something that gets me riled up. We'll have a little fallout that lasts two minutes. Then you'll mention being a tag team, and I'll hug you like we've never had an issue. Well That was a bit weird, bit weird uh, from Sammy. Huh. But I was as I was saying earlier, I think they've they've sown the seeds maybe for an all in match next year. Oh, it's a long way away. A tag team run with Lesex gods. Like, taking a month or two to get to the belts, maybe winning the belts from somebody. Can they stay friends that long with such simmering? God, that's the thing that'll draw you into watch every week. I mean, it has, yeah, we can call them MJF <laughs> stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so Jericho looking at that going, hmm, huh. Cole and MJF, let's do more of that. Is it finally going to be time that Jericho gives the rub to Sammy Guevara? Because he's been <laughs> his, like, understudy for, like, since the start of Dynamite. Yeah. Hey, if there's something Jericho likes doing, it's putting over those guys, those hot young... Oh, yeah, that's not true, is it? him into a pool of orange stuff. Yeah. Mm. So he put Osprey over, but then, as I said earlier, like all the camera shots were about Jericho yeah. instead of Osprey celebrating. He put starts over <laughs> twice, but it was around the time people were going, he only ever loses one match to them. Yes. And then he lost two as if to be like, ah, see? Because <laughs> yeah. Jericho is an online guy. Yeah. yeah. So online. Yeah. It was a shame so to see online. him get cut out the Bob Barker tribute this week, by yeah, the way. That was a shame. Well, that makes sense. Petty I don't bastards. know why Jericho's like, how dare you be petty and stuff like that. And it's like, well, of course, they don't want to show the competition. <laughs> it's why when, yeah, but... you know, when Samoa Joe wasn't featured on the Twisted Metal advert, which is on Peacock, but obviously Samoa Joe's not a WWE dude. But AEW are extending the olive branch with all the mentions of Mammy and the acclaimed promos and whatnot. And they're not doing it back. It's disgusting. Drop member? <laughs> Yeah, but like, what? They're mocking like, ha-ha, you're getting cooked by Dom. I know, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, thank God. I, I couldn't tell Ross. Thank you, Jesus. 
Eddie Kingston beats Wheeler Yuta to attain the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship. And it says New Japan here, but Eddie Kingston with the black and yellow and Wheeler with the green and white. Uh, this is a total old Japan this tribute. Was a, this was a barbar match, not an so, Inoki match. Exactly. Kawada and uh, Misawa going at it. Um, and, and two of my favorites. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. That was on his Instagram story recently. So Eddie Kingston had been watching Kawada versus Mazala, I think. I only assume because Muda, Muda uh, Wheeler Yuta doesn't always wear that gear. So, the great yeah. Yuta. The great Yuta. But yeah, they did the T-bones, the, the chops in the corner, um, the Germans, the back fists. I put, yeah, Ross loved this match. I like the double hurricane finish as well. Oh, yep. the hurricanes. Uh, I like Eddie having all of his bandages on and selling his injuries in when he was doing offensive maneuvers. Mm. Yep. Nice storytelling. And I like Claudio coming out at the end oh, and not even looking in Eddie's direction. Back in AW, Nathan Fraser. Hi there, guys. <laughs> Just the way you said nice storytelling, I haven't rendered it in. Imagine him rocking up back up now. Remember me? <laughs> I wrestled there for free, yeah. Oh, oh. I did. Yeah, he had visa issues. Yeah. He had to. Yeah. He, he got that job. Like, he got a job at Dewey as a result yeah, of it. Yeah, so good for him. Yeah, good for him. And a lady friend as well. A lady friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Do you want anything else in the deal? Can I have a lady friend? <laughs> That's why Thea's in such a bad way. <laughs> Having to spend every day with Nathan. It's all the little weird quips. As drove good morning, Thea. <laughs> <laughs> what have we got to do today? <laughs> Sorry, that's really nasty. I'm making, sure a, <sighs> making a breakfast in the morning and it's sunny outside. I guess you could save the, these eggs or sunny side up. <laughs> no, I'm sure that they, I'm sure that they are very much in love. And I feel bad that we. Oh no, he's probably not like that in real life. I, I hope, hope not. not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I could have made it in the EPL. <laughs> Good morning, Mister Blue Sky. <laughs> Tyler Bates in the garden, sat on a log. <laughs> Oh, he's fishing in his pond. Yeah, <laughs> gathering nuts with squirrel mates. <laughs> it was a good match with Yuda uh, and Eddie, though. Really good match. Yeah, it was good. Whatever. <laughs> but it looks like Eddie's now got a challenge for the Ring of Honor uh, world title. Against Ooh. Claudio. Good. See, there's a proper feud that mm. you don't mind being it all out. That, yeah. that sounds like pay-per-view worthy because, yeah, obviously he didn't beat him the first time. He could beat him the second, They've though. They've each other for years. For years. Yes. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. But the only downside is that if Eddie Kingston becomes Ring of Honor champion, that means he's further away from being a main event man in AW, which he deserves to be. Yeah, but so are lots of people at the minute. Yeah, but Eddie's special. Man, no. To be the way it's laid out now, you'd have to you'd have to face Punk, wouldn't he? Because MJF, it's going to be a hell of a thing to get MJF like back to like Healy MJF of old. Like a hell of a lot of storytelling. Yeah. And yeah, and right now, yeah, right. Eddie Kingston can go against either the Cole or MJF while being booed. No. Yeah, maybe it is Punk. It's mm. going to be Punk, isn't it, surely? Mm. That means Punk's got to be MJF. Would they wrestle again? They've, oh. re they've had MJF not mention at all that Punk's running around claiming to be the real world champion. They're just keeping it away. And I, I think it's deliberate. Very smart, in hindsight, if he is suspended. I don't think it's to save the story. I think that there's legitimately... They, they there's logistic issues of AEW, you divide. might say. Yes. <laughs> we see footage of Cole MJF in the locker room after All In, where all the business is happening, apparently, today. MJF reveals that Tony Khan has booked the Battle Royal <laughs> to determine the number one contenders to the Ring of Honor tag titles. Why is that funny? I just like, because it's like, oh yeah, there's a pay-per-view next This was week, a very exposition-heavy... Oh, well, then... I'm not going to say on the podcast who's won, because obviously Rampage hasn't oh. happened yet, but have you seen who's won? No. No. Wow. Oh, I'll have a look. Oh, is it? Okay. As I well would as not have picked oh. this team to win. Uh -huh. As well as a tournament to uh -huh. decide. Is the match at all out? The, ma the tag team title match, yeah. yeah. Oh, so the winner of the battle royal would be on the all-out card currently? It's yeah. Just, just to find out where to have a look. Oh, yeah. Thank, thanks, Andrew. That's enough. Yeah. And then there's a tournament to decide who faces MGF for the world title oh. at Grand Slam. Yeah, that's what I said. 
<laughs> oh, so Cole says MGF deserves a week off. That's a TV match if I've ever seen one. I yeah. got confused who said that. So is he wrestling in the pay-per-view or yes. not? Yes. He's just having this... I think this was a weird way to explain... Sunday to Saturday off. Sunday to Sunday off. Yeah. And it's a weird way of explaining that. Like, oh, this right. promo was after the match on Sunday. Yeah, we're meant to believe that after that hmm. grueling war in the main event, they just went backstage and dropped some exposition for us. It didn't work. That's for all me. everybody did. It was like it's yeah. like SmackDown two for PS One. Oh, played it all out though, saying like he might have nearly broke his neck six times and made him mm. wrestle more in the last three months than he has in his entire career. He laid it all out for you. Mm. Now he's getting a week off. Yep. And now they're facing an unexpected rival for their yeah, tag team titles. It is a weird one. It's a. It's not. They've not really been built for the past three years. So yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Okay. Enough hints yet. <laughs> I'm Cole cuts promo in the ring, but is interrupted by Roddy Strong and his broken neck. Oh, and also the kingdom. They talk about Cole's history of using his friends to succeed in wrestling, and ask if he only sees himself when he looks at old photos, because that's the only person Cole has ever cared about. Oh. Strong says he's going to enter the tournament and, and do what Cole couldn't do: beat MJF. Cole points out that Strong is injured, but Roddy says he'll win anyway. <laughs> I love the wrestling legend. I'm a wrestling legend. <laughs> I love that. Was that on purpose, or did he forget what he was trying to say and just went, I'm a wrestling legend? <laughs> I couldn't tell his delivery overall, so a bit, bit of both. It was a really good line, yeah. whether, it was, whether he meant it or not. Mm. Um, I like when he just first came out, he was like, is my neck health not important to you? <laughs> hmm? Yeah, you know my whose neck, neck health? You know whose neck counts more? <laughs> Me. I like this. I like... Um, I'm now in favour of this now. This was the turning point, I think, for Roddy Strong for me. The turning point was on Sunday because someone at the top of the ramp, I don't know if you saw it on yeah, Twitter, so, so. showed the video of Roddy walking away from the ring up the ramp and just a little strut, he was like, <laughs> oh. He looked miserable, walked in the back and he heard, one, two, three, yay! <laughs> and he just continued to not look. <laughs> continued. I thought it was a nice <sighs> promo from Mike Bennett as well, sort of laying out all the history between him and Cole from mm. 2010 Ring of Honor. Mm. Um I th- yeah, they made Cole like a bit of a dick, didn't they? But no one was It's all true it. stuff. Yeah, it's all true. Mm. Yep. Or nobody's seen it, so they could be lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's already about it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they said a bit about him. He used the kingdom to get himself over and ring him and then left for the Bullet Club. Or... Yeah, oh, for the money and the merch. Yeah, for, for, yeah. for more money and merch sales, yeah. yeah. I loved uh, Tony Schiavone butchering the line on currently where they're on about like uh, Roddy asking for a, a wah ambulance. Like, wah ambulance. Yeah. He yeah. was like, do you want to ask for the, the wah ambulance? <laughs> and Scallop was like, you mean the wah ambulance, don't you? And he was like, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, that's good. The wah, wah ambulance. ambulance. He's no Jake Hager. He no. nailed that in his promo in WCPW. Yes. Just oh, before- was it Five Star? No, it was, no, was Five Star. The s'mores. No, no ambulance. It was WCBW. Yeah. French cry. S'mores. <laughs> no way. Was that? Joe, against Joe Henry. Yeah. S'mores was Henry. Yeah. The Wamburger and French cries was five, five star. star. Yeah. Mm. We've mixed up. So on. much great content from Jake Hager. <laughs> what a man! Don't don't forget. <laughs> I would tell you, Joe Henry, you're the softest man I've ever felt. <laughs> <laughs> the team of Chris Alander, we Ikru Shida, and Britt Baker. Just beat. before we go, there was a promo with Don and Sammy backstage before this. Oh, yes. This is where the, co- the confusion continued with Sammy for me. Because he's clearly getting used by Jericho, but he's fine with it. But then Don tries to rizzle-razzle him. And he's like, no, no, I can see what you're doing. You get out of here. What's this uh, for Sammy? Because you got your blind side for your mate. He's loyal. Yeah, he's loyal to Chris. But he's stupid. He's he a stupid dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he is. I just want Sammy to be his I own strong man. Yeah. <laughs> What happened to the panda stuff he used to wear? They left when the Jericho Appreciation oh. Society. No, the, the, sorry, the inner circle became a thing. Yeah. Right. He stopped being a sexy panda. Okay. <laughs> the team of Chris Statlander, Hikaru Shida, and Britt Baker beat Nana Rose and Misakura 
and Marina Shafir. Ruby Soho runs down afterwards and attacks Statlander, sealing the TBS title. I... Well, she put it back down again. Yeah, she did, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I was relieved she put it back down because I'm getting sick of the trope when you can't think of how to spice up a feud. We'll have one of them steal the other one. Do you know what happened at RevPro? Michael Oku comes out and he's the British heavyweight. The undis- All the belts in RevPro are called the undisputed British whatever. And it's like the undisputed British heavyweight champion, Michael Oku. And we're like, where's his belt there? And the story is that Trent Seven had stolen the belt. So he comes out, and it's like the official holder of the Undisputed... Br- and we were like, that sounds pretty disputed to me. Like, it's not an Undisputed <laughs> yeah, belt. Yeah, right. it's, weird. it's Undisputed yeah. if he doesn't have it. Yeah, the other bloke's what? got it, and he's coming out last. Or the Trend 7 take to a nightclub with him. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, no, I know. Well, I don't get it. Well, we saw those videos of Trend 7 doing hype. Yeah. Stuff oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Which at the did. festivals, just oh, interviewing yeah. people off their faces. Oh. It was Undisputed British World Heavyweight. He came out yeah. to a... To a remix of Seven Nation Army, I don't know how they were allowed to use it. It was odd. It was like a well, sorry, it was on Rev Pro, so no one could hear it. Uh, it was like a, <laughs> it was like a dubstep Seven Nation Army, and I looked to my right, and Jack Atkins was going. Oh. <laughs> so I was having a good time. Oh, was it the one they played on the um, Battlefield V? Maybe it just was like was it, it was just Seven Nation Army, but sometimes the note would be wrong. It was like do 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 do. Oh, Vanilla Ice's cover of uh, Seven oh, yeah. Nation Army. <laughs> anyway, yeah, decent match here. I like the uh, bit at the top of the ramp where Sheeta and Baker sort of begrudgingly gave themselves a fist bump because it sort of bled yes. into the finish mm-hmm. of the mistaken super kick. Was it a super kick? Some kind of thing Some happened. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought Emi Sakura looked good there doing a heel thing. Saturday Night Fever. The Saturday Night Fever. That's Chris Starlander's finisher. Mm-hmm. I meant the bit where oh. Baker hurt Sheeta by mistake. Oh, oh yeah. So you see, Whatever yeah, she did. Kick. I can't remember what she did. Yeah. Uh, it's AW. If you can't remember <laughs> what the move was, it's probably super kick. Uh, Statlander looked good as well with a, a big power moves. Nice, nice big splash off the top to the floor. That's all my notes. Splish, splash. She was taking, taking a bath. Bah, 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 bah. I'm so ready to get to the end of, what happened, of this week in wrestling. We learned that Shane Taylor will try and smudge Shane off the ring of one at TV title at all. Out. At least not Shane McMahon. That's true. There you go. Although that would, always that look on the bright Shane side. Me. So Shane Taylor's not really been established on AEW, but maybe he yeah. has been in Ring of Honor. I don't really watch it. Yeah. For the he's ring. a name, so he's, he's, Yeah, I've heard yeah. of him. Yeah, it's a good matchup, him and Joe, two big lads. Oh, yeah. Bumping their meat. Yes. I'm trying to think of a meat that begins with B and that's not bacon to say uh, like bologna. Bologna. bologna just trying to do a Bologna biscotti bolognese <laughs> bacon oh you said bacon um, beef oh no sorry Beach beef shammy yes oh, what? <laughs> yeah he can eat him meanwhile Don Callis goes over strategy with Takeshita for his match with Kenny Omega seems to be saying you should stab him <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the end <laughs> Yeah, that's that's worked, the bat worked really well for Pac earlier in the year. I like the, the way the promo was laid out, like with him going like, look, look at this x-ray here. There's issues with his look neck. Look at this photograph. Yeah, yeah. Hit, the, hit, the, hit the thing on the, the, what was he doing? The thing on the right-hand side, the blue thunderbomb. Because mm. that'll hurt his hernia if you do it on the right-hand side. Yeah, fair enough. I hope, just hope Kenny Omega doesn't watch AEW. <laughs> Otherwise, just, he knows what's coming. He watches, like, Gato <laughs> Move, and he's never yeah, watched yeah, AEW in his life. That was a good promo, though. Yeah, yeah, evil men. It. Yeah. Common sense is like, I'm your manager, here's some tips. And Dikesh just seemed to go like, yeah, thanks, Ooh, yes. Cheers, Bob. Kenny's busy watching Attack on Titan. Ooh. There we go, I've named one. Ooh. Oh, yes. I love the pause and delivery, I like that. He <laughs> uh, claimed that Billy Gunn have a title celebration and welcome us to the House of Ass. <laughs> <laughs> they reveal new trios belts with scissoring straps. Yes. Big Billy, silly, Billy got the fun. <laughs> Billy got to cut the ribbon because his scissors were big. You have a little one. How about we use my big one to quote him directly? <laughs> um, Are you being served? The, <laughs> b- 
The belt scissor at the back, which means Billy, yeah. I quote once again, I can just scissor myself now. I don't know why I said that like Jim Ross, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've pinpointed when... You know Who's when, legal in the match? Yeah. I'll just scissor myself. You know when DX went from being like... They went a bit too far into the vulgarness and it was just a bit silly and not serious anymore. Maybe was it when Billy and Road Dog came along? Or was it always a bit... That was always one. No, that, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, because like Triple H had come out with like a you know the, the the cooking in the middle of the ring on Raw and oh, Triple H yeah. got like a suck the chef shirt yeah. on and stuff like that. You're like, hey, I'm cooking wieners. You're like, all right, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, is it? Does this feel like that to you, Jack? What the, the the juvenile DX stuff? Yeah, yeah, but like, it's not. But it's not the nineties anymore. <laughs> so it's just a bit like, oh, it's outrageous. But it's though. it's really really over. That's oh, the thing. It was so over. There were so many people just singing. I was thinking actually to myself, like, as a kid, I used to just like talk to people, just me, like mutual things, go, what do you like? Do you like games? Do you like nerd stuff? All right, cool. Now as an adult, all I need to do is go, oh, scissor yeah. me, daddy, oh. and see who joins in. Were there people scissoring around you in the crowd? Oh, Loads yeah. Loads of people. Yeah, everyone. That was scissoring. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. It's weird, but fair play to them. They've got it over. Well done. Yes. Orange Cassidy beats Penta to retain the international title. He cuts a promo afterwards talking about being underestimated his whole career, but he's determined to retain the title at All Out. Moxie arrives and they have an intense stare down for what we assume is the main event of this pay-per-view that's so, happening yeah, on the weekend. I guess we'll see in the big question what the biggest matches are, but people have been saying, yeah, this seems to be the main event. Yeah. Although Fraser says that Tom says that that should be Steamboat versus the, Ricky The Star. Penta says. Yes. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> no, it should not. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat should not be the main that event of Ricky all Ricky Darby should be the main event. No, of it with, with two not. days build as well. Yeah. Silly, silly takes there from Fraser. Three days Is this the Champions League draw? I've just put it on in the background because okay. Newcastle. Is... <laughs> anyway, for the match, we're not saying we're bored during the podcast. No, we're not. Um, it's the first time we've been in for twenty years, and you know who we've got. Penta was dressed as Penta Oscuro, <laughs> which was strange, but he wasn't billed as Penta Oscuro. Yeah, I yeah. know that was. Yeah, made, do you want the moment? Harder, do you want harder teams because of the big ties, or do you want? Yeah, easier teams? it was a lovely match with Penta. <laughs> Taking the piss <laughs> in the early stages, I thought. I like how they were both involved in the same match on Sunday, but the story was Orange Cassidy is so tired he can barely compete. Yes. But Penta's fine. The pro well, he, wor yeah. he worked everybody. Because Orange Cassidy's the hardest working dude. And Orange Cassidy keeps on saying, I've been underestimated my entire career. Every time you're on Dynamite, the last few months, it's been put over how many title defenses you've made of that, and you've beaten everybody for it. Mm. You're no longer the underdog. Oh, he's against Mox. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Moxley's the overdog. Yeah. The yeah, big yeah. dog. Oh, all the, the bite. Overdog. All the bite, no the, the bark. Uber dog. No, all the bark. No, all the bite, all, no bark. <laughs> oh, shut up, Ross. Uh, I thought the, <laughs> the, <laughs> Ross got off the roof. The Canadian Destroyer spot with them trading Canadian Destroyers was a ton of fun. Trading Canadians, they were. Yes. And I thought Penta had won when he did the sort of arm ripping bits, then it went into the massive, like, sort of fear factor mm. package pile driver thingy. But Orange Cassidy kicked out, which he does in every single defense recently. Yes. Also, Penta is a secret of wrestling revealed. Whenever Penta does the fear factor on the apron, that means he's not winning the match. Because he's really? already done it. Uh, yeah. He but he's he never won a match wherever he said that. Massive one in the middle of the ring. I thought it was over. Signed, ah, sealed, and delivered. What did you think, Russ? Riss. Wrist I'm, I'm, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm working with one functioning nostril today. But I like, oof, what's the other one? Block with A. You've been oh, seeing no. Tom, have you? I hey. couldn't see him. There was just old me. <laughs> 
But I, I like sneezed. Orange's promo at the end where he's like, because I'm freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy and I do not have a catchphrase. <laughs> that was Mic drop. Yeah, that was good. It was a good promo to end yeah. the show. Yeah. Even though I am worried about All Out. But selfishly, if one of the two shows was going to be affected by the other one, I'm glad the one we went to was the Absolutely. big one. Absolutely. <laughs> hmm. Which one should I really build up well? The 80,000 one or the 8,000? Well, wow. you should Oof. have them... Who can think? You should have them further apart. <laughs> that would make sense, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. I read somewhere that apparently next year they're going to do the same thing, which I'm not a fan of. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see how much of a success All Out is first. I'm worried about it. You should be. But you know what you shouldn't be worried about? Talk about any more wrestling, was Like... Trying to keep yourself awake. Because it's done. The week of wrestling. All right. It's yeah. even bigger next week and Jack's taking holiday. I'm allowed to take holiday. <laughs> I did the weekend and I'm doing the pay-per-views this weekend and then I'm taking my time back next week. Strategically, when the biggest podcast is <laughs> I don't know who's going to be on instead of me, by the way. But yeah. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. Mail bag. Yeah. Hi, folks. This isn't a question. Oh. I just wanted to send this to you all. While playing Harry Potter Top Trumps with my kids in Wales this bank holiday weekend, one of my cards was James Potter, pictured below. I didn't know that Jack had been moonlighting in the Harry Potter series. I hope that Tory Adam, <laughs> that's his name, doesn't find out about this and dock his pay. We know that Jack isn't in the earning bracket. That would afford him tax relief from the Conservative. <laughs> Jesus. My word. <laughs> Hope you are all recovered from all in. Uh, it must have been a long weekend for you all. At least you have a nice relaxing weekend ahead of you. Ouch. Uh-huh. Thanks for all the laughs. All your content is amazing. Maybe not this week. And it keeps my <laughs> head together when I feel at my worst. Much love. Former Newcastle Central defending flop Claudio Casapa. Uh, Casapa, right? Ben from Warrington. Well, well happy to help ben. you, Ben Cheers from ben, Warrington. Yes. I hope you had a nice time in Wales. Here's the accompanying picture. Here's the picture. I'm worried now. Let's look. I need to get closer. That's oh, my just, word. That's just mean. <laughs> Hang on now. Who's James Potter? He's Harry Harry's Potter's dad. dad. So but you want to be having him? Well, they go back in time I and say, oh, right, okay. Um, Why is that moving around? I don't know if he does. <laughs> I can see it in the eye. Yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean, but... Yeah, that's just you with my hair. No, it's not. <laughs> what? Temper eight. Close, well, that's clearly I going higher. Just the reaction this might have got on the podcast, I've got to admit. <laughs> I can find it. I can see it. I think he looks more like the YouTuber Max Fosh, if anybody knows who that Max is. Max Fosh, yeah, who's yeah, that? The YouTube guy. What does he do? Um, like Pacini sort of stuff. Like, remember when Adam got himself on a billboard? He's kind of like, uh, that kind of, yeah. He ran for like mayor of London one year and stuff like that. Oh, so he's a bad person, Harry. Um, <laughs> Hello he didn't, to... he didn't seriously run for mayor. It was like a publicity uh, thing. Mm-hmm. That's what they all say when they lose. Hello to whoever it is on this week's podcast. Hello. I was Hello. also <laughs> all in last week, and I want to start my message by giving credit where it's due. Shout out to whoever had the for none sign on the hard cam. For none, yeah. And also ended up behind Jack during yeah. the What Happened video. Well done. I, did. I had an amazing time at All In, and the end product was brilliant. But it's hard to deny that the build was a bit clunky at times. It's, yeah, it's fair. With All In announced for Bank Holiday Weekend again next year, and Tony saying there's no plans to change the back-to-back nature of All In, All Out. We've already oh. talked about that. Oh, okay. What can AEW do to create a smoother build to two pay-per-views simultaneously? All the best for the bells. Hmm. World Cup winner, but more importantly, former Bolton Wanderer striker, Yuri... Uh, Jokaev. Jokaev, a.k.a. James and Aldershot. Thank you, James. P.S. Having grown up on the South Coast, watching him present the 6 o'clock news on ITV Meridian, 
I can confirm that the how-to presenter's name ah. is pronounced Fred Dinage. I'm assuming how... He says pronounced, but he's just typed it. <laughs> Did, oh. with like a, a gap in the middle. But I'm like, that's where's not how you... For pronunciation, you don't do it like that. But thank you anyway. Where's, so the, he, where's the gap? Um, D-I-N-E gap. Dying. -E. Maybe it's dying age. Dine that's age. what I mean. That doesn't help the pronunciation at all, but I appreciate it. Um, well, that was... So I, how can they build the two K reviews? I, I, was, I don't I'm know. I'm talking about Fred Dinage. Because, like we were saying, like you don't want to, you don't want anything on the first one to just be a, a like sell the fan short of the first one to sacrifice for the second one. But you don't want to do the other way around as well. So I, I, do you remember like the end of WrestleMania 27 when everyone went, it's just to sell tickets for WrestleMania 28, which it did, which it did. But obviously, it's a long way to yeah. go at that point. Whereas in this case, like I was worried that MJF Cole would just be. A false finish to lead into all out. Thankfully, they didn't. It was a still a legit bad. finish. But how do you, yeah, how do you avoid that even without? Because that's affected all out, and the punk yeah. thing as well has affected all out. Yeah. But dynamite yeah. and collision are both two hours. So I reckon for the undercard of both pay per views, you split that in half. So the undercard matches for all in say take place on dynamite, like the builds to. And the bills to the undercard on All Out take uh, place on Collision. It's a brand split. I always but thought those could be like that. Oh, sorry, yeah. But then, sorry, the, the, the big marquee matches obviously take place as and when you want them to. Mm. Yeah, it's not and, a bad and idea. maybe if there's like a particular situation that calls for it, you could have someone on both shows. Yeah. But mm. by and large, yes, I think you're right. I think that's the only way you can do it. Yeah. Without uh, one show suffering. Right. I was going to say, how do you do that to build up the two pay per views simultaneously? You can't. Tony can't. Tony can't. Tony can't. Mm. Got him. <laughs> we'll see. All out no one was allowed to come to the press. All Out could be a roaring success, but just judging by the card at the minute, it just feels a bit lacking. Yeah, I've seen lots of people go, I'm regretting buying the package that got all the alls ins and like, oh. Okay. If it were if it weren't for Punk and Jungle Boy's fight, would we be saying that though? Because it's presumably the main event would be like Punk versus someone. Starks, yeah. Or Starks. Punk starts, okay. That's what happened. So we're getting Starks versus Ricky Steve mode. Yeah, strap match. He's 70 years young. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. <laughs> Diddle me this, Batman. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do while watching wrestling is seeing all the signs fans bring to the shows. All In had some great ones. My personal favorites being Pepsi is a soft drink oh. and bisect the father buttocks. Oh, okay. Is that what? Is me, Daddy ass? Oh, bisect. Mm. Okay, whatever. Well, uh, cut me off. Oh, yeah, okay. I suppose. Right. Are there any fan signs from wrestling shows that stick out in your mind as cool, funny, heartfelt, clever, Oh, this is a Matthew question, this. Cheers for all the great content. Hope this weekend doesn't kill you, lads. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cheers, yeah. Uh, Former Newcastle midfielder Chris Waddle. I've heard of him. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <AK>. Sunderland. <laughs> yeah, Gus from Indiana. P.S. I'm currently in Edinburgh in Scotland. Yeah. Thank you. Visiting family. Any recommendations of British things? Oh. Don't be saying that. Scottish things now, to do and or eat. Well, Edinburgh, well, Edinburgh is British. I would look at it more as a Scottish city. Surely the cultural Absolutely. stuff there is going to be... I don't know if we're the right people to answer this question. Castles. Uh, yeah, there's castles there. Unironically, not to sound like Matt Riddle, haggis. Really? Is it nice? <laughs> oh, good, good haggis. I've never right. had it. Taddy and Neeps. Taddy's and Neeps. Tassie, yeah, one more thing. <laughs> Someone else in there. There's three things, isn't it? I don't know. Haggis, Neeps and Taddy's. That's it, thank you. Is it that? yeah. TLC. In my head, I almost went knees and toes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Edinburgh, or just British things to do. You might be in the wrong city for that. Edinburgh's a cultural powerhouse of its own, I'd say. There's all kinds of stuff going on in Edinburgh. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. I, I don't know. Can you think of anything? 
I've sent Joe one on Slack if he wants to. Oh, the rest and sign is this? Yeah, the rest and sign. That's just James Potter again. Yeah, James Potter. Stupefy. Oh, no. It is, of course. Oh. Pack is a dirty diddler. <laughs> 200 weeks oh, ago, by God. the way. Wow, he's, re he's really looking at it. <laughs> How's he seeing that? It's surely the crowd is behind him. I mean, it's... <laughs> logistically, he should be... Whatever. Um, yeah, that was a nice one. The one from Insurrection 01, which is still thought about today, and somebody brought a tribute sign to it a while ago. Ast Ast right after WrestleMania X7, Aston Slodot. Saying Austin sold out, oh. but with every word misspelled <laughs> for some reason, and I don't know why. There's just something about that sign that grabbed people's attention. What's the big one? The one, the one who ruined WrestleMania 30, Jag Tind or whoever it was. Or the, oh, I know yeah, you mean the guy yeah, who like yeah. held it up. I can't think of it. There's so many now that are like to get on Botchmania, basically. Like the basically. So you must. I've seen. I saw a few over the weekend that were like for you, basically. Yeah, I went up to someone. Uh, the address is a cowgirl, and was like, they had a sign that says "Taz demands." Uh, I, I was. I was at CM Punk demands a Dino Crisis remake yes, or something. I went. Ah. I, and so I said hello and stuff like that, and then I, she said, "Oh, sorry, I missed you." I said, "No, I said hello to you." And I guess she's like, "Oh yeah, you, you were that weirdo." So <laughs> she. I was filming something, and she sort of ran in the background with it, and then yeah, yeah. she didn't even say hi. I was like, "You radical!" She's trying to spread the word of Matthew all around. Get back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, now loads of them, uh, it, they get a bit carried away. It was nothing but you'd seen. I see all the lovely people brought the amazing Taz signs. Yeah, I appreciate those. Make me laugh because he's, he's just so funny to look at and draw. Um, and, I miss uh, those days when we had our weekly shows, our weekly re like show recap shows, like graded in WTF. Yeah. He signs every week then. I don't mm. know if I miss it now with this. Podcast. I miss it. Oh, the one we had, well, well, we're talking about, we had, we, had, we had one last week yeah. on AE Dub. Wasn't that nice? Now it's just, it nice. now it's just giving it up, Simon. Daddy, daddy ass. Oh, I'll never say yeah. bad word about Simon. No, of, of course. I'm just yeah. being silly, of course. He's also Simon. one of those annoying people who's good at multiple things. Yes. Bodybuilding, wrestling, presenting, writing, all the things. Damn it. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> Any of your favorite signs? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Top of my head. We did a list, I remember, of like 100 signs. Mm. That oh, yeah, yeah. It was Check good. It yeah. Show. So there'll be a few good ones on there. That, uh, that, that, that nice, that nice, <laughs> that nice lady that had that sign says, "Hey Finn, can you do something nice to uh, my yes. face?" That was nice. Yes, she was your queen, wasn't she? Uh, the, for a the while. People's Trump. For yeah. That's it. Yes. Alicia, sorry. Yeah, she was. Um, she was a big Ross fan for a time, when he was in a different guy. That wasn't me. It was my brother. Yeah. Different guy. Oh together. no. Oh, everyone gets you guys mixed up. I've just remembered. There's a bit. A lad in a cave and crown was with me on a video over the weekend. <laughs> he was, he was, his mates were like, look who he's dressed as, look. And I was like, okay. What, Prince Andrew? Nope. Oh, no. No, not as bad How as that. dare you? Oh, I'm sorry. How dare you that kill my mood. brother in there with him? He was dressed as Ross used to dress. And I, I, I know. Like, sorry, I was attempting uh, humor. So I, he, he, made died. Me, he made me. I didn't have to, but I was like, I'm here with King. Oh, we're going to get sued now. <laughs> I know, yeah. There was a lot, to be fair, there seemed to be a lot of lapsed, like, mm. what culture-ish from that period of time yeah. fans who approached. Well, maybe maybe the yeah. first time it was the biggest show in England. They might not have, they might have thought, I've not watched wrestling for about four years, but I'll go. Yeah. 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 Too many love that. Yeah. I, but I said to him after that little bit with shot, I was like, are you actually dressed as Ross? And he was like, no, no, I'm just wearing this. <laughs> His mates were like, we're not letting him take it off. And I was like, oh, have you lost a bet? And he went, no. I can't quite work out <laughs> what he was doing, but his name was Ali. I think he commented on my Instagram as well. Nice maybe he's the one that got hit by the bus that time. Ali! <laughs> Ah. Oh. Hello, chaps. Hello. 
I hadn't watched any wrestling for over a decade. And then because of these silly YouTube channels, I kind of started to follow it again. Not watching it, just following the results, reviews, and opinions. One day, I got an email from Virgin Media saying they were giving me a free month of Sky Sports. It was 2015, and I watched WWE for the first time in 12 years. One thing more than anything really stood out to me. I saw a wrestler cutting a promo in the build to his match at WrestleMania of The Undertaker. It was like the first time I saw giant haystacks. The first time I saw Ravishing Rick Rude and Stunning Steve Austin. The first time I saw The Rock. I didn't need to see this guy wrestle. I heard him on the mic. I knew he was my guy. And now he's gone. How can something so inconsequential and even stupid be so important? Whatever you choose to do with this email, I just want to say to everyone involved with Botchamania, Triple Jump, and Cultaholic, that I love you guys. Stay safe, everyone. That's from One Moo Time. One Moo Time, that that's, very, that's a very... email. Uh, perfectly said, Ross. Yeah, it's a very beautiful thing to say. And yeah, I, we said before, and we'll say it again, we had so many people come up to us and just saying, yeah, thanks for making this content. And this gibberish you spout out every week and the silly music videos that you should stop doing years ago and all sorts of stuff. People just, some people like it. Yeah. Some people, they, they appreciate the hell out of it. And it just gets them through whatever little negative time they're going through or just the crap shift at Asda or whatever I it is that they're nice doing. And I thought, and I, again, um, yeah, I was talking about that and yeah, to appreciate wrestlers themselves as well. You know, like everything else in this life, you don't appreciate it, something until it's gone. I know. And I know we laugh about the wrestling a lot on here, but it's yeah. only because we love watching it and everything. Thank you, Jack. Yes. Videos. And um, yeah, again, yeah, it was... Um, it was really overwhelming how many people would. It's just because it's been a while since an event of that size. We've been, we've all yep. been new. And it was like remembering the people watched. It's different seeing the numbers on the screen versus all the people in real life. And yeah. yeah. And Andrew McGuinness said something really nice in the, during MGF call. He said that he, Nigel, was at SummerSlam 92. Oh. And it was that, that event when he was a kid that watching Brett Bulldog that made him want to become a wrestler. Really? And he said there must be at least. It's going to be a, a few, maybe, the crowd that size of people who are going to be doing the same because of this match, because of the events and everything that's taking place. So, God, yeah. imagine if we're still making content then. Hmm. Oh, my God. And the main event's going, I was there yeah. in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, this really cool wrestler who's headlining progress from Rev Pro, and he sends you a message, goes, you know that guy, Ali, who was dressed as a king? Uh, so, <laughs> that's ooh, me. I want to shout out the lad I was sat next to at Rev Pro as well, because he told me that he was, um, often he felt quite, kind of socially awkward it was sometimes he's worried about talking to people and stuff and he had a chat with us during the show and he was just a lovely lad and i just want to shout him out as well if he's listening to the podcast if you've made it this far um thanks for chatting <laughs> some people do, a lot of people do well. as it turns out yeah yeah of course so thanks yeah um, had a lovely chat with you during rep pro hope you're doing all right thank you oh. from cornwall no man you don't meet many people from cornwall do you anyway i don't you're right yes <laughs> thank you very much for the lovely questions and thoughts and all the loveliness that we've been having either in person or via the emails, you can, of course, send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Wrist piss. Wagwan, piff tings. Oh. <laughs> Hope you had a good time as I did it all in, lads. Yeah. I yeah. cried like a little baby when I spray one. It was dead embarrassing. <laughs> Not embarrassing, I'll tell you. Been it's a, still real, damn it. Yeah, been a fan since WCPW. They've been listening to the podcast since day one. Oh, oh woof, sorry, sorry, bless sorry. You. sorry. Yeah. I tell you what, on the Wembley Way, I got approached by a fellow who was like, "Ross, look at this." It was pictures from a meet and greet in 2017, and he was oh, getting a picture there on God. Sunday. Oh. It was the event where the rope snapped, the top rope. Yeah, yeah. Milton Keynes. Did you meet any uh, 
any like because I met a lad who was like a small child when I first met him because yeah. I remember because he gave me a key ring mm. with like WCB and I was like oh thank you so much mate met him again over the weekend he's like yeah he's a child but he's like it's hard to foot forget. taller and stuff like eight, like eight years ago yeah, seven years ago when this yeah. stuff was happening I hate crazy it. Oh, yeah woof woof <laughs> but he was there with his mum they were lovely to oh. talk to as well uh, lately. Oh, sorry, but I've been written until now. Lately, I've been listening to the podcast while I do my daily quests on Fantasy RPG Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, you know who did the music for that? No, but worth it, anyway. And it gave me an idea for a Reese piece of my very own. Imagine, if you will, that you are going on a wrestling-themed fantasy adventure. You've got a magic championship belt that's cursed, and you're off to drop it into an evil volcano. It's the women's tag team ta- championships in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Meeting orcs and elves and all that bollocks okay. along the way. <laughs> Our proper Lord of the Wrestling Rings, if you will. I'm going to propose to you some wrestlers to be characters on your journey along the way, and you've got to pick who you're taking. All the best boys, York City FC goalie Ryan Whitley, up the Minister Men, a.k.a. Alf from Nottingham. Thank you, Alf. Cheers, Alf. Or Minstermen, not Ministermen, sorry. <laughs> uh, noble Knight who helps you find the way. Hiroshi Tanahashi or Cody Rhodes? Hiroshi. Hiroshi Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Cody Rhodes is going to help you find the way. Yeah. Tanashi's yes. a bit more selfish. Yeah, he'd get the tattoo of a map there to help. <laughs> uh, suspicious Sean Bean figure, who might want the belt for himself. Yeah. MJF or Baron Corbin? MJF. MJF. Baron. He's tall, I can see over trees. Mm. Handsome Rogue, who you don't know if you can trust. Jay White or Will Ospreay? I don't know. Jay White? I think they're both... I think they're both... I'll go Ospreay. I think Jay White's too villainous. No. Okay. <laughs> but he's got lots of abs, though, doesn't he? So. I mean, look, I'm just, <laughs> just saying. Yeah, Jay White, because, you know, you can play with him, I guess. Uh, stoic old wizard <laughs> who gives you advice in your darkest hour okay. and then pisses off back to Hollywood and misses the rest of the adventure. Uh, the Rock or Batista? Okay. Um, I think... Batista is more wizardly than The Rock. He's the opposite of a wizard. I've just seen Joel nod in the background there. Unless he's got a different podcast on. I also agree with Jack. (laughs) I I want this uh, movie to make money, so I'll have Batista in it. Okay. Weird pair of unlikely mates that you think might just be in it for the violence. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley? Or Matt Riddle and Randall Keith? No, no. I'm going for Moxley and Eddie Kingston. As am I. Yeah, you lost us when you said Matt Riddle. (laughs) Terrifying barbarian that you hope is on your side, Gunther or Drew McIntyre? Drew. Drew looks like a barbarian. I'll go for Gunther. Who will you go for, Matthew? I'll say Drew because Gunther would not appreciate the attempts at doing his accent the most. (laughs) So, yeah, Drew, just to be safe. Mysterious magic lady who turns up to help you for no reason and then leaves, Julia Hart or Alexa Bliss? Oh, Julia Hart. Julia. She is magic. Oh, no, Bliss did the whole magic thing with Bray. Um, I'll still go Julia, though. Yeah, but she didn't she like help destroy Bray? Oh well, yeah, we didn't really got that point. Um, we, that weird but fiend Julia match. betrayed her boys as well. Oh, I'll go, Julia. I'm picking Julia and her yam bags. Liz has got enough to go on. <laughs> she's pregnant, I believe, at the minute, so she's there got enough go. on her plate. The evil king who tries to take the belt all to himself, Christian Cage or Roman Reigns? Ooh. That's Roman. It's Christian. It's literally happening right now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of. He's literally yeah. got a dragon. <laughs> yeah, Christian Cage. Your oddly handsome neighbour who will carry you to the end when you can't carry yourself. Duke Hudson. Orange Cassidy or LA Knight with rifle to this Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's LA Knight in German. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a. Uh, in French, it's just yes, night. Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, really? We, night. I feel very out of it. Mm. 
Troglite creature. <laughs> I like the word troglite. Troglite. Trog. Troglite creature. Troglodyte. I've been called that before. Creature who has followed you all the way <laughs> to try and steal the curse spell off you and bite your finger oh, off if you don't yeah. give him him. Come Tuesday. <laughs> Gollum is not Von Wagner. He's too give small. Give me Timmy. <laughs> oh, CM Punk. <laughs> CM Punk. Yeah, Gollum, Punk. Yeah, yeah, he's a Gollum. Yeah. Proper troglodyte. When Punk was in his um, shaven head phase when he was with Heyman against like Taker and that, yeah. that's probably the most Gollum he's ever looked. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Get it. Get it up, yeah, you Gollum. Thank you very much for the lovely uh, recent pieces there with all the fantasy stuff going on. And if you have any fantasies of your own, <laughs> please, careful now. <laughs> please let us know by going to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The question. We have definitely been all in on this week's podcast. It's Look been at that one. It has been. We've had a lovely, lovely, great yeah, time. Man. Yeah. And there's still a little bit more loving to give to everybody listening. But before that, shout out to the lovely producers, Reno2200. Up the double digits. She's from the future. Um, Noah Anderson. Anderson. Ah. What's that? It's the Blitz. Get in the Anderson shelter. What, Aiden? <laughs> well, Jack Atkins did mention that Aiden has, probably has an Anderson show. <laughs> ah, the big question this week is, what or what or what or what is that lad from Star Wars Episode One is going to be the best match from AEW All Out? Yes, it is this weekend. And WWE's payback. Oh, what? With, no. what I'd say I? what you were doing. Yeah. Get in there. Do we start with Pop payback because it's first? Chronologically? Yeah, it's on yeah. Saturday night. Okay. Yeah. Now we look over to here. <laughs> Let's go through the matches and make noises. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in a cage. That's a noise. (laughs) Seth freaking Rollins, his full name. Crack! That's his back going. Oh, no. (laughs) Versus Nakamura, who looks like he does it. Yes, that will be the best match. (laughs) Who looks like he does it? I beg your pardon. Does crack. He does not. Oh, no, he doesn't. Rhea Ripley. said, if you think Shinsuke's up now. (laughs) Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez. Hey, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rhea's going to win a barn burner there. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. Hoss. Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Ah, it's a rematch. I don't really care. Oh, my knee. But he'll win anyway. Why was that? Okay. <laughs> LA Knight versus The Miz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miz is going to eat his words, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's still in London. <laughs> he got his word. Oh, my God. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. The podcast's been long enough. I was going to tell a story from London. That's Go on, do it. Two lasses got on the tube or back from the copper box from the Rev Pro show, hammered. And they got on and they were just like, one of them is clutching a like a 12-pack of hooch, half of which has been drunk. The other one's got a karaoke machine. You've done oh. well to drink six hooches like the heart Jesus, burn, yeah. Yeah. No, I God. think she was sharing them out because she gave oh. one to me, Luke, and Pierce, but Atkins doesn't drink, so he didn't know. Yeah. And... Um, I was like, where have you been? We're like, swashed right in with them. And so there was no choice but to talk to them because they weren't going to let us stay quiet. They were very drunk. <laughs> and I was like, where have you been then? Bongo Bingo. They'd won those things at oh, Bongo Bingo. I love Bongo Bingo. One of them was like, I want a karaoke machine. My husband's got to be fuming. <laughs> we should take the office Aww. to a Bongo Bingo. Like. Bongo Bingo. Sounds funny. I've funny. never been, but I'm scared of it. Oh, it's a great night out. I love the Hicks Calibre yell, oh, oh the bongo God. bingo off the no. top rope. <laughs> my girlfriend said she went once, right? And uh-huh. and her mate had won, like, you've got to come up and do a dance-off, yeah. but she couldn't dance. So Bethany went and danced four in her place. Right. She's got, like, she's done dancing. So she did a dance, 
and said she thought she'd done really well. She's definitely going to win. Mm-hmm. The other lass just gets her tits out. <laughs> and she was like, she was fuming because she thought, well, I've done, I've fulfilled the assignment. This other lass has just got her tits out and has won because she got a bigger cheer, obviously. So this is not the sort of place I want to go. <laughs> I didn't see that when I went, to be um, fair. What is bingo bongo? Bongo bingo. It's like rowdy drinking bingo. Oh, so it's actually bingo, yeah, but with dance-offs bingo. and tits. It's a dance-off if both people call house at the same time. You're just drinking go. games. You have to fight. Prizes and stuff. Oh, wow, all right. Got to do dance-off or reveal yourself. It sounds as crazy as the Steel City Street fight oh, between yes. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the JD. Oh, this could be the match of the night. Dun, 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 dun. Mm. Uh, that's the noise I'm making for that one because <laughs> Kevin and Sami have rizzle-razzled themselves here. By what? giving themselves a rule that favours no, the, the numerical advantage. JD's going to do something weird. Yeah. They're going to win. Yeah. So All of, out. Of those matches. All right, sorry. Yeah, of the... those matches, you have to pick one that you're most looking forward to. The crowd are going to be on f- in fuego for LA Knight versus The Miz, so I'm going to go for that one. And I'm going to go for Rollins and Shinsuke. Crack. Mm. Mm. <sighs> Knight versus The Miz. Went all Nixon there again. I know. Damn it. <laughs> I don't like this Nixon comparison. <laughs> anyway, um, AW All Out. How did the card get so big already? There is a spoiler in here that we've tried to. They show the out, seeds, etc. Uh, Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen, the AW TNT Championship. That match has had build. I hope your dad dies. Yeah, I think it'll be an all right, an all right match. <laughs> it'll be good. It'll be Luchasaurus beating up Darby Allen. Lots of big bumps. Mm. Yeah. Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs, yeah. which they signed Big it at Wembley. Man. Slapping their meat, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Chris Statlander versus Ruby 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 Soho. A conclusive victory for Chris Statlander. Yeah, I don't care. Mm. <laughs> at least that's been built, mm, kind of. Really. Not really. Yeah, who am I kidding? I just uh, hope Statlander retains. Yeah. Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. Oh. Maybe the main event. Stabby, stabby. Forky, forky. Mm-hmm. Oh, nearly, but we can keep that in a thing. It was just about all right. Yeah, we're on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, what a day! It's been. John Mox is going to bleed red. Orange Cassidy's going to bleed orange. Okay. Uh, funny Mafu. <laughs> can you make it versus Dakesta? Oh, this could be my. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my pick already. Is yes, it? the tactics involved. Jesus. The violence, the subplots, the story, the friendship, the betrayal. Hmm. <laughs> the colours. Bullet Club Gold. Versus the Young Bucks and FTR. I'm not looking forward to it. No, it's, it's too soon. The, yeah. the, the, the formation of FTR, Young Buck, the, t- the team. <laughs> the soon. most miserable tag team in wrestling history. Uh, better than you, Baby. This is the... I think it'll be a good match. Really good match, yeah. I think the better than you, Baby, will win and continue their friendship for the time being. Same. Uh, I think the other team will win. They actually? Yeah, it'd be funny because they'll be like, I can't believe we lost to them. We should say, if you, if you listen to the podcast on Saturday, we're saving it for the people who listen on Friday, yeah. the spoiler from yeah. Rampage. Time. Samojo versus Shane Taylor for the Ring of Honor World TV Championship. You know what? Yeah. Oh, no, that'll be a good Big match. Big just... man slapping their meat. I, I don't know who's going to win. I hope they keep it far away on the card from Miro and Hobbs. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Eddie Kingston and Shibata... What? what? Is this a spoiler? I don't, I don't know. know. When's that being announced? Oh. Have we spoiled some, some sort of... Eddie Kingston and his friend versus the Blackpool Combat Club. What? I thought Eddie versus Claudia was announced. Oh. So did I. That's I'm what they were seeing building to. We have no idea what's happening. Wikipedia. Like AEW or, uh, themselves, we have no idea what's happening. Yeah, so bloody... Oh, no, I can't stop because we might cut this bit out. It doesn't matter. 
Eddie Kingston's going to win a match against some people. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Also, Claudio could win a match. No. That's oh, horrible. Don't say that. Also, and Wanka Yuta will be there. Um, <laughs> what do you think is going to be the best match? Um, I'm going to... Initially, I was going to go with the one that Ross was mentioning, but I'm going to I'm gonna change my mind and go for Moxley, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, those two artists painting their wrestling painting on their blank canvas that is known as the ring. Omega and Takeshita. We do need to fulfill the word count. We've gone way over it. <laughs> <Two> beautiful men <laughs> painting some yeah. beautiful wrestlings up the beautiful wrestlers. Yeah. Make sure you count the references as part of the word count. Uh, I'm going to say Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, yeah. Been a while since we've seen either of them get a chance to do what they're capable of. And for Hobbs, it's a long time coming now that they've abandoned Wardlow. So, uh, yeah. AEW, what are you doing, you weirdos? Uh, <laughs> well, we are here for whatever you're putting out. The good stuff, the in, out, in, out, shake it all about stuff that you're doing. Uh, Jack, anything to plug by Christ? So next weekend, I believe, will be the next edition of Matches of the Month. Mm-hmm. Um, not this weekend. Because at the minute, as we record this, it's still August just. Um, yeah. uh... <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I understand. Um, and also... Look out for all the content we shot in London. Yay. I don't know when it's going to come out, but there's a vlog we did, just a trip, of the, just like a, basically a diary of the trip. There's also going to be asking 100 wrestling fans who their favorite wrestler is. Maybe you're in it. Maybe we had to cut you out. I don't know. Good luck. Hopefully you're in it. Um, yeah. The Osprey interview's up, and what happened after? Yay. Yeah, pitches for All Out and Payback are on the channel right now, so go and watch them. We'll have all the usual pay-per-view content. There'll be live streams on the YouTube channel for both events with their respective teams. After the events, there'll be What Happened at videos for both events, WTF for both events, and other things, <laughs> news God. surrounding the events, probably involving CM Punk fighting with somebody else. Yeah. We know what the score is, don't we, everybody? Yeah. It's Desmond Tutu. I don't know why I said that. Matthew, what are you doing? I'll be talking about Desmond Tutu, actually, <laughs> up. I don't know how you knew that. Uh, I will be putting out something that resembles a Botchmania video. Um, be going, look, have this, and then I'll be sleeping for 40 days and 40 <laughs> nights, I imagine. Um, yes, that's what I planned. Me and Tom will be meeting up to do some bollocks, and uh, maybe there'll be even some recording involved in that. I don't know. Oh. Just the Matthew and Tom times. Will your balls be in his face as well? Uh. <laughs> Not with that attitude. They won't send you, Jim. And Joe will be lovely as always. As he does. I don't know if he will be after this weekend. I've heard his schedule. You're mad, man. How was Beatles week? Joel oh, went to see Joel went to Beatles week in Liverpool. Fantastic. What is the Beatles week? <laughs> it's just a week. It's a week about the Beatles in Liverpool. It's a week of tribute bands playing Beatles songs for a week. That sounds mint, mate. Well, whatever you're into, wrestling or weird they were, stuff. They were also naughty, cheeky boys taunting the Newcastle fans in the office. Mm. They went on an Anfield Stadium tour and they pointed at Darwin Nunez's shirt and went oh. him and Owen did the once Owen's back they're going to get busted but it's funny because uh-huh. there's a Champions League draw going on now oh, Newcastle oh, are in but right. Liverpool aren't that's right that's right Thursdays I think so oh. suck it no <laughs> <laughs> your, An- your Anfield <laughs> uh, a field you tit <laughs> we can't hear anything Jill's <laughs> over there he doesn't have a microphone Sonnen are still in championship <laughs> everywhere. I'll wear the no I'm not saying that uh, well done, everyone, for listening to us. We appreciate every one of you. <laughs> <laughs>
There's Ross slapping his big meaty dick on the table if you're listening to the audio version. It's very unnecessary. He's seen the draw that Newcastle got. It's very generous. It's Pepperami. Group A Bayern Munich and Man U. We're actually commentating this now. We can't get that group though. That's a shame. Anyway, yes, I was trying to be saying a nice little thing there. Harry Kane scores against Man U. We'll abbreviate. Appreciate all of you. Seriously. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The, oh, thing, yeah. the thin, the happy times of wrestling, the negative times I'll of wrestling. I'll be liked it. <laughs> <laughs> the most genuine moment of the podcast. Sorry. 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 Look, you know what to expect from End, us by I'm now. I'm going to piss myself. Yeah, end it. <laughs> there's Jack. There's Ross. There's Joel. There's even Puppet <laughs> Jack. There's seven of the fourth team. And finally, just like the name of the fourth team. Yeah, all right, all right. I'm going to end it on whoever the team is. Patreon.com forward slash call. I'm back at Bedell's Grunt. Joel, I'm back at We have to say a group name. Oh, no. Wait two seconds. It could be. It's going to happen. Here we go. Come on, Eric. Get the ball out. Here we go. Come on. What letter are we going to say at the sign? I will, lad. Cheer up. G! G! <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 